and J-Dubs. There's something else I ask you. I ask for you to pray for this great nation. We did not authorize assassination squads. We did not authorize the resurrection of COINTELPRO. We did not authorize the repeal of the Bill of Rights. We did not authorize the revocation of the Constitution. We did not authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to appear from cameras throughout our cities. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We did not authorize. 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 Welcome into The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK, I am El Jefe, that is J-Dubs. Special start time, uh, thanks to Redskins Radio. Big ups to Redskins Radio. Great job. Put together a great situation at, uh, at, at FedEx Field. We got so much to talk about. In fact, if you want to talk about your Washington Redskins and the pick that they made, feel free to hit us up now. Dubs, phone numbers? 866, oh, actually, we're going with 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I know we had a lot of experts talking about the draft, but we want to know what you, the fans, talk uh, think. And i got to say, I'm impressed. This is a Dallas Cowboy fan. I am impressed with the Washington Redskins fans because we were out at FedEx Park. or is it What is it? FedEx Field. FedEx Field, yeah. We were at FedEx Field for the draft party, and i got to say... You guys came out in droves. They sing forty thousand plus. I mean, that's just unheard of for a, for just draft day for a draft party. Forty thousand people out at FedEx Field. Um, let me run down the list of people. I mean, uh, we had Travis and Victor and Terry here. Of course, Earl and uh, Larry Michael did an amazing job. Um, Fred Smoot. We got Fred Smoot to cut a hideout line. Oh, yeah. They, he, he did a phenomenal job, too, even in the middle of all the... There was a big line of autographs for Fred Smoot the whole time he was up uh, doing the uh, broadcast with Redskins Radio. And every commercial break, you'd see him walk down, try to get as many autographs fit in in that area of time. Well, uh, Also, I mean, of course, in all the behind-the-scenes people, I mean, Cameron Gray did an amazing job, Wendell Hall, Tony... And uh, Chris, Chris Owens. I want. I saved him for last. Yeah, Chris. Uh, I've never seen him uh, actually. You know, in the in the work uh, zone. That, he did a great job. That's your Redskins radio uh, crew. And I'm telling you, I, I I've been around. I worked for the Detroit Lions radio network. I've been in Dallas. You guys got a nice. You got an amazing crew. And of course, you still had Sam, uh, guys like John Norman who are out at. Uh, uh, Redskins Park. So anyway, I uh, want to know what you think about the draft, and we'll uh, we'll get into it a little bit more in our experience out at FedEx Field. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. However, allow me to tease what's going on. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to the Hideout. The Hideout is officially a year old. And uh, WJFA gave us the gift of a longer shift. Yes, which I appreciate. They threw us a, a bonus hour. Um, I'm looking for more hours as well, just so you know. But um, the hideout debuted exactly a year ago, the day of the draft. It was myself 
it was Dubs, it was Spoon, it was Pimp Juice, and it was Sleazy E all coming in at midnight to do this show. Was it midnight or was it like one or two? No, it was midnight. Was it? We went on from midnight to three. So because of that, we're going to have a sort of a celebration, if you will, uh, bringing back past guests that we thought were outstanding in the hideout uh, during the last 365 days. I remember going on at like one or two in the morning a couple times. Did we ever do that? I think we did that um, maybe like after uh, NASCAR. Okay. It was like after NASCAR. Let's even introduce ourselves. Some of you may not even know us. Maybe uh, Dubs, reintroduce yourself to the to the radio family JFK audience. Oh, I don't think I need an introduction. Seriously, I'm on uh, the Ron and Fez show, a associate producer for that show, and I've been doing. We've been doing this show for about a year. So if you don't know us, go to hell. I, on the other hand, uh, am a programming assistant here at WJFK, uh, currently doing some uh, behind-the-scenes work with Don and Mike and did the same kind of stuff with Ron and Fez. Here's what we got go- coming up for you this evening. We'll try to flow in chronological order as to what's going to be coming up first, Dubs. You booked this one. Yeah. And I'm stoked about this. This should be a good one. She is hot. I recommend you go to the website now. Alexandra Robbins. The, phone, uh, the uh, website is alexandrarobbins.com. She wrote a book called Pledged, The Secret Life of Sororities. And what's this book about, Dubs? Because you're the one that got her. Uh, it, she went undercover in a, uh, in a few, actually, sorority houses because she's a, a younger-looking, very good-looking chick who could fool people into thinking that she was a freshman in college. She went into these places, kind of observed the whole hazing that goes on in sororities, and what she has to say is about what goes on in there is just crazy. Again, the book just came out. It's called Pledged, The Secret Life of Sororities, alexandrarobbins.com. That's going to be a fun interview. That's going to be great. When I, I remember being at Texas Tech University, just looking at the sororities, looking at the fraternities, then being in a college town at Michigan State in East Lansing and the sororities and what those chicks used to do. And you heard stories. I mean, you heard stories about almost prostitution to get in as yeah. part of the hazing. And you almost thought it was kind of just played up too much. But And these girls would never actually really talk about what went on. They have a whole uh, anonymity even in the book. But she tells the whole story of what went on. She also wrote the book uh, Quarter Life Crisis. She co-wrote that and uh, Secrets of the Tomb, which was about the, uh, the skull and bone. Uh, I think it's... The Skull and Bones, uh, like yeah, the, the secret society at that, Yale. Yeah, at Yale. Now, so that's going to be a fun interview coming up at uh, sometime between seven and seven thirty. In addition to that, for those of you that listen to the Hideout, there's always this raging debate that goes on. And in fact, in the Hideout, sadly, we tend to uh, specialize in homoerotic humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people like it, some people don't. Dubs and I like it. Yeah, and, it makes a lot of people uncomfortable. It makes a lot of people laugh, but we we dig it. And one of the most disturbing things that we ever found and one of the most disturbing conversations we ever got in is who would have to go second when having um, relations with Bowley Spears, the male drag queen um, Britney Spears impersonator. Usually we wouldn't be fighting over something like this, you know, uh, having relations with another guy. But if you go to uh, BowleySpears.com... You can take a look at this dude, and he looks just like Britney Spears. It is uncanny, and I guarantee if we got ten heterosexual guys in the room right now, threw her in the middle, everybody would be fighting over her. I completely agree. 
I can't I can't argue with that. Dude's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's hot as a chick. Um and so a little very much like Britney. And I know mm -hmm. and so many people, it's so funny because they heard us have this conversation. We got into a fight whether or not who was the hottest Bo Lee or Monica Bellucci and people were like, You guys are crazy, you guys are a bunch of Moes. And then they went to BowleySpears.com. And took a look at this dude. And they were very realistic. And they were like, you know what? This is a very, very hot dude. So anyway, we're going to chat with Bowley once again. Early on in the uh, website uh, in the uh, show as well, we found some guys from a website called Rearview2.com. And those guys are sort of DC legends. They're a couple of brothers who will go around with a video camera and film women's asses as they walk around. They were our first in-studio guest, and they were a very colorful... Not, not, oh, not come on. Like that, what is that? They, Already they, starts with the racial humor. No, it's not Get it racial. out of your system now. <laughs> it's not racial humor. We had to dump them a few times, so I hope that, uh, that Tommy can uh, prep them this time with the new FCC rules that they can't get over the top on what they... What they do and what their videos are about this time, but, but they are—they're great guests. Basically, they walk around with video cameras, filming women's asses, usually without their knowledge. But sometimes the ones who do know, they—they—they uh, <laughs> they bring them back to their kitchen and they film them there. So. <laughs> um, those guys are a lot of fun. That will come up tonight as well. Also, Amelia G. Um, from Blue Blood. Uh, what what is this, Tommy? What is Blue Blood? Is this this is like a gothic? This is a whole like gothic, like um, magazine or something, right? I, I don't know. I just looked at the site and saw that half the chicks are really hot and the other half are really scary looking. Well, that's the way it usually goes with gothic sluts. Amelia G from GothicSluts.com will be back in the hideout. We're jam packed with interviews. Believe it or not, we got a bunch of friends that are going to be stopping by. But the main thing, J-Dubs, that we're going to be doing, and we'll get into it in just a little bit, is we are going to be doing what we did exactly a year ago, and that is the Fantasy Draft. The Hideout Fantasy Draft, in which we have various categories where we have women, just like you would have a wide receiver, or maybe a safety like the Washington Redskins and uh, Sean Taylor, just like something like that. We have these categories, and then we draft them to perform in these various categories. Yes. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's a brilliant idea. As you listen to it and as we go through, it's going to be a lot of fun. However, I guess before we get, go any further, apparently somebody is on the phone that would like to thank us for being brilliant. Dubs? For being the future. On line one... WJFK General Manager Alan Linewan. Alan, welcome into the hideout. Hey guys, how you doing? Outstanding. How are you? I'm good. Um, did you have a good time out at the draft party? Uh, you know what? I did. I did. I thought it was a great showing, and uh, what a great job our guys did, huh? Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I meant I meant the guys on Saturday. Oh. oh, okay. Um, I, I want to say this too about Alan Dubs, and I told you this. This is the first time we saw Alan not in a suit. Yeah. Because every time we've seen Alan, it's been in a suit. Because, of course, he's a very professional man. He walks around WJFK. He's very important in Infinity and in Viacom. Even at the Christmas party, he's wearing a suit. Alan comes in. He's got your basic polo shirt on and some jeans. 
You are a sexy man, Alan. Uh, I appreciate that, man. I mean, seriously. Dubs and I looked at each other. This is why people get uncomfortable when they get on the phone with us. Yeah, actually, I'm getting uncomfortable. <laughs> when they come into the hideout. Um, anyway, I, we wanted to thank you uh, for everything that you've done. You and uh, Cameron have been amazing, and we do want to thank you for that. Well, I want to tell you how surprised, I'm sorry, how pleased I am that you've made it this past year. <laughs> I remember I remember the first time I sat in a meeting with uh, Cameron and Alan, and Alan didn't even know who I was, and I'd been working at the station for like six or seven months. <laughs> and you, you can't blame him. What were you working before we actually got on the air and stuff? Uh, I was a weekend board op. Yeah. And, you know, of course, Alan's a busy guy. I wouldn't expect for him to know who a weekend board op is. But uh, Cameron came up and said, hey, we got this really great show. They did a live the tape. They went on the air once. And Alan was like, well, let's try it. Let's get behind it. Let's see what happens. I don't know if he said let's get behind it. <laughs> uh, he said let's try it, though, and uh, we appreciate that much. That much of a, a vote of confidence, Alan. Well, you listen, I, I know not many people thought you'd make it this far, but, you know, you've proven them wrong. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Hey, no, really. Congratulations on a year. I can't believe it. <laughs> All right. All right. You also uh, right, listen. Dinner at the ran, Palms. I lost the rest of the script, guys. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Victor is answering phones right now. He says yeah. that you don't know who he is. You know what? I didn't know that was Victor. Tell him I apologize. <laughs> nice move. All right. Thank you so much, man. All right, guys. Have a good show and, uh, you know. Thanks a lot, Alan. Don't do anything too crazy. Right. Exactly. Talk to you later, bro. We're not going to push the women downstairs till after 10. Yeah. All right, what's going on with my headphones? No laugh tracks. <laughs> no laugh tracks. Sideshow. Jesus. That's, that's what we get for uh, feeding them the free beer out at the draft party. Oh, that was the other thing. Let's talk about this draft party for a second. So we're out there, Dubs. What do you think about the Lions, first of all? The Lions pick. What did you think about it? I was... I. It's a solid pick. You know, Roy Williams... Great receiver. He's going to do a lot of things for the Lions, but I didn't think it was their main concern. I think they should have kept their pick and went with uh, Kellen Winslow Jr., mm -hmm. definitely. But if they, you know, I don't know what they got from the Browns, and if they got something out of them, maybe it was worth it. I'm not going to question the great Steve Mariucci. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to sit here in judgment. But I think... I would have went with Kellen Winslow Jr. personally. And that is the tight end out of? That's tight end out of Miami. And I know what I'm doing because it only takes me two years in Madden to bring the Lions to Super Bowl contender level. It's so funny because the main reason we went out there is Larry Michael, the new voice of the Redskins, invited us out. He was on the show last week to preview the draft. He invited us out. He was like, why don't you come out and we'll let you do analysis for the Lions and the Cowboys picks. So Dubs gets up there. And we're like, sure, this is going to be great. We didn't realize how big the event at yeah. FedEx Field was going to be. I thought that they would almost be away from all the people, you know, cut away to some people, bring some guests in. I didn't think they'd have a big stage set up and a VIP tent around it and everybody hanging out watching the whole thing. And so, I mean, Dubs stands up. They give him the microphone. And Dubs is sitting there talking to Larry Michael, Fred Smoot, Glenn Harris, yeah. and Rod Cartwright. I mean, all of these guys are up there. And they're listening to my stupid ass talk about what I think is going on with the Lions pick in the NFL. And, 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 and funny enough, Dubs don't give a damn. He wears his Lions jersey out there. He's got his Lions jersey and his J-Dubs handicap hat. <laughs> 
He's wearing out the FedEx field. I was going to wear the hockey helmet, but I didn't think that would be appropriate. And so Dub stands up, and you can just see the look on Fred Smoot's face like, what is this? What is this? Is this retard time? Hey. You got to give uh, you got to give charity to the United Way somehow. And so That's the, what I say. And so then Dove steps up, and he starts saying something or other about what he just said about being disappointed with a pick and washing something else. Yeah. And then he starts. Then he looks at Fred Smoot and starts talking about running a slant. No, and, I did not. And he uses his hand. He uses his hand. I was gesture. talking. I was talking to Larry for one thing. And I said. The Lions right now, they don't have anybody that can go to the middle of the field. They don't have anybody that can run the slant. And Kellen Winslow Jr. would be able to do that. That's what I said. And I think that makes plenty of sense. And I don't think I said anything wrong with that. I'm not trying to t tell him he's run the wrong routes out there. So Dubs, which he is, with his hand, motions what a slant is to Fred Smoot. I motioned what it is to Larry. He was, he, there's a lot on his mind. I just wanted to keep him up to date on what everything was going on. And so all of us are looking around like, what the hell? This guy plays too much Madden. I do. I, I do. <laughs> hours. Hours a day. What is the slant, the uh, triangle button under the um, split-end offense? Corners. Wide-out corners, yeah. <laughs> you dork. Don't worry about me. Oh. Worry about that you didn't even get a chance to talk on Redskins Radio today. That sucked. <laughs> I went all the way out there. Oh, wait. Great Mariucci's on TV right now, too. I had three beers waiting for my draft pick from the Dallas Cowboys, sitting there, chatting it up with Larry and my new friend, Fred Smoot, Smooty. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there, and then I see all of a sudden, you know, they're going back and forth, they're showing a lot of stuff. And then I see a Cowboy fan, like, on the screen, put his hands on his head. I'm like, what happened? They traded the pick. They traded the pick to the Bills for a couple of later round picks this year and a first rounder next year. I really don't think it was that bad of a deal. The tuna knows more than you. Exactly. They had a shut up, Tommy. You have no idea what we're talking. Who's about. the tuna? I completely agree. Who is who is the uh, the coach for the uh, I Cowboys? I agree. Excellent choice and an excellent analysis. They had Stephen Davis waiting. Or it's not Stephen Davis. Stephen Jackson from Oregon State waiting right there. Perfect running back. And they, they let him go. You get nothing. I'm shocked. Shut up. <laughs> so anyway, but I want to talk about the Redskins. Real quick, I know we got to take a quick commercial break. Me too. How did the Redskins do? Sideshow, you're a Redskins fan. Uh, what is it? Sean Taylor out of the University of Miami. And we're going to open the phones to the Redskins fans as well. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Even like Victor. Victor's a huge. Get Victor in here. Victor's a huge Redskins fan. What do you think about taking the safety out of Miami? I think it's absolutely fantastic. I couldn't be any more happy if we had one pick. That's the pick I would go for. And did you know this throughout, or are you just saying what Larry Michael said, like you tend to repeat uh, O'Reilly? I'm copying Larry Michael. <laughs> That's a good person to try to be like. Try to be like Lair Bear. <laughs> Again, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Right, let's take a quick commercial break. Let's, let's not even go in what we said, what we were saying to do. Let's just do a regular one, and then we'll come back. Because of the fact that I got more I want to talk about Redskins Park. Yeah. Okay. Or, uh, added, uh, we, didn't really get, we didn't really get into it too in-depth. FedEx Field, because um, I, I, I want to talk briefly about LeVar Arrington and Fred Smoot. Oh, this really got me crazy today. You shut up! <laughs> this is something you may actually be into. And for those of you that aren't sports fans... 
the funny thing is, uh, uh, Jag was out there, and he asked, where's Tommy? And we're like, uh, he don't like football. What, is he a mo? <laughs> I'll kick his ass. <laughs> he did. Except they didn't use such a nice word like mo. I'll kick and, his little ass. And it was there in front of all, like, the hot sales assistants and stuff, right. too. Yeah, there's so many of them. And so then Dubs and I were like, yeah, he is. Yeah. And everybody started laughing and pointing at Tommy and just having a good old time. You really want to mess with me? You know I can't be hurt. <laughs> Actually, we're lucky to have Tommy here. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Sideshow's picking up where we all left off. You're good, man. We give you control of that thing, and you're uh, you're right on top of it. Let's take a commercial break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. Again, the lady who wrote the sorority book, Bowley Spears, uh, the Rearview Two guys, and the hideout fantasy draft. We'll describe that a little bit more, and we'll get the first pick in next. It's the hideout. One year anniversary. El Jefe and J Dubs. 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. Brought to you by. Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Hi, this is Alyssa and Alex Lineland. And our dad, Alan, should give these guys a raise. It's the hideout. With, with El Jefe and J Dubs. On 106.7 WJFK. Lineland. Welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dub Sideshow Engineering tonight, taking the calls for the first hour of the show. Dyslexic V in the back. Tommy is here as well. Um... That liner of the Linewan kid. Yeah. Uh, General Manager Alan Linewan, who already uh, joined us uh, in the first break of this year anniversary show um, celebration. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, a lot. A ton. We've already kind of run down through the list. And I apologize to Alan for not having a stellar interview, but my headphones were crackling in and out. Alan, you do an amazing job. Fix this place. Yeah. This place sucks. <laughs> I mean, it was so broken. And it's so fun. Again, I hate to harp on when I went to Dallas and KLLI in Dallas. They had two studios that were the quality of being able to put on air. And their afternoon guys had their own studios. If I were Don and Mike, I'd punch you in the face. <laughs> and that's just if I were Don and Mike. I'm just El Jefe. I think they've come close a few times. I just want to hug you. Yeah, uh, we just want to love you, man. <laughs> I'll be honest. We got nothing but love. Uh, look at sexy out at <laughs> FedEx Field. And I, Hot. I mean, you know, and he's on the South Beach diet, and he's losing 11 pounds. I think he wears a banana ha hammock out to the beach. <laughs> I can just see that. I, I think he shaved himself like a swimmer. All too. right. Oh, shaved his body. He knows arms. Okay, everything. I got you. Thank yeah. you, Dubs. You're always taking it too far. No, I'm just telling you what's going on in my mind. Excited because coming up, um, you're going to win a Chipotle prize pack, including uh, some Chipotle burritos for two, uh, gourmet burrito, uh, fresh chips and guacamole, and a drink for you and a guest. Chipotle Mexican Grill at Chipotle.com, and they are also going to be providing us with food. Um, the Chipotle boys will be here at uh, around 7 o'clock, unless that Mo Jag screws that up again. What? Hey, stop that. Oh, sorry. Oh, is that because he called you a moment? <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize my mic was on. Okay. Um, getting back to FedEx Field, though, Dub, yeah. just for a second, because since it is a bonus hour of the hideout, we're going to kind of recap what happened out there. We already talked about the fact that the Lions 
made a somewhat decent pick. Now you got Harrington throwing to Charles Rogers and Roy Williams. You really can't find any holes in that pick, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. Uh, the Redskins picked up on Sean Taylor, the safety from the University of Miami. You got him in the uh, defensive backfield now with Fred Smoot, our, our our new best friend in the hideout, and also Sean Springs. And of course, there's always Lavar Arrington. So, and then the Cowboys traded away their pick, and uh, I got nothing. Um, I went out. Oh wow, we got uh, Detroit picked up somehow the number thirty pick from Kansas City in the draft too. That's how they got Kevin Jones, running back, uh, Virginia Tech. Okay, so. All right, so um, here's, yeah. here's the thing. We um, we were out there, and we're looking at um, Fred Smoot, who was part of the thing with Larry Michael. There's LeVar Arrington as well. First, Fred Smoot. The line to get Smoot's autograph was insane. I, I mentioned that earlier, and he did his best to get as many in as he could during uh, each commercial break. And people yelling, Smoot! Just like all through the time, the whole the whole broadcast, all you hear was smoot. But was what was so funny is that he's sitting up there between uh, Glenn Harris and Larry Michael, and they're doing the whole analyzing. And you got chicks who are up there, like I'm serious, doing like the Beyonce bounce, like smoot, and they're sitting there doing the Beyonce bounce, and they're like wiggling it and shaking it around, and it was like. For a brief moment, maybe, you got a glimpse of what it's like to be a professional ball player. Oh, yeah, and I can't imagine what it, what it's like when it's not in public, you know? When people know they aren't, no one's going to really find out about it. They're doing this in front of 40,000 people or whatever was out there. They're shaking it for, for uh, an athlete. Imagine if they just ran into him in a hotel room. I couldn't imagine what it's like being on the road in Dallas or even being around here. And I don't know what the marriage situation for any of these guys no. is. And I'm not saying that any of them did anything. No. I'm just saying what gets thrown to them is is just sick. All right, what's happening here? I don't know. Click on it. Just, just, I did. Studio's great. All right, you, he's locked in, so you got to click on it. And then hey, hang out. It's not doing anything. All right. Well, we'll get that figured out. There. But but my biggest issue though is just like you're sitting there, and the and the girls are looking at Smoothie, and then so I said Smooth, that's his thing. All right. People are giving you know, autographs of the whole thing, and then Lavar Arrington walks in, uh, coming up to talk to Larry and the boys, and I it was almost like Jesus himself, because you could just hear this slow, steady like like this buzz almost. Yeah. You know what I mean. And then he like comes out of nowhere, it just just appears, and there he is, Lavar Arrington, right in front of us, and the place goes crazy. And there are chants of Lavar, there's chants of Smoot, and to see, it's always weird to me, Dubs. And this is the reason I never ask anyone for an autograph, because then you got like old guys wearing their Doug Williams jersey, pushing little kids out of the way. So that they can get a camera phone picture with LeVar. Yeah, it's almost, it's one of the creepiest things you'll ever see. It's like a guy is just pining over another man. It's the most uncomfortable situation of man love if you are a guy who does a job and does it well, and you have other guys just drawn to you, saying, hey, can I just, uh, can I sniff you? That's all I want. I just want to sniff. Just give me a little taste. Now we do a show, a show that's dominated by, I guess, male listeners. Yeah, you would assume, or at least they're the ones that have the uh, cojones enough to call in. 
But those are the people that, like, you know, they come up and, how you doing? And, hey, I'm a really big fan. And it is, you know, it's creepy on that level. But then when you're a LeVar or a Fred Smoot or something like where that. Where you're at a no, uh, totally different level where men are just watching you every Sunday. And they, they you're their favorite man player. And it's just nothing but men, men, men. It gets to be, it pushes the point of homosexuality at a point. Especially when you go and just almost force yourself on them just to get a picture with them. I'm on the gay side. <laughs> and so you go over, the, the funny thing is that you go, but like these guys will come up to LeVar and immediately, because he's so big, I mean, they'll put... They'll put their arm around them. You yeah. know what I mean? They'll put their arm around, and they're posing for the the camera phone picture. It's just so... I don't know, and that's why I don't like going up and, like, you know, asking for autographs or meeting people or anything like that. I had this friend who got on stage during a concert. I can't remember what concert it was, but he got on stage, and, like, the the lead singer kind of shoved him away and got his sweat on him, and he took that shirt off, Put it in his back pocket. I'm not washing this one. Because it had some rock star sweat on it. Is that one of the most homoerotic things you can ever be a part of? Uh, you know we're big fans of Marilyn Manson, right? Yeah. So we're real big fans of Marilyn Manson. And I remember one of the initial shows um, that I went to go see Manson out in Lubbock, Texas. I mean, this is when it was really dark and he was still cutting himself yeah. and stuff. And he was still real big into having people spit on him. So there was this time where, you know, they come up and, you know, I had people next to me and they were like like shoving other people out of the way mm -hmm. whenever Manson would be on, spa on stage spitting into the crowd. Yeah. Because they wanted to be the person it would land on. Yeah. They wanted to be the target. I'm into Manson. I wore a dress to go see his show. I don't think I'm that into Manson. You, trust me, if he spit in your face, you wouldn't say a word to him. He'd be like, thank you. I know you. I know you. And you like to put a persona out that you aren't uh, one of these uh, almost uh, files. But one thing that you're a file for is Marilyn Manson. And if he wanted to spit on you, I know you'd let him. Hmm. All right. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, I don't know if I can argue with that. You spit shine your uh, shiny head. <laughs> you just shaved it today, and I can just see him spitting at it, taking like a little uh, a, a, <laughs> little a, rag, a little rag, and just. I don't know, but you know what? He's Marilyn Manson, though. You know what I mean? He's a rock star. It's not like he's got a guy that's going to play in the NFL for like three or four years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like having the president. Even W, I'm not a big fan. Would you let him spit on you? He's the president. And you know what? That would cause a lot of controversy and maybe you would take a few votes away from him. So, yeah, he can spit on me all day long. That would be great promotion for the show. Yeah. Um, the final thing about FedEx Field that I wanted to say, there have been grumblings in the past about the quality of the Redskins cheerleaders. Right. My friends, that has put, been put to rest. Yes. I, I, I guess Joe Gibbs may control every aspect and with Joe Gibbs coming back, now come back the hot cheerleaders. But I am telling you, these cheerleaders are gorgeous. Magnificent. I mean, they are simply beautiful, Dubs. I mean, there are a couple of them. You're looking at them. And how many of them are there? They're like 30. 
You know what I mean? There are 30 cheerleaders roaming around. I, I never have seen that many cheerleaders just for one team. I thought it was just like a normal squad, like uh, uh, maximum 15. But there, it was like they just started coming through the hallway, and it was a parade of non-ending hot chicks. Yeah. They're just walking out, and they got the shortcut hair, some of them do. I mean, just every spectrum. I mean, just everything. You know what I mean? I mean, there's just beautiful women of all shapes and colors, and it's going to be a great football season. I mean, it really is going to be, I mean, between the team, you know, and again, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I tend to become a fan of wherever it is that I happen to live. Being in Dallas, of course, grew up yeah. a Cowboys fan. When I moved up to Michigan, I became a Lions fan, became a Piston fan, became a Tiger fan, and now that I'm out here, I find myself liking the Orioles. I find myself liking the Redskins. Do you, think that, do you think that's almost a weakness? No, because the Dallas and Texas teams will always be my favorite. Okay. But I do, you know, I'm not one of these guys who's just going to roll into town and pretend like the Redskins are my favorite team of all time. You know, that's fake, and I'm not like that. However, I can root for the Redskins, you know, out of the, what is it, 16 games, 14 out of the 16 games, except for when they play the Cowboys. Yeah, I guess so. Like, uh, when you become so familiar with the team, you almost, you know, start to follow some of the players, and it's almost nature for you to either really hate them and follow them or start to like them and follow them. But getting back to the cheerleaders for a second, the one thing that I liked about the cheerleaders was that they were wearing these little jackets, and that's great because I hate armpits. I mean, there's nothing like an armpit that'll skis me out, man. Especially, like, it has to be, like, the cleanest shaven, like, armpit in the history of the world because if there is even the slightest hint of stubble or if it's a real pasty chick who has black hair and even if it is like a really cleanly shaven armpit you, you can, can still see it but you can still see like the coloring of the hair underneath the skin Ugh, that is the grossest thing ever well what i i don't really mind if there's little stubble there oh i hate it what i hate i hate it more than long hair what will freak me out is if they use the white or spray on antiperspirant, and you just see the white crust when they lift their arm up for some reason, and it just it starts flaking. It uh, it makes me think that they just have dead hair, I mean dead uh, skin all over their armpits, and it's just falling off by the clumps. I don't think there's anything more disgusting than an armpit, and I'll say that too. That's the other thing. Like even I, I'll say it. It's across like gender lines. Like I hate dude armpits. I mean, but. I guess it's a little bit like whenever you're sitting there, I love to watch basketball. And then I see Steve Nash pull up for a three-pointer for the Mavs. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it looks like Sideshow's hair, just like all this hair coming out and he's shooting a three-pointer. It's disgusting. But then even worse, getting back to Marilyn Manson. He's got, and he shaves his pits. And sometimes it's uncapped. And sometimes it just doesn't look right. Okay. You pay way too much attention to Marilyn Manson. If you know, I had no idea if he shaved his armpits. And You've never noticed? You don't notice when people... I don't, I don't notice that, and you noticing that just tells me he could spit on you whenever he wants to. And I don't know. All right, you know what? You've proven your point. I wore a dress to his show. But I would never do anything with him sexually. I'm not buying it. Right. I'm not buying it. I'm, not I'm saying... At least you'd make out with them. At the very least, you'd give them a kiss. No, no making out. I'm not into making out. 
I mean, you might not have to kiss him on the lips. Just give him a hecky. Shut up. Give him a hecky. That's all you need to do. Again, coming up, we got um, Alexandra Robbins. She wrote the book Pledged, The Secret Life of Sororities. uh, As we try to hetero this show up. I'm trying to stall for time because our fat commissioner is late. Matt Albert called and he's going to be late. We were going to start with the hideout fantasy draft. We probably won't even make it through the whole thing now. We may have to get one of our guests to come in and fill in as the commissioner until Fat Boy can get here. Well, let me describe what this fantasy draft is for those of you. Um, again, this is the year anniversary for the hideout. And it was a year ago that we went on the air from midnight to three, and it was on the day of the, uh, the draft last year. And so I came up with this idea, and I can't believe it hadn't been done before because most guys love to sit around. In fact, there are two things that I think dudes are really into, sports and chicks. And what we have done, in a way, is combine the two. Yeah. Because especially now, everybody's in a fantasy league. Every, some guys have two or three fantasy football teams. Right now, I'm in a fantasy baseball league. I was, uh, I was watching someone who was in one of those fantasy baseball leagues. That is, has to be one of the toughest things to do. Like, it's almost like another job. Because you have to keep up on it almost every single day. Especially with the baseball. I'm in the Yahoo yeah. one now with a bunch of radio buddies from around the nation. And I'm on it every single morning just to make sure I have my lineup set. You see, uh, the football one is so easy. You just hand in your, uh, your uh, lineup for that week. And then you just keep on checking in during the weekend to see who's winning. The fat commissioner apparently is in the lobby. I'll go get him. Outstanding. Fat boy is here. Um, but So here's what this is. It's the hideout fantasy draft. And much as, you know, you saw teams drafting players to fill positions, we're doing that as well. Yeah. You can always break down women into various categories. This is going to be the one thing that we do that is blatantly heterosexual. What we have is we have five categories. You know we'll find a way to get it up, though. (laughs) And we have four teams, all right? With the five categories, they are as follows. Mouth sluts. Mouth sluts are the girls that you would pick up at a bar. You wouldn't have sex with them, but you'd do other things. And these are of celebrity women that we're going to be choosing. Also, backdoor bunnies will be another position that we are selecting in the hideout, in the hideout fantasy draft, second annual hideout fantasy draft. Uh, Third is missionary. To me, the missionary category is one of just a plain out beautiful woman. Yeah, there might be the most beautiful woman there possibly is, someone who you don't mind looking at while things are going on. Another category that we have is up-and-comer. Up-and-comer category is that of someone who is underage. You aren't having sex with them, but you're, you're grabbing them before they... Uh... It's like you're having a farm team. Yeah. It's like you're getting somebody in AAA. They're not going to be in the show yet, but you know whenever they turn 18, it's going to be quality. You throw them in the mud hens for right now, and then you're you're gonna play with them in a little bit. What's the name of the uh, what is it? The Bowie Bay Sox, the guys yeah. on Bowie, or the what's the name of the Frederick team up there? Keys named after Francis Scott Key. And that's our fat commissioner who's here, who is running late, and he's got a sports coat on. Look at you, Matt Albert. It's very at... it's very slimming. You look about three fifty now. <laughs> I haven't worn this in like two years. You look like a bowling ball. I want to put. Here's what I want to do. I want to put that on Tommy. <laughs> I would have put that on Tommy so that it looks like a sleeping bag on him. <laughs> well, everybody will think he's part of the trench coat mafia. <laughs> and um, the other category is oldie but goodie. 
We will draft every, I guess, nine minutes now. Yeah, we have we have to speed it up a little bit. Just like you heard during Redskins Radio, where they broke into the regular programming, we will break into interviews, we will break into fun, and we will have this draft because the commissioner, Matt Albert, will step to the podium to announce the pick. The payoff is we have guests who are here, we have listeners. Mm -hmm. This is one of those shows where you want to hang through all the way to the end. Because you, my friends, get to decide who had the best draft and who had the worst draft. The person who was voted on as having the worst draft will have to have man-doll manipulation. We've got a man-doll here. Is that okay? Yeah. And they will do things with the man-doll. You see, we found a way to get it up. <laughs> It was, it, it was a completely hetero bet until we threw the mandal in for the stakes. This is for all of our listeners, um, gay or not. Yeah. That is the hideout fantasy draft. We are going to come back. The drafting order is as follows. I won last year's draft, so I will pick first. J-Dubs will pick second. The name of my team is Hefe's Hoochies. J-Dubs team? Treehouse. J-Dubs Treehouse. Tommy will pick... The name of Tommy's team is Bateman's Bitches. I, I would think the Lady Killer. He will he, Lady Killers? Yeah. He will pick third, and Sideshow will pick fourth. Sideshow has Sideshow Skanks. We got four teams. We lost a team. Uh, unfortunately, we had to uh, kick a team out of the league for various reasons. We lost Spoon's Baby's Mamas. Yeah. But, however, we filled in with Bateman's Bitches and Sideshow Skanks. So we will start the draft next along with, hopefully, Alexandra Robbins, alexandrarobbins.com. Uh, she wrote the book, Pledged, The Secret Life of Sororities. Here is a recap of last year's draft. When we'll come back and the commissioner will get things started, it's the one-year anniversary of The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. It's The Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs. The first pick in the first annual LFA Fantasy Draft. FA's Hoochie's pick, Angelina Jolie. The second pick in the first annual LFA Fantasy Draft. J-Dubs Treehouse selects in the up-and-comer category, Catherine Zeta-Jones' new baby. <laughs> Pick in the first annual El Jefe Fantasy Draft. Jay Dubs Treehouse selects Katie Curry for Anal. The seventh pick in the first annual El Jefe Fantasy Draft. Jefe Gucci selects Morgan Fairchild in the Ozzy But Billy. The eighth pick in the first annual El Jefe Fantasy Draft. Jay Dubs Treehouse selects in the missionary category. Jennifer Garden. The tenth pick in the first annual El Jefe Fantasy Draft. LFA's Hoochie Select in the anal category. Eleventh pick in the first annual LFA's Fantasy Draft. J-Dub's Treehouse selects for the oral category. Miss Avril Levine with the, I believe, thirteenth pick in the first annual LFA Fantasy Draft. LFA's uh, Hoochie Selects Queen Latifah. The fourteenth pick in the annual LFA Fantasy Draft. J-Dub's Treehouse selects in the oldies but goodies category. Shelly Wong, 16th pick in the first annual LFA's Fantasy Draft.
what do you enjoy about the show so much? The fact that the hideout's infested with losers? Thanks for your support, DC. I think it's unanimous. Both of these guys are completely lame. Look for even bigger, 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 bigger and better things from the hideout. The hideouts with LFA and JJJ Dubs in the next year. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFA. In the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, Hefe's Hoochie select Monica Bellucci in the oldie but goodie category. You'll recognize her from The Passion of the Christ. Woo! How old is she? Monica Bellucci's near 40. Really? Monica Bellucci is near 40 years old. Nice grab. And those I thought, I thought she was probably early 30s. Those of you who know, I am in love with Monica Bellucci. Fell in love with her from Reloaded. And I had to use my number one pick on her. The way that I've ranted and raved about her the yeah. whole year, there's no way I was going to let one of you sons of bitches steal her out from underneath. And you have to trade up for her or something. And I, I figured she was worthy of a number one pick overall. So Monica Bellucci, the first pick. We can analyze a little bit more. J-Dub's Treehouse is now on the clock with the Hideout Fantasy Draft. We will have his pick at 18 after following this interview. All right, we got Alexandra Robbins on the phone. She has a new book out called Pledged. Go to alexandrarobbins.com uh, right now to uh, check out all this kind of stuff. And uh, Alexandra, how's it going? It's good. Sean Taylor, baby. Sean Taylor. You, you excited about that? You know I am. You know him and Matt Bowen. I think we're good to go. Oh, and you know what? And we were hanging out with Fred Smoot earlier today. He was excited about it. Oh, you should have heard when they picked. He started yelling, yes, yes, we got my boy, we got my boy. So yeah, it's going to be a lot easier on the corners, I think, now. And this is what is, the, we, we've done a lot of research on yeah. uh, Alexandra Robbins. And, of course, the book is called uh, Pledged. Uh, where is my note? Pledged, The Secret Life of Sororities. And in my notes that we have on you, Alexandra, is the fact that you love football. I love football. Um, you follow religiously? Are you are you from the area? Yeah, yeah. I I started watching the Skins when I was in first grade. Became a Gibbs fan then. My old childhood bedroom in my parents' house is still full of old clippings from the ninety ninety one season. I met Mark Rippin on a plane in October. It was like the best day of my life. <laughs> that is so cool. And it, yeah. And we don't want to we don't want to harp on this too much because we respect you and the work that you've done. But if you go to alexandrarobbins.com, you are beautiful. Oh, thank you. So I think that just adds to the whole overall thing. Now I think that beauty was something that probably helped you. I would assume. In some ways, write this book, Pledged. Tell us about the book. Yeah, well, um, in order to write about sororities, I ended up having to go undercover. I wrote about the book because no one had ever written, this is a nonfiction book, no one had ever written a voyeuristic fly-on-the-wall book about real behind-the-scenes sorority life before. Um, I wanted to write a book that reads like a work of investigative journal uh, journalism, but... I'm sorry, that is a work of investigative journalism, but that reads like a fast-paced novel, and it became clear to me early on that sororities have the kinds of sort of plot lines and narratives and scandals that would be good for that. So I started trying to report openly um, in a sorority house. I got kicked out of that house. I was blacklisted on another campus at all houses, and when I started the reporting, the 26 national historically white sororities instituted a media blackout. So I realized the only possible way to tell this story was to go undercover. Where did you, does it talk about it in the book? Because we haven't gotten the book yet. I'm so excited about yeah. reading this thing. Where did you go undercover? I'm not saying because 
Um, I followed four main girls, although I also interviewed hundreds of sorority sisters and across the country, and I visited them and went to sorority events with them. But this book is mainly about four main girls who I followed, who I've given fake names to, and I just call their school State University, because if people find out who these four girls are, they could get kicked out of their sorority just for cooperating with, with the media, because sororities have stricter rules for dealing with reporters than they do against hazing. Now, we've all seen the, I guess, the MTV show. What was it? Uh, sorority Life? Life? Yeah. With those pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're at a hot sorority at least, no? You know what? Uh, most of the sororities I have visited across the country were hot. And I will tell you guys what you want to go, what you want to know. Not all sororities. I will say this. Not nearly all. Probably not most. But some of the sororities really are as campy as a stereotype. So really? you guys will probably be delighted to know that the image of the topless pillow fights isn't all that far-fetched in some of these groups. And I could do you one better. There's one group that had a tradition called boob ranking. During boob ranking, pledges had a limited amount of time to strip off their shirts and bras and examine each other topless so that by the time the clock was up, they would be lined up in order of chest size for the sisters to inspect. Wow. Hold on a yeah. second. Allow us all to uh, clap and give joy <laughs> and know that this is actually going on. And those were hot girls. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, I... Now, Alexandra, in these uh, sororities, there's always these stories of almost like prostitution, trading, uh sex for uh, cocaine or uh, alcohol or something, these kind of things. Are these things close to the truth as well? Um, I didn't encounter anything like that, and I didn't witness anything like that. The closest thing I heard to that was um, in the early 1980s, late 1970s, um, Southern Methodist University. And this is partly why SMU was, I think, the first school that the NCAA used their uh, football death penalty rule on. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons was because uh, SMU reportedly had recruited sorority girls to have sex with athletic recruits and promised the athletic recruits um, that if they chose to come to SMU, there would be more sorority sex for them in the future. So that's the closest I saw to any kind of prostitution. Now, I grew up in Dallas, so I was right there at SMU, and I was there when all that went down. And there was one of those things, and maybe that's why I have such a jaded view of sororities, because I never liked them. I went to Texas Tech University. I'd see them walking around campus, and it was just... Tell me, because the biggest thing that when people go to college, and they get so mad and so upset at fraternities and sororities, they're like, the biggest argument you hear is, whatever, that's basically buying friends. Uh, would you find that true or no? Nah, I don't think that's why people join sororities. I think the girls who join sororities are mostly normal girls with good intentions. I think where sororities get warped is with these women in the national offices who come up with these random rules um, for these girls to follow. They're sort of arbitrary, and they're set up by women who aren't necessarily qualified to be managing college students. I mean, I even heard talk at the national level about having girls wear specific colored thongs, which I thought was pretty weird. But in terms of uh, paying for friends, that's not why they do it. Um, girls join sororities because they want to belong to something larger than themselves and also when you're 17 18 you get to college let's say you're not skilled enough or you don't want to join a sports team or a singing group or something like that here's a group that can make the college campus a little bit smaller for you that doesn't require a particular talent 
I'd agree with that. I definitely, because a lot of people maybe join, um, like I joined the uh, the debate team right. uh, or the radio station. No. Other, <laughs> other people go and join sororities. Well, it's a great way to get a beer if you're underage. Again, talking to Alexandra Robbins. The website is alexandrarobbins.com. The book, so excited about it, Pledged the Secret Life of Sororities. Now, you uh, mentioned that they aren't that tough on hazing. What kind of hazing did you encounter while you were, uh, while you were undercover at these places? Uh, other than boob ranking. Yeah, aside from boob ranking. Well, I'll give you an example. Did you have to do the boob ranking? I am not going to comment on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be at the beginning or the end of the line? Oh, you know, I, that's an easy one, but I'm not answering that. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, go, go to alexanderrobbins.com and uh, you'll get the answer. Go ahead. Um, okay, so this just happened in March, the end of March. Um, 24 members of a sorority at Loyola University uh, were accused of hazing rule of hazing rituals, including. Let me look here. I have a list. Uh, 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 we lost oh. her for a second. Alexandra, uh, when you get back on, we can't combine those two world words. Uh, they had to simulate oral uh, uh, on on certain objects. So we we lost some delay, but while we're while we're losing the delay and while we're waiting for the delay to ramp back up, again, Alexandra Robbins. The book is pledged. The Secret Life of Sororities. The funny thing about this, Dubs, is that Alexandra's been on like the, the Today Show, the Oprah Winfrey Show, uh, MSNBC, all these high-class shows, and here she is on a Saturday night hanging in the hideout, and that's yeah. so cool. Um, Alexandra, <laughs> I don't know if we're able to hear her yet. She can hear us, though. So. She can hear us, but we're not back up yet. Let us know when we're back up. Just if give you, us a little sign. If you would, Sideshow. Uh, some of the other things she did, too, is uh, what were the other books that she wrote, Dubs, as we wait for the uh, thing to ramp back up? Uh, Secrets of the Tomb, Skull and Bones, The Ivy League, and The Hidden Paths of uh, Power. And she also uh, co-wrote, I believe, Quarter Life, uh, Quarter Life Crisis, which talks about uh, the... the trials and tribulations people and their uh, 20-somethings go through. And uh, the reason I'm so fascinated... Oh, we're good to go? Yes. Uh, Alexandra? I swear I won't mention cucumbers again. <laughs> I don't even know if we got that far. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, I'll, we'll pick up the phone after the break and you talk about cucumbers all you like. <laughs> all right. You got the gist of the haze again. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, but I don't know if our listeners did. So basically what they would have to do is eat spam, drink... Um, drink heavily... <laughs> And then they would have, have to, to they uh, would get sick and then they would have to eat reconsume and then they would also do things with cucumbers. Yeah, that's an enough said. <laughs> um it really isn't, but yeah, I know no. goddamn FCC. <laughs> um uh, other hazing things that maybe um well, here's the thing. We at when I was at Michigan State, when we were out there uh, in Michigan working, Sarostitutes became the favorite saying. Yeah, that was their well code name. That we called them prostitutes, and I've heard fraternature. Uh, we are uh, we uh, we call them frat daddies and sorostitutes. Yes, yeah, frat daddy. And you notice that it's never as bad for the guys. No, you know you call basically calling the women whores, but the guys they're daddies. Um, what about are these sororities getting a bum rap overall? Because I'm sure not all the books negative. No, it's definitely not all um, of sorority life is negative, and. You know, there are plenty of great sororities out there. There are some bad apples, but I think there are enough bad chapters that there are some problems within sororities that need to be addressed. Um, but, yeah, there are plenty of good groups out there. There are groups that don't haze at all. There are groups that really do do community service and, and scholarship and all that. 
and some girls gain confidence in themselves from sororities either because they have this affiliation or because they're encouraged to take leadership roles within the group. One of the four girls I followed was vice president of her sorority, and that actually was a huge help to her in getting over, um, in getting through the recovery of being raped by a fraternity brother. So wow. those are definitely major positives to sorority life. Now, uh when you were undercover, you went undercover to report uh, about sororities, but did you end up having any fun? What was like some of the fun stuff you ended up doing out oh, there? I had more fun last year than I did when I was actually supposed to be in college. Um, yeah, Greek life has great parties. I will say that. Uh, excellent parties. I'd have to say that that was one thing, and even now, Dubs, it's still my dream to go to a Greek party. I never made it to a to a frat party or a sorority party. Did you ever when you were in school? Uh, well, I went to Spex Howard School of Broadcast Arts, so not when I was in school. But I I have been to uh, fraternity parties. They I didn't like them too much. I'm not into the parties are different than fraternity parties. Yeah, I imagine parties, so. I went to fraternity parties in school, and you know, there was like keggers in the basement of the house, and the house was kind of nasty. Yeah. Sorority parties they rent out at least in many sororities they rent out places like restaurants or bars or hotels lobbies or something um they provide alcohol they provide music i mean it's good it's good they have, they have good parties they should all be event planners in real life hey this is something i wondered about too the rumor going around texas tech that if you were in a certain sorority you could only have sex or be seen dating like someone from the brother fraternities did you ever run into anything like that yeah especially in texas you will find um you will find sororities that are they call it being married to a, to a particular fraternity house. And if you're not dating a guy in that fraternity house, and this, I, I followed four main girls, but there's a fifth girl in the book who went through all this in Texas because I had to put a Texas house in there because Texas, I call it the, I call uh, Texas sororities the extreme sport of Greek life. Awesome. Because they're just hardcore. I mean, you know. Um, yeah, it, it, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, Alexandra Robbins, the book is Pledged, The Secret Life of Sororities. Um, did you get, I, I mean, I know you had to infiltrate and you went undercover to write this book, so I imagine it was kind of tough for you to go undercover in, like, the black sororities. Did you get any info and be able to compare and contrast, you know, white, dom uh, historically white sororities versus, you know, minority sororities? Yeah, they are completely different organizations. I mean, it's odd that they're both called sororities because they're completely different groups. Um, the historically white sororities are mainly focused on, at least in many sororities, they're focused on relationships. They have all these ceremonies and special songs and lavaliers for celebrating different milestones of relationship stages, whereas, oh, and they, you know, they mix with the fraternities and a lot of things revolve around um, the parties or homecoming or Greek week where they match up with fraternities. The historically black sororities, on the other hand, are really more focused on the network after college. That is one powerful network. Um, they don't, they don't need you to join in college. Once you graduate, you're allowed to join, to join up after that. They have different dues systems. They have a much better recruitment process. Um, they're an entirely different organization. When it comes to the book, A Pledge, The Secret Life of Sororities, do the girls know that the book's about them? I mean, do, do they know that they are the, the uh, four characters and their names are changed and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, the four do. And um, after enough people read the book, I'll wait a couple weeks. I'm going to put on my website what the four girls think of the book, and I'm not going to edit their comments. So if they hate it, you'll know. Um, but the other girls in their sorority, who I also talk about in the book and give fake names, they didn't know. Okay. And I, I wish we had more time because this other book, maybe we can have you back. I know you've already written it, but maybe closer to the election, 
the secrets of the tomb, the skull and bones, the Ivy League, and the hidden paths of power. Uh, can you give us a little tease on that book as well? Let's sell all your books because they all look great. Uh, sure. It's called um, Secrets of the Tomb because Skull and Bones, which is uh, Bush's and Carey's secret society, um, is headquartered in a building at Yale that really does look like a tomb. It's like this huge three-story crypt. Um, Skull and Bones is a secret society that taps for membership 15 Yale juniors every year. And that's why it's so weird that we have two guys from Skull and Bones running against each other because we're not talking about a society like the Freemasons or something like that with millions of members. Skull and Bones has maybe 800 members at any one time. Two of them are facing off for the presidency. About 10 of them have been recruited by Bush for the Bush administration. Um, and they come from this weird little secret society. And it's, They won't talk about it at all either. They won't talk about this. Uh, it's like almost Fight Club. You know, what's the first rule about Skull and Bones? Don't talk about Skull and Bones. What's the second rule? Don't talk about Skull and Bones. Exactly. Um, I, I'd like to have you back on at some point, maybe even closer to the election. Sure. And, and push that book as well. And the great thing about Alexandria, from what Dubs told me, you live in the area and you're a fan of JFK, right? Yeah, I'm in D.C. I listen to you guys all the time. That's... I catch Skins game on, on uh, JFK when I'm in the car. Oh, outstanding. Again, Alexandra Robbins, alexandrarobbins.com. The book is Pledged, The Secret Life of Sororities. Go to alexandrarobbins.com. Can we get the book anywhere? You can get it anywhere. It's at every bookstore. Did you, and you had a book signing today. How'd that go? Oh, it went fine. It went fine. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Alexandra. Thank you, J-Dubs. Thanks, guys. All right. Later. See you. Now, why'd she say bye to J-Dubs and not have to? Because I saw the interview. Dubs has been working it. I've been working it. Uh, the digital lines are up and rolling, so we're going to go with that. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. We're also doing the Hideout Fantasy Draft, the second annual. Those of you just now joining in, before we talk to Alexandra, uh, I, Hefe's Hoochies, my team drafted first. The number one pick overall was in the oldie but goodie category, and I chose Monica Bellucci. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFK. And now let's go to the podium, laboring up the stairs to the podium, out of breath. He's sweaty. You better get a fan. Commissioner this year because he has been the standout listener in the Hideout, Matt Albert. Commissioner of the fantasy draft with the second overall pick. <sighs> with the second pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, Doves' Treehouse selects Jillian Barbary in the oldie but goodie category. You'll recognize her from Good Day Live. Wow, Jillian Barbary. Yep, she's another one that doesn't look that old. But, but she's up in the 40. Uh, she, I think she's almost 40 or is 40 now. Uh, that actually is good. Again, the categories are oldie but goodie, up-and-comer, those that are underage that we will eventually, uh, once they turn 18, will be uh, mature enough use them. and uh, be good enough to be brought up to the show, if you will. We also have mouth sluts, backdoor bunnies, and missionary that we are drafting all night long. Again, the person with the weakest draft... As voted on by you, the listeners, will and have our guests and our guests will have to have man doll manipulation. <laughs> so, stay tuned. It's a fun show in the hideout, ladies and gentlemen. We've been on for an hour and a half, and we're just getting started. Uh, I want to say thank you to Chipotle. Chipotle dropped off our food. Uh, build your own version of the perfect burrito at Chipotle. It's great food prepared fresh. Find Chipotle Mexican Grill at Chipotle. 
dot com. Taking a break, coming back. A ton of guests are here in the hideout. We'll get another pick in from Bateman's Bitches next. It's a one year anniversary of the hideout. AlexandraRobbins.com. Thank you for that, Dubs. Coming back in a sec. It's JFK. The hideout with LFA and J Dubs is now a year old. What do you enjoy about the show so much? The fact that the hideout's infested with losers? Thanks for your support, DC. I think it's unanimous. Both of these guys are completely lame. Look for even bigger, 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 and better things from the hideout. The hideouts with LFA and JJJ Dubs in the next year. And now, another moment heard in the hideout during the last year. Now, you got another brother, friend here, another, another black guy with you who's also a virgin? Yeah. What is it about Frederick that's breeding all these black virgins that are 19 years old? I don't I, believe that kid's a virgin. You don't believe the one in the back's a virgin? No. It is something that chicks can sense. It's, it's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter how you get it initially, whether you bang a fat girl first or something. You just got to get that stank on you. And once you get the stank on you, the stank of the nappy, I think girls know. Deer hunting. Exactly. It's like using the, uh, the deer urine. But you need to get you need to get fat girl urine. <laughs> Rub it on your. <laughs> it's a come here. The hideout with LFA and J Dubs. Now six point seven. All right, welcome back into the hideout. It is the year anniversary of the show. Yeah. Uh, I am LFA. That is J Dubs. So much going on. Our again, sincerest thanks to Alexandra Robbins. Website alexandrarobbins.com. She wrote the book, Pledged, The Secret Life of Sororities. I know we got a couple of versions of that book coming in, Dubs, and uh, I want to read that. Yeah, really looking forward to sitting down and reading that. It'll take me less than a week, I guarantee, to read that. I don't read all that often. and Like, I got about three-fourths of the way through Al Franken's book, and then I just got tired of reading. I read, like, The Hot Zone, Private Parts of Miss America I've read. I haven't read too much other than that. In fact... I'm getting inside shows ride this morning, and what does that cat have? Who's looking out for you? <laughs> He's got the O'Reilly book. Do you got the floor mat too, my friend? Yeah, did you get the, the, get the premium membership to the website and the koozie? Did you get all that oh, stuff? I got it all, baby boy. I got it all. And the Bill O'Reilly T-shirts. Oh yeah. What say you? What say you, El Hefe? Sprawled across the back. <laughs> what a loser. And I mean both of you. <laughs> He uses it as a batch book. I'm sure. Oh, Bill. Oh. Oh, man. Um, so here we are. Uh, we've been doing the Hideout Fantasy Draft. We draft women in various categories. Categories this year include mouth sluts, backdoor bunnies, missionary, up-and-comer, oldie but goodie. The first and second picks have been taken already. I, with the first pick, picked Monica Bellucci. Dubs just drafted again. I don't know what it is. You can draft anything that you want, whichever is most valuable to you. And oldies but goodies have gone first. Is that something that you were finding, J-Dubs, where you were attracted to older women now? Well, no. I, I always pick it because I'm like, ah, oh, Pepe's already gone oldie but goodie. I got to grab mine before all of them are taken up. And there are, tini- there are plenty of uh, hot older chicks. I'll tell you this. Personally, there's something about me. I'm starting to get into the older chicks a little bit more. I don't know what it is, but now I'm liking the chicks who are in midlife crisis range. I'm talking 33 to 45, that kind of thing, where they're attainable. Maybe they got a couple of kids, whatever. You know there's not going to be as that much of a fight. 
yeah. as, as far as when it comes to you know trying to lay the pipe. And they'll throw the, they'll throw some money your way. They'll buy dinner. They'll buy you stuff. They're broken in already. You know what I mean? The That's end, the part I don't like. Yeah, not that's not what I meant. I mean, I meant in the dating world, oh. <laughs> not in, not in other ways. Um, well, there are always other places you could venture. Um, so, with that being said, let's go ahead and, and do the next pick in the Hideout Fantasy Draft. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFK. Stepping up to the podium, burning more calories tonight than he has all year of the Hideout. Commissioner Matt Albert. With the third pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, Bateman's bitches select Diane Lane to the oldie in the oldie but goodie category. You'll recognize her from Under the Tuscan Sun. Diane Lane, God! Crowd, what is the crowd like that one? It's a mixed reaction. It's a, it's a mixed reaction by I'm the not, crowd. I'm not familiar with. Diane Lane has also been in Unfaithful. Unfaithful. Oh. Okay. Jeez, you know what? God, that's a good one. Damn you, Bateman. I don't think it's better than Monica Bellucci, but I think Diane Lane is definitely better than Jillian Barbary. Matt Albert, what are your comments on Diane Lane? Diane Lane has a butterface. What? What? She has a butterface. You're, can... you're on crack. Whatever, Butterbody. <laughs> Buttermilk. I have a handsome face, though. Give me that. <laughs> no way. In fact, I think her face is beautiful. She's just an overround. She does. She just don't have the body that Bellucci has. Whatever. That's a good. He pick. shaves, unlike some people. All right, enough. <laughs> That's definitely a good pick. All right, we'll step away from the podium. Go away. Get sideshows pick. Go. No, not over here, fat boy. Leave. Go. Go leave. Go hang out and call screen. Okay, whatever. <laughs> go rumbling down. <laughs> Takes his burrito. <laughs> He's a sports suit. And he yells, okay, whatever. He grabs his burrito. And that starts... burri- a big Chipotle burrito looks like a Tic Tac to that fat bastard. <laughs> it does. You're right. It was like he was grabbing a Tic Tac or a Surt. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's bring everybody in. We have a whole bunch of people who have stopped in. Uh, make sure that we got the podium switched off. Have a seat, baby. Right here. Our our good friend, Halloween Goddess, is back. How are you? You look beautiful. Well, thank you. I came straight from work. This was a crazy prom weekend. We had the Culpepper and Rappahannock proms, and I have just dressed 90 young boys. Oh. <laughs> you and Jacobs. And, and I was at the draft party. Well, why didn't you invite me to that party? That sounds like the place I needed to be. If you're into the homoerotic thing, yeah, and you like to dress young boys, sure. Okay, have you heard this show? Uh, Is there any need to ask if? Um, The thing about um, Halloween Goddess is that she owns an outstanding, or at least she's the manager, of Masters Costumes and Masters Tuxedo. Both Throw a .com on both of those. I don't have my little information in front, so a phone number for that. Uh, 540-341-2700. And that's in Warrington? That's in Warrington. So get a hold of her. The reason we love her so much, other than all the great stuff she's done for Ron and Fez and etc., is the fact that we had you, what, about three weeks ago, dress up Sideshow. Yes. As Sideshow Jesus. Yes. And he went out to protest Hellboy. Something that we have pictures of, in fact. And RadioHideout.com coming very, very soon that we're going to be uh, throwing up. And um, we're going to be showing those pictures of uh, Sideshow Jesus. We're going to be showing the pictures of uh, Matt Albert 
all that kind of stuff. Matt Albert with the uh, his doll love that I guess he had on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff going on. And one of the first of all, we just wanted to see you, Halloween Goddess. Oh, thank you. And then the other thing is that we have Bowley Spears. BowleySpears.com. That's B-O-L-E-E Spears.com. She, not now. She's going to be joining us probably in the next hour, hour and a half. And what we want to do is we want to dress up Sideshow as Sideshow Brittany. Have you brought us some uh, outfits to uh, to throw him in? Yes. All right. What do you have for Sideshow? What is he gonna? What is he gonna? What are we gonna? What are we gonna put him in? I have a green shimmery lame pair of flared out pants with right. a neon green fuzzy halter top trimmed in neon marabou feather. Stop. Turn that off. The wig, the makeup. We've got a wig and makeup and everything? Everything. Now, you're going to have to tuck like Bo Lee does, too. We're going to bring some duct tape up here for him? We're going to get Matt Albert to check. He's going to do inspect. He's going to inspect you like you're uh, flying through Reagan National. All right? I can't wait to see this. Oh, I can't wait either. This is going to be great. And the the beautiful thing that we're going to do is we're going to have him mouth the words as we talk to Bo Lee. So it'll be like Bo Lee being in the studio. Are you worried about this? Have you ever dressed up as a woman before? I have never. I think for the best effect, we need to first do a full body shave. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I, hey, man, I shaved my head this morning. It's not really that tough. I can't wait to see you as a chick. I'm serious. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I've dressed up as a woman before. Uh, again, it was when I was... The bearded lady? I was No. <laughs> this was back when I was... Uh, Just the fat lady. <laughs> <laughs> you looked like a bus driver. This is when I was 70 pounds lighter. I was clean shaven. Uh, it was only 240 then. The age, the age of the beautiful young boys you probably dress today. And um, I threw on the wig, and it was scary sexy. I got no. to be honest, as a woman, I was damn hot. And a lot, no. of the, a lot of the chicks told me so. They were like, you are a beautiful woman. It's true. It's an odd phenomenon that when men see themselves in makeup, they have a tendency to be attracted to themselves. It's, it's, it's all the woman they've ever looked for. Well, you've got to figure the most sex you ever get is with yourself. So then when you dress yourself up as a member of the opposite sex, there is something that is definitely titillating about it. Well, I'm not work. even in this conversation. Uh, do you want to participate? I'm not touching it. Would you ever dress as a woman? No. You know, here's the thing, too. I'm I, a top. I, I want to do this. Whatever. I've seen videos like that. I um, What I want to do at some point is I want to completely shave dubs. Mm-hmm. Now, dubs is what I like to refer to as skinny fat. If you if you stand, I'm fat fat. And I think I... I, I know exactly what you're saying. I carry it well. Dubs has a big old gut. He's just flabby. All right, and he'd be like a really disgusting chick, I think, if we put him in a tight-fitting outfit. Mm-hmm. But I would also like to, at some point, dress up Dubs and see what it's like for him to be a woman. Sure, I have an outfit no, called Trailer Park Mother-in-Law that I think would be perfect for him. And it'd be like we had Mrs. Dubs right here, Mama Dubs. We could give her cigarettes, springy boobs. It's great. Why are you attacking me when I'm not even in the conversation? Cat, cat poo everywhere. Just be like we were back in Fowlerville. We get him in a janitor uniform. Give him a... A big roll of keys. <laughs> give him a big roll of keys and a, a mop. A push broom. There you go. And it's like we got Mama Dubs here in the studio. When are we going to do this, J-Dub? We aren't. What? I don't know. You guys are having your own little show over there. I think I like this one better than I like the one with El Jefe and J-Dubs. El Jefe and Goddess. You know, I'll tell you, I have a Mae West outfit that would fit Dubs perfectly. We could make him into a nice, hot Mae West. You know what? Don't bring me into your freaky ass. I want to dress up for Marilyn Manson world, El Jefe. I don't want any part of it. How about this? How about the next live show we do, we do it as women? 
We dress up as women. If you down, I'm down. You know, here's the thing. It didn't work the other way. No. <laughs> when we were at Tequila Beach as men, it didn't go down like that. We have more people coming down to the studio today than came out to Tequila Beach. And that's uh -oh. what pisses me off. And you, in fact, showed up at Tequila Beach. Thank you. But you know who didn't, who I was looking so forward to seeing? Fairfax Mike. Fairfax Mike. Step up, step up to the mic, man. How you guys doing tonight? Nice to meet you. I don't hey, know. Man. Have hey, we met this, officially? This is the first time I've invaded your perimeter. Me and Dubs have uh, bumped heads a few times. Yeah. It's nice to meet you. How you guys man. doing tonight? Great. Very good. Excellent. Fairfax Mike, an excellent caller to the hey, Ron Fish. Hey, man, congratulations on the... This is the one-year anniversary, am I right? Yes, it is. All right, excellent. Congratulations on that. You know, I mean, hey, I've been there with you the whole time. Have you really? Yeah, man. I'm a, I'm a food service worker, so the radio's on. I listen to you guys. I crack up. There's been some good times. There's been some bad times. And I, I wanted to call in and say, let me tell you, from my honest opinion, the treehouse was not that bad. All right. Kick him out. Thank you. It was Thank not you. that bad. That's I mean, all was, I'm saying. It was Maybe great. a music format change or something. Something could have been, you know, maybe tightened up. But it wasn't that bad. I've heard worse radio. I don't... It's Big O and Dukes. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Okay, you know what? You may be right on that. J-Dubs, the night that I went to Marilyn Manson, actually, I left Dubs and Tommy here alone. And those sons of bitches, they started talking for about two seconds. They did all the material that Ron and Fez turned down that week. Oh. Ron and Fez could have gotten 15 hours out of it. <laughs> Dubs and Tommy get about 45 minutes at most. And so then they just start playing Linkin Park and Marilyn Manson. No, it well, wasn't even that good of stuff. It was like, you know, Poison. It was a bunch of hair rock. Well, you, know, you, you know what happened at Tequila is that is, I think there was like an ill communication of something going because I was under the impression that the whole uh, hideout card VIP meant the status that comes along with us. And then there was just some big shinehead guy at the door. was like, you got to wait. I was with a bunch of girls. They wanted to do elsewhere. So, you know, what? you got to follow where the ladies go. You kind of got to go. You, you, you can't just stand in line. You were yeah, there? I was there at Tequila Grill, standing outside. As a matter of fact, I was <laughs> no, even... No, 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 no. Tequila Beach. Tequila Beach. I'm sorry. Oh, it, was, okay. it was definitely the same place. And it, matter of fact, even Matt Albert had a nice little crowd going on. And there was just some, you know, large... Shinehead sitting out the door telling me I had to wait. You know, I was like, you know what? Actually, you almost got in the phone. When, you know, yeah. when you add those combinations, you got to wait. Plus, the ladies want to go elsewhere. And I definitely wanted to be down with, you, with the guys, but, you it, know. It was better that you weren't. It, you know, you wouldn't have been able to hear the show. But you had my support. I was there with you in spirit. We appreciate it. We appreciate that, Fairfax. Thanks for, and you were, aren't you going to school? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the school thing. I'm grinding it out. I'm grinding it out. Okay. For the for the same industry, but you know I don't. How's, I'm not, how's I'm it going? Uh. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> With, uh, loans due. I can tell you that. Much. Now, don't worry. <laughs> hey, trust me, you don't have to worry about the student loan. Come on, dude. I'm a black belt. I'm not paying my bills. Yeah. Give me a break. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't even open my mailbox. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> what is that about the community? Because I'll be honest too. As a Latino man, exactly La Raza, man. We don't. We're exempt from that. I, I swear, I hate opening mail, even we, if even if it's positive stuff. I'm not interested in opening the mail. Exactly. It's not reparations. It's it's ignorance and bliss that we want. Yeah, That's about it. reparations. I'm not interested. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Well, I thank you for stopping by. No problem, guys. Another buddy that we have coming in, uh, Cheeseface. Hey, bro, hop into the mic. Good, good to see you. And you too. I want to say thank you. For the present that you gave us. Thank you to you. Thank you to Mr. Twister. You guys uh, have been awesome to the hideout. 
Um, I know that you were there from very, very early on. We chat via the AOL for broadband instant messenger. I get those long, drawn-out emails all the time. Who, me? <laughs> Baby, if, my name is Carl Grossman, and that sometimes means long, boring, drawn-out letters to those who... But I, I do want to thank you, though, for coming in. I want to thank you for all your support, and uh, here's to uh, bigger and better things in the hideout, bro. Thank, thank you so much, man. You're welcome. You've given us more than we've given you as far as that goes. So. Nah, I love to hear stuff like that. Keep it coming. Keep yeah. it coming. Keep on. It's merely true. And now our other buddy who was here, um, PJ, Pimp Juice. Uh, you heard Poor Jackass. <laughs> you, you, hey, we can't even say some of the other stuff yeah. that we used to call him uh, back in the old days. An original hideout intern. You heard his voice throughout the draft recap. Do you want that for your uh, demo tape, by the way? Sure, if you want to give it to me. Of course sure. you can have that. No problem. Uh, welcome Pimp Juice back into the hideout, everybody. Unfortunately, we can also call him collateral damage because of something else that went down in the hideout. Yeah. But you're back. How are, how are things going? What do um, you want to do? They're all right. You know, still doing the karaoke thing. And uh, Monday I have a thing with DC 101, so. Oh, really? Yep. What's going on with DC 101? Uh, oh. um, a couple weeks ago before I went to Florida, I won this guest DJ spot to come in, but I was going down to Florida that week, so we rescheduled till Monday. Had an interview to intern with Elliot, didn't get that, but uh, Danielle, she's uh, she said she's going to help me out. Awesome, man. So what are you going to be? How long are you going to be a guest DJ on DC One? Just Monday, uh, like eleven to two or something like that. Uh, can I tell you, you're already better than Danielle. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to. PJ didn't say this. El Jefe has said this, but she's atrocious. She is god off. I'll tell you one thing. Go there, get your uh, on air time, but don't take any pointers from her. Yeah. No. Don't even listen to her. In fact, we've taught you everything you need to know. Open the mic and try not to be annoying like her. Right. I think that's the biggest. And this is probably ruining his guest yeah. spot. Yeah. Thanks. I'm just saying, this is something we've wanted to talk about for a while. Maybe Big O, Big o and Dukes need an intern. <laughs> they could. It'd be quite right. scattered chest. Uh, you'd get the job because they want to be just like us. Yeah, she does have uh, great mammary glands. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I saw her when I was in there interviewing. Is she hot in person? Yeah, she is. The midday chick at DC 101? What do you think? Remember our old midday, midday chick? Like, when we first started working there, she was pretty hot. And remember how piggy she got after yeah, a while? Yeah, they balloon up, man. Yeah. She's, she's got that. She's got a nice... Yeah, so she's she's fully uh, stacked down, huh? Yeah. Yes. You're already so better than her, dude. You, you, know do? what, you know what I hate? I'm, I'm all for affirmative action, being a Latino, but the fact that women have to be on middays at radio stations yeah. is so stupid. But well, we really need a female voice on the station. What? We're a rock station. Nobody listens to you in their office. It doesn't matter whether, whether or not you have a chick on in the middle of the afternoon. And you notice that most of the chicks, they have to, to, to guy up their voice. Yeah. Well, we're going to listen to this rock station. All right, we're going to play this tune. It's like they have to... And it's like we can't see your boobs on the radio. You're, no, you're of no use. We're going to sit there and tell me stories about you and Linkin Park. Yeah, doesn't HFS have, like, a really hot midday chick? You know what, though? She's good. Uh, yeah, I think Jen's good. He used to do that horrible night show with that guy on 98 Rock. Yeah, they're awful, too. But I want to say, see, I'm a radiophile like everybody else. You know, I love radio. That's the reason we're in the industry. Where's uh, Fat Albert? He's uh, eating in the back. Well, it's time for another pick. All right, so if we can get him in here for another pick. So anyway, I want to say thank you to all of you people for supporting the hideout, for stopping by. Um, in fact, we're going to do something with um, PJ. He's got the uh, karaoke that we're going to end up doing for uh, Sideshow. Sideshow dresses up as Sideshow Brittany. Now, Mike 
from rearview2.com is here. Oh, is he already? He's already here. The show is just flying by. So much going on. Wow. We may have to cut a round out of the draft, man. I don't know. Since all of us have picked oldie but goodies, you want which you, we'll talk about it during the yeah, break. I'll talk maybe about that during the maybe break. we should cut a category. Uh, maybe we should do something like that. Again, 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. Thank you to the Halloween Goddess, masterscostume.com. Phone number again for that? Uh, 540-341-2700. Also do tuxedos, masterstuxedo.com. Carl, Cheeseface, buddy, thank you to you. Uh, PJ, you're going to be sticking around. Fairfax, Mike. Such a pleasure to meet you. I want you to stop in more often. Man, I thought I thought you told me you got into the industry uh, for the ladies and the the yay. It's not about the coke and the horse. Yeah. Exactly. That's. I mean, that's why I got into it. It's going to cost me a lot, man. It's going to cost me a lot. And ironically, the coke and the horse at uh, coke horse radio schools, they all just. I don't know, man. You got some beautiful ladies in here right now, so I mean. Yeah, and I don't. Like, who's this friend you brought? I don't with think you got us. Who is this lady? Oh, th this is a drug lady. We were just talking about fairies. She's fantastic. She's, uh, this is a friend of mine. She's very into fairies, and um. Well, she'll love Tommy. <laughs> hey, we call her Tinkerbell. Goddamn, Dubs. Can you leave him alone for one night? He almost died this week. What are you doing? And where is Sideshow? And why is he not playing that drop? I don't know. <laughs> what is this that she's giving? I don't hold on. I don't even want to know what it is. Um, you want to talk into the mic? What? Who are you? What's your name? My name is Cream Fairy. And that is, I didn't okay. have whole cream to bring. So what I did was I picked up some generic type. Beverage for the fairies tonight, and that's half and half for the for a whole. fairy. Okay. And uh, now, oh, you were wow, you were whacked out. You were cool. <laughs> FA? No, it's a fact. I'm on the gay side. FA? Fairies are real. I, what kind of what kind of fairy? I mean, do you see them? Typical fairies. No, if you are they here? Well, I came here because I wanted to know if you could sponsor a dollhouse that I could decorate and put down by the river for the fairies. And if you leave cream, they will come. It's the other way around. All right, hold on a second. Hold and there's on. also an S&M fairy. What is going on right now? Hold on a second. How big are these fairies? Are they about 5'5"? Five, five? They're three apples high. I, I mean, there's... do you see them now? Are there any in the room? No, but I wanted to leave the cream here because so they will come when they're, they're very, very shy. And but, they, but they'll come out and they'll hang out in the hideout. If right, we, if we have cream, regular cream. But see, you're going to get a buy tonight because that's half and half. Because we have half and half. Right. Now, when did you first start seeing fairies? <laughs> I'm having a real interview here. You guys, shut up. There is a movie called Fairy, and it was made in England about two girls, and nobody believed them. And there's real fairies that are around. Now you this saw this movie, and there's also nymphs. So you saw this movie, you started seeing fairies. Now, I've actually never seen one that they leave gifts. Obviously. What kind of gift? Uh-oh. Cab fare? Empty beer bottles. <laughs> uh, tabs of acid. What is it that brings the fairies out? A donkey punch? Really? <laughs> they, they like cream. If you put little cups. Okay. Like, that's get it. little saucers and little cups from like a miniature dollhouse. God damn, I think we you found You put them all over your body. All right. And they will come and lick the cream. You have any more of that cream? I want I more with you. Some. Can you hang out for a little while? Sure. By the way, your cleavage I is amazing. You, oh, and you talk about mid-life crisis. Oh, is that you? Older women, would you like to see? 
Uh, you, what? I would. Uh, All right, hold, uh, yeah. uh, All right, hold on a second. Hold on. Let's get some control. That... All right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We got to get control. Let's go to line two right now, just for a brief moment. Um, I want to say thanks to this person. This person was the original person who believed in the hideout enough to let us do a live tape and throw us on the air. Cameron took over from there. Former operations manager, now night star extraordinaire, JV. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, fellas? How are you, man? I'm good, man. I can't believe you guys have made it a whole year. That, that's great. I'm glad they haven't kicked you guys off the air yet. That's what everybody's saying. We can't believe you made it a year. How the hell did that happen? I don't know, man. I'm just. I'm glad that I just threw all caution to the wind, and you know, I knew I had another job, and I said. Screw it. Let's just put these guys on the air. And that's what's so great is because JV was leaving here, unfortunately leaving his post here to go over to what is now Z104.com. Z104 again, that's right. Z104 again. And he was literally in his last weeks. And you know when you're in the last weeks, you just don't care. So he was like, yeah, let's throw, let's throw this hideout thing on and see what happens. And uh, it's stuck. And as much as Cameron has done a ton of stuff, it always pisses him off that I, I give JV some original thanks as well for not caring about JFK when he's on his way out the door. <laughs> and throwing, how are things over at Z104? Uh, everything's good, man. Um, yeah, I'm still loving it. I'm glad that I don't have to worry about the FCC like you guys do, so I go to bed with a smile on my face every night because of that. Yeah, but you don't have any crazy chicks coming in talking about fairies. No, I, I certainly don't. I, I have some chicks that want to flash me their boobs for concert tickets, but that's about as risque as it gets over there. God, I miss music radio. That yeah. music radio was that stuff no limit because yeah. most of the time you aren't even talking, the song's playing. That's when it gets really dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the rest of the time that I'm not talking, I can just be on the request line with all the ladies. That's what it is. Beautiful. Well, JV, I know you're probably out and about doing a ton of great things, but we do want to give you some thanks for being the original... Uh, very first guy that was like, what the hell, let's throw these guys on. Thank you very much, and I have to be honest with you, I did not check with anybody first, really, before you guys did the first live thing. <laughs> and it just, it just worked out that Alan somehow heard your CD somewhere in between Monday morning and Monday afternoon and thought you guys were great. So That's really cool. JV, much love, and I, I wish we would keep in touch a little bit more, man. You kind of disappeared off the face of the earth there, going over to Z104. Well, that's what I do, man. But, I, you know, we've got the email thing going on and instant message. I'll, I'll try to be better about that. I promise. All right, buddy. Thanks, bro. Have a good show, guys. All right, thanks. See ya. See ya. Dubs, if you'll hang him up. Pretend like you're running things over there. Well, I don't even know what's going on anymore. So I heard mention of bare breasts. Uh, yeah, I know. Hold on. <laughs> Fairfax might bring us back to the things that really matter. Let's focus. Matt Albert? You called me Fat Albert when I came in here. I want to be known as Chocolate Fairy. Thank you very much. Preferably sexual chocolate, because I am beautiful. There's not big enough wings to lift you off the ground, my man. In fact, I mean, going with the fairy thing, as I look at that side of the board, <laughs> there have been rumors, and the rumors are because you guys get along so well. I'm going to kick your ass. Bateman it. and... Uh, you can hit me, and it's not even going to hurt me. Why do you want to hate me, dude? You keep talking. <laughs> supposed to. It's a radio show. What do you want me to do? Keep talking trash. I'm gonna come after you. Where's sideshow? Did he tell you? Did he show you how to show uh, to set everything up with the picks? Um, hit number one apparently. All right, just hit number one. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFA. We're gonna have to do this one away from the podium because we have so many guests standing around it. Uh, the the fourth pick in the draft, please, Matt Albert. With the fourth pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft. 
<laughs> Taicho Skanks selects Scarlett Johansson in the missionary category. You'll recognize her from Lost in Translation. I don't understand the cheers for that pick. To me, that pick is way off. That's a horrible pick. There we go. Scarlett Johansson, Lost in Translation. She, there's no. She's super plain. Yeah. I'd pick Fairy Woman over her. At least you have some stories of that. Yeah, fairy woman, you're going to entertain us all night long, honey. Congratulations. you got a hideout pass as soon as you show us your uh, your goodies. Your wankers. <laughs> all right, let's take a commercial break. We need to take a commercial break. We're go- what we're- this is what we're going to do. The guys from rearview2.com are here. I want to bring in I want to bring in Mike because I want Mike to see the show that uh, fairy lady is going to put on. In the meantime, Halloween Goddess... Masterscostumes.com. Um, I just he, Tommy gave me your phone number and I crinkled it up because I didn't even know what I was doing. It's 540-341-2700. To get in touch with the Halloween goddess uh, in Warrington, she's going to dress up uh, Sideshow as Britney Spears. So we'll do that. So much more to go on in the hideout. This is what I want to do with you, though, okay? I want you to show me your stuff during the break first. And then I'm going to see if it's good enough for everybody else. Okay, fairy lady? Can we watch while that happens? Uh, no, because it's I, I don't I don't want you guys to get offended if you don't like, and I, I don't even well, I don't know what that stuff is that you're pouring out of the little berry dust. Okay, good. Is it cream? <laughs> cream? I was say is that the? Don't even worry about spreading that out. Just hold on a second, okay? No, rub it in. Bringing <laughs> her hands. All right, let's take a. All right, we're all good. <laughs> let's take a break. Let's come back. Fairy lady, you sit right here where Halloween goddess was. I can't wait to see this. We're seeing everything. God, shall we wait till I... she put in the fairy dust? Oh boy, are you okay, Dubs? I'm <laughs> tired. Are you really? I'm getting tired now. I'm 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 like getting ready to go. I'm excited. We got women here. Just, just hold on. All right, let's take a break. Let's take the break. We'll come back. We got to get control of the show. We've lost control of the show. It's the Hideout oh, no. 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout. We were talking about your mom, Dubs, and how she's probably done some really weird things to you. I want you to know that Put on sometimes, sometimes she listens to the show in the uh, illegal underground. Now I feel bad. God damn it. <laughs> Don't now, worry about it. Now I feel bad. She's a whore. <laughs> the Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFK. As the commissioner steps to the podium, second annual Fantasy Draft, Commissioner Matt Albert. With the fifth pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, Hefe's Hoochies select Angelina Jolie in the mouth select category. You'll recognize her from Tomb Raider. Didn't you pick her last year? I did. We can pick the same people we did last year? Yeah, it's a new year. It's a new oh, team. I, I thought we were keeping the same people and just added to the team. Oh, really? Yeah. That's how I envisioned it. But, hey, I didn't. I, even, can, I can do it your style, too. I didn't even think about it that way. I see, you know what? I'm willing to not have a player um, so that I could have Angelina again. You know what, though? I like it your way. I do like it if we already have those but, ladies. You know what? We're adding two new uh, teams to the conference, so I guess we should start. Yeah, it's like we're completely, we blew up the conference and we're starting over again. Okay. Monica Bellucci and Angelina Jolie so far on Hefe's Hoochies. 
It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dub. Well, well, we meet again, making your memory glands jiggle. Time to play the fiddler, whore! The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. And I want to welcome in Mike from RearViewTube.com. Hey, hey, have, hey, Dubs. How you doing? What's, What's up, going bro? on, man? Now, long time. Long time. It, it really is. I, here, let's do this, honey. Fairy lady, why don't you stand up? Because I want to I want you First. stand anyway. Right. And we'll let Mike sit First. down. This is fairy lady. This fairy lady. Very freak. Um, but, no, you can still stand over here. I still want to look at you. Um, fairy lady is oddly hot. Um, to use Ron Bennington's term, there's something, and I think it's the craziness. Uh, not, I mean, the craziness of the night com- coupled with everything else that makes her oddly hot because seeing fairies isn't crazy at all. No. It's perfectly natural. <laughs> I um, think everybody does. And leaving out creams. I mean, so everybody's been will, down to DuPont. So that they will go to the dollhouse down by the river <laughs> is, is perfectly natural. Um, however, I want to say what's up to a guy um, who was the very first in-studio guest hey, 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 hey. of the hideout. Mike, rearview2.com. I actually found the website thanks to the city paper, I guess it was. That's right. Um, about, I don't know, maybe 10 months ago, 11 months ago. And I saw this. I very rarely read the city paper, and I'm so happy I read it that one day because there's this whole layout on these entrepreneurs here in D.C. who have a website out, uh, rearview2.com. And with the website, you guys basically spotlight what is, to me, the best part of a woman. And that's the onion. Absolutely. The sweet apple. Absolutely. That ass. <laughs> Tell, oh, me, that ass. <laughs> Tell me about rearview2.com. Rearview2.com was uh, my brainchild about... Three years ago. I've been doing this now for about three years. And um, basically, I got the idea from a guy who has a website exactly like mine, who became a millionaire in two years. Wow. So I said, with all the tight jeans and the fat asses here in the D.C. area, you know, why not do it? And what's so funny about this website, and what I've talked to you about it before, is you walk around with a video camera. Yeah. And a lot of these chicks don't even know that they're going on the site, right? Ninety percent of them. And, oh, no. and to me, again, there's something that's maybe, actually, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> However, I also really dig it. Yeah. The yeah. fact that these girls are walking around D.C., and they got no idea that yeah, their they, ass is plastered all over the internet. They, no idea. They, they don't know it could end up on DC Rump Shaker or whatever, uh, whatever you video you got. Yeah, what are the name of the videos you got? Uh, we got, I have about 17 titles all together. Oh, wow. What was the last time you were in? There were like four or five, right? Yeah, like 17. Oh, you've been busy. Busy, busy. I had DC Rump Shaker, Butts in Motion, <laughs> one through five, actually. It's a five series, two hours each tape. Um, Jeez, uh, Puerto Rican Day Parade from New York City. Oh, two. What do you think about that, Fairfax Mike? Step up, some of our uh, friends are here to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the hideout. Me gusta la raza. That's all I, I want to say about that, man. La Boricuas, like um, like Miss J Lo. Noche de gala. I, I would love to ask my man a question now. Go ahead, Fairfax. As an expert, because you, you're now an expert in my eyes. Yeah. The new phenomenon. 
the new phenomenon. White what, girl what, with big ass. Exactly. What do you attribute that to? Do you attribute that to, the, is it this cut of jeans? Is it hormones in the milk? Are we finally blended down to that beautiful beautiful ethnic pot that we're going to be? What is exactly going on? What it is. Help me. It's the MSG and the uh, Korean carryouts. That's what it is. <laughs> that explains it. That explains exactly it. it is. I think, this is in. I yeah. think it's the steroids that we have in the food. Brother Fairfax, Mike, you are so right on par. One of the questions I have written down right here is... Number four, notice even white girls now have booty. It's I feel guilty half the time. I'm driving in my ride. I look over and blank. Look to the right, blank. You can't go anywhere without... It's out there, man. Now, the part of, it, is in. part of it is the fact that, I mean, just America itself is getting fatter. And as people get fatter, they become more voluptuous. Then they start to work out. But you usually don't lose the ass. Exactly. Or you just tighten it up. You just firm it up. Yeah, voluptuous is in though. I mean, oh, when, are, when are the ladies gonna get that? Voluptuous is in. Skinny minis don't work. Voluptuous is in. We old men like them thick, like bricks. That's well, it's always it been in with me. And that's what that's why you pick Scarlett Johansson. I'm like what? That's why I, I dig a chick like Monica Bellucci. You look at her, she's just so so nice and oh, curvy and uh, the hourglass figure. That is back. Do, do you guys have uh, Thelma from Good Times on your list? <laughs> You're giving stuff away. <laughs> well, that's for later drive picks. Again, Mike from RearViewTwo.com joining us in studio. Uh, a previous guest of the hideout, Dubs. What what was your, uh, your? You've been to the site. What do you dig most about that site? Well, I mean, I think we've covered it already. Just the amount of ass on it, and I love the creative titles that all the videos have, like DC Rump Shaker and uh, just volumes one through five of just ass. Nothing but ass everywhere. Now, one of the funny things is, like, you know, like you said, 90% of the girls don't even realize that they're getting filmed. Right. Where are some of the places you go other than the Puerto Rican Day Parade? All the local D.C. summer events, uh, like Unifest. How about this? I'm riding the Metro today. Metro is crazy because of IMF protesting and the pro-choice rally that's going on tomorrow. Are you going to be at these events? Am I keeping you from working? Uh, now I am. I had no idea this was going on, but thanks, Hef. You, uh, <laughs> we may have another video taken. Because here's the thing. How about this? Pro-choice asses. There you go. Because those are girls you can get into. Girls or, that got big booty in that are into abortion. You should look into that. Granola. Granola has a, is a good source of protein. It's making them thicker, too. It's nice. Yeah. The choice of ass. Yeah. Yes. The choose, choice. choose ass. Choose ass. The hideout. But, you know, have, actually, we're expanding. Uh, my partner that was here with me last time, Pierre LePew. Yeah, I remember Pierre. He's my roaring reporter out in L.A. right now. I told him if we had a chance, we could call him on a cell phone. He's kind of like waiting for us to call him. Oh, okay. Let's, uh, why don't you write down that? phone number and we'll see if we can get uh, Tommy to get him on the phone. Tommy too also check in with Bo Lee and to let her know that we're running just a little bit behind but that we will definitely get with Bo Lee. Um, and what about this? Now you notice the white girls let's see if we can pass that on to Tommy. You notice the white girls got booty. What about Asian girls? When are Asian girls going to start getting booty? It's it's starting to turn actually. It's starting to turn. It's actually you know what you get is you get like the third, fourth generation, maybe Filipino, maybe Vietnamese, you know, from the Pan Pacific. So they blend in with the culture and it's 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 getting better. It's all getting better. Now let me tell you this too. It's an it's an American thing. Okay. Exactly. It's very again, I I think it goes back to us being a fat country, but I was on the metro again and I saw like this group of and this was a beautiful sight, I'll be honest with you. At Union Station, they got on the red line. It was like seven or eight 
chicks from Sweden, and they had like Sweden pass, like Swedish passports, and like they weren't, they were speaking Swedish or whatever the hell it is they speak. So hot, but I was, you know, but I was sitting and they were standing, and at eye level, sagging jeans. Uh, disappointing, sagging jeans. Dubs, do you, out of anybody, anybody part of anything, what do you prefer? What what turns you on the most when it comes to a chick? Most when it comes on uh, forehead. Yeah, forehead. It has to be the forehead <laughs> because there's nothing more unattractive on a chick than a chick that has a too high of a forehead or too short of a forehead because they wear their bangs too low. Mm -hmm. It has to be a very proportionate forehead. Mina Savari. Right. All right. Yeah. She looks like a mongoloid, doesn't she? No, uh, Je uh, Jessica Simpson. Same thing. I can't get into her. She's got the large forehead. But right, how about this? Who has the best famous ass? The best one out there right now. And don't tell me it's J Lo. Yeah, nah, J Lo's. I think she's. She's not even in the top ten. I'd, I'd probably say famous ass Lisa Ray. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. And you know what? She's a cutie. For those of you that maybe don't know, for the white people listening, uh, Lisa Ray Players Club. She was the lead chick in Players Club. Uh, you, you still aren't helping out the white people. <laughs> yeah, really. It is. Uh, what, what, she's on a show right now on uh, WB or UPN or one of those. The show that Jada Pinkett Smith and uh, Will Smith are producing. She's on, uh, she's on that show. She's a cutie. Again, you're throwing it on the WB. <laughs> white people don't know. Fresh Prince, too. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, though, as far as white girls, who has the best ass on TV? Who's that? Um, she played six on Blossom. Oh, oh. Parker's now. Yes. Oh, oh no, goodness. Jenna Van Oy. Jenna Van Oy. All right, Matt Albert has that. What is it? Jenna Van Oy. Exactly. Six. Oy. You know, what is it about those chicks that played, they were like in high, I guess they played teenagers and then they grew up and they're pretty high because she's hot. Mm. Oh, that Parker's is an awful show, but I do watch it to look at her. And then the other one, too, is uh, the Punky Brewster. Yeah. Celia Moove Pride. Yeah, she is beautiful now. She hosted something for VH1. And I was like, get out of here. In fact, i got to write that down. That may be a pick later on. You gave me Thelma from Good, good Times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Celia Moon Fry as I write these down for my next picks in the Hideout Fantasy Draft. Rearview2.com. We got Pierre on the phone. I think we got Pierre live from L.A., I believe is what it is. Let's try that. Roving reporter. Roving reporter. Pierre Lake Pew, welcome back into the hideout, brother. Oh, thanks for welcoming me back, and I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm in L.A., man. What are you doing? I'm, in, I'm out here filming all kinds of uh, areas from all different types of nationality. I got Cuban, Puerto Rican. Uh, Indian and uh, Indonesian I like Latino. It, you know what, all kinds of brown vets out here. You know what's so great is that as the world globalizes, RearView2.com yes. globalizes as well. Astronomically. I, <laughs> that's what I remember about Pierre Le Pew. He's yeah. got all the great Astronomically. Puns. Astronomically. I'm over, here, I'm over here at CBS Studios at the Farmer's Market, and, man, I tell you, I see the best butts you haven't seen in your now, life. Are you, getting, I mean, are you getting any famous asses? Like, you, you're I mean, filming those? Well, I haven't seen any famous asses, but I've seen a lot of manhole cover-sized asses. <laughs> I mean, the, these anuses over here, buddy, are so perfectly formed, they almost look like uh, Play-Doh shaped. <laughs> oh, I, I love these butts, man. Oh, they're deliciously looking. They're appetizing. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Pierre. All right. all right. Thank you for joining us, man. Good luck in L.A. And uh, too bad you couldn't be in studio, but I understand what you're doing. Thank you, brother. All right. Uh, Rearview2.com.
Um, what about troubles? We mentioned it earlier. You walk around. Have, has, have you gotten in any legal trouble yet for filming women's asses without their knowledge? Because here's the thing. A lot of chicks, they don't go on these websites. You know what I mean? So, And I don't know if, if any women could even recognize no, their ass. Only, exactly. That's why I don't show faces. Yeah, the only way they'd really be able to tell is maybe if they had a certain pair of jeans that they knew and, you know. That would be, like, the only way. What no the, one knows what their ass looks like. What are the chances of a chick's rolling around in D.C. that her ass is probably on your website? Uh, probably about a good 85%, because I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere from Georgetown to Berry Farm Southeast. I'm everywhere. You can't get away from me. Berry Farm. Now, you guys dedicated. You got to go. You, you know you're dedicated when you're in Berry Farms taking pictures of oh, you been Oh, you've been attacked yet? No, 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 no. Now, Actually, I grew up in that area. So. No, I'm talking about just by anyone who notices what you're doing. I, I've, I've had uh, sharp looks and everything, but, you know, I keep my distance. Now, how do you uh, hide it when you're uh, taking pictures, or do you hide it? Yes, when I'm outside, does. I don't hide it. Uh, especially at all these events, you maybe one out of a hundred guys that have video cameras. So yeah. But when I'm in the malls and stuff like that, you know, you have to conceal. Um, camera phone? No, nah, not camera phones. No, because he yeah, he, he uses video. Video. Yeah. Oh. Just not pictures. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, and that's the, the, you can go and get previews on RearView2.com. Yeah. The best thing that I like this this cat has, Mike, is that there are girls who are in a kitchen. Oh, how does yeah. how does this happen? What happens here? Hey man, I have about twenty five hundred business cards, and anytime I see a fat ass, I just pop out a business card. You know, they get paid on the spot in cash. If they want to do it, they do it. We how much do you usually throw? Fifty dollars for jeans to start, a hundred dollars for thongs. Do you, but you don't ever go beyond though, do you? Or or, or do you see naked? No, no nudity. And, and no you know nudity, what? no sex, no pornography. Let me say this, too, because this is, this is an ode to the ass, then. This is something that's classy. And the reason I say that, a lot of times you'll see a chick, and you see her in the jeans, and it is just, you're, it brings a tear to your eye. It's so beautiful. Been crying all day. But then, you know, she gets undressed, you know, whoa. What happened? They just fell. It's, yeah, yeah can see things are popping out everywhere, and you got it looks like midgets fighting, trying to get out of a trash bag. Yeah. So I like the fact that they don't get completely nude, right. and it keeps you tasteful. Yep. Um, it's I guess you got 18 and up, I suppose. Oh, yeah. But no doubt about it. Um, I've had some who've even wanted to get nude, and I'm just you know it's enough of that on the internet already. Yeah, Look at that, carving out his niche. When we finally get RadioHideout.com up and rolling, we're definitely going to put a link to Rearview 2. Because, again, I'd say out of everybody here, just by a show of hands, ass. Who's what's ass? Is that a favorite? Everybody, it's myself. Yeah, fairy lady. Fairy lady appreciates ass. She likes fairy ass. Fairy ass. Now, fairy lady, I want you in here for Mike. Because you said last segment that you were willing to disrobe. Will you disrobe with Mike here? I don't know. I don't have much ass. Well, let's see. Embarrassed. Oh, get on. Let's get her on mic. Let's Tommy get her on mic or Fairfax Mike. You're in the business. Yeah. Get her on the mic. Step up to the mic. Is this something that you maybe would be willing to do? Because this guy, how about this? Do you, do you ever rate an ass? Because I remember when I was in uh, high school, South Grand Prairie High School. He told this story not too long ago, that uh, we had cards that we had. And it was Ass Watchers of Grand Prairie. All right, enough with the fairy dust. Mike didn't come in here for fairy dust. And we would give these women cards on the rating their ass, you know, between 1 and one and 10, with 10 being a great ass. We would now like to rate you, fairy lady. If you would please, 
do what you need to do so that we can get a positive view of what you are carrying. The junk in the trunk, if you will. Drum roll, please. Are you willing to do this? Are you going to do this? Okay, okay, but, you know, I think that the guy over in the corner there needs S&M Fairway because he's just sitting there being lazy. He's disciplined. You, I don't need discipline. You need you discipline. You need a... You need to just do what he says or get out. All right? I don't need any discipline. To make you squeal. No. no. What? Shut your mouth. I don't need anything. Yes, you do. I don't need a goddamn thing. I don't need to tell me. You're my mom. Did don't your mom have to be your mom? No. They're old enough, yes. Did your mom... And your older person talking about... This. Hold on. Is your mom looking anything like this? Because that could be sexy. No, it couldn't be sexy. <laughs> All right, let's take a commercial break. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for coming in, man. I mean, seriously, what do you what do you have cards or something? Yeah, Brooklyn there, right? Dubs, uh, some posters. You can take them home, put them in your bathroom or your kitchen. <laughs> That's where I get the best lighting in my house. And just to let you know, I did a video shoot today that was just out of this world. Where were you? In my kitchen. Oh, in oh, the right on. Yeah. So it's all thongs, lace panties. Actually, she's on the website now. This is her second video shoot. Her name is Bubbles. She's the new Rearview 2 poster girl phenomena. If we ever have any questions about asses, can we call you? Call me. Can you be the official ass master of the I hideout? I'm the ass master of the world. Uh-oh, look at this. Fairy lady wants to show you a little something. All right. Now, that's that's old lady ass, but it's still kind of cute, no? Uh-oh, oh, not... boy, old lady ass, I give it I give it about a seven. Old lady ass seven, grading on a it's curve. It's about the jump. I mean, if it don't have no jump in it. Yeah. Oh, and then, now, by the jump, is that where from the small of the back and, and then it jumps yeah, out? Jump. Do you see how in touch I am with the community, Jay? Oh, I'm, I'm totally out of the loop. <laughs> Jay Dubs, it's like you, we're, we're sitting here and we're speaking uh, Chinese or something. You are. This whole. Uh, I have no idea. Jump. I think everybody's just hopping around. I have no idea what's going on. Well, if you can sit a glass on top of it and, like, stays there. A lot of jump. The jump off right there. That is cute. I, I got I to gotta say. Serena man. Williams. Mega jump. Jump. Is that, so is that the best athlete ass then? Serena Williams, no doubt? Who has the number one ass in the world right now? Who is it? Now, we talked about celebrities, but, I mean, let's include people from all, all realms. Who has the best ass in the world right now? Well, not being selfish, but I'd have to say Bubbles, my Rearview 2 poster girl. All right, get on that website. i got to see this. I got, is yeah, she up yeah, now? Yeah, she's up. Is she a preview? Yeah, we got a preview of it, too. Oh, yeah. Rearview2.com. I'd, I'd have to say definitely Serena, but for sentimentality, I'd, I'd go with Janet. I mean, I have a question on her since she was Penny. Janet time. Jackson? Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. I hate that skink right now. She ruined radio. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is she's true. killing us. I think you got to scroll down and then hit God. enter. Look at that. I'm telling have you been to the website, Fairfax Mike? No, I haven't. I'm telling you, this is a beautiful website. I don't that's bubbles. This is gonna be my home. Oh, wow. My God. You can't import that. Alright, yes, bubbles is good. And we have a preview clip if you uh All right, hit up. That is Americana, my friend. Bubbles as uh Bubbles is in the oh, go back up to Bubbles, man. Oh my hit, god. Hit the update. Hit the sample clip right there. It looks like it's fixing to explode. <laughs> Yeah, we just did a shoot on her today. She's uh, she's something else. All right, and if on the free sample clip, she's shaking it with the pants on. Wow, look at that jiggle. It looks like a heart, doesn't it? It is, and that's what. It, oh, and now she's dancing on the stairs in her thong. All right, hey, standing ovation, <laughs> everyone. Review, <laughs> review two dot com. Mike is here from that. 
Brother, thank you for coming in, man. Right. And we're going to check in with time. you. Anytime. And I'm serious, man. At some point, I want to go out on a shoot. I want to go hang out with you. And in fact, man, I would almost wish that... Uh, look at Dubs. As Dubs ignores me now and just keeps looking at bubbles on the website. A much nice longer butt. clip of her in the membership section. A much longer clip. It's like two 50-second uh, clips in the membership section. All right, beautiful. Membership section, rearview2.com. Thank you so much for coming in. All right, man? Appreciate um, it. Dubs, we're also doing something tonight where we're highlighting various songs. First, did you get your pick to Matt Albert? I got my pick to him. Let's go ahead and We're just waiting for it. We'll do the pick, and then we'll come back with the, then we'll do the song. So let's go ahead and step up and uh, do the pick, if you will. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFK. With the sixth pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft. The, All right, the, hold on a second. Commissioner Matt Albert. You're basically saying the same thing every time, and you've gotten progressively worse. Is, is Does Paul Tagliabue improv? No. We're not asking you to improv. We're asking you to fill in the blank. I'm, I'm having trouble with the bombing of the Mavericks right here, right next to me. Mavericks are up by eight. Shut your ass. Don't lose. All right, go do this. Don't spill fairy lady. Don't spill the, the fairy cream. All right, give me the pick. Dubs' Treehouse selects Bowley Spears in the backdoor sluts category. You'll recognize her from Tuck It Baby one more time. Sadly, you can't deny it. I had that on mine. So you now did? I've got to readjust. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> After thinking about it for a second. I can't even stand up right now. I've got to readjust my lineup now. Let's do his song. Let's come back with Bateman's pick. And we got to get you dressed up because we got to get Bowley on the phone next. All right? It's the hideout. Uh, One-year anniversary as Fairy Lady is now grabbing my ass. Hey, babe, are we going to get to see them things or what? All right, we're going to play music right now. Let's see them. Come on. We're going to play the music. Show them during the song. I'm serious. Stand I'm up. I'm back away from this podium, Matt Albert, Commissioner Matt. Are you sh all right? All right, hold, all right. Let's go to song because now it's getting really dirty. We'll be right back. It's the hideout. What is the song, Doug? This is Corporate Avengers. Voting doesn't work. It's the hideout on JFK. <laughs>
Be my friend. And J Dubs. I'm your best friend. Remember that. Dial the phone, Gina. Live until 11 on 106.7. What kind of friend are you? WJFK. Baby, can't you see? Now it's time for my anniversary present. Yeah, rearview2.com was my anniversary present. Again, Mike from there. We will have links up on radiohideout.com very soon. I love that guy. I'm serious, man. I love that guy. I love his website. I love everything that he's about. And the fact that he doesn't do pornography or specifically nudity makes me even happier. The fact that he keeps it classy, if you will. Um, I mean, you got to respect a guy who has boundaries and sticks to them. Because imagine it. A girl says, hey, I want to take my clothes off your website, too. Nah, I'll pass on that. But oh, keep the thong. You know what? I forgot to ask him. If he bangs those chicks. I know we asked him that last time, but I wanted to know if he ever had sex with the girls on the website. That wouldn't be professional. I, I think he does have boundaries, and I'd, I would guess no. If he doesn't do nudity, he's not going to you know, sleep with them. Well, no, he's not doing nudity for the purpose of the website. But that doesn't mean that he's not sleeping with them. Because he's a Christian man. I don't know about <laughs> that either. He's an entrepreneur of the highest level, and i got to say kudos to him. Now, speaking of entrepreneurs... Um, th- th- let's recap everybody on what this show is. Yeah. This is a hideout special. It is the one-year anniversary of the hideout. We're doing the hideout fantasy draft, which we are way behind on, so we're going to have to... We're have never going to get through it all. We're going to have to have a speed round. Yeah. Probably 9.30, we're going to have our speed round. Mm-hmm. All right? So be ready, fat boy, because there's going to be a lot of talking for you during that. Okay, I'll stumble over everything. <laughs> a little, a lot of talking, a lot of analyzing. And what we're doing, though, during this year is we are bringing back previous guests who we, we thought are classic. And amazingly enough, we found two new guests in the hideout that I think are gold. First, there's Alex, uh, Alexandra Robbins, yeah. who wrote that sorority book called Pledge, The Secret Life of Sororities, alexandrarobbins.com. I'm really looking forward to reading through that, too. It sounds She was on earlier, exposed a lot of secrets about sorority life, even more in the book, which I'm looking forward to. Fairy lady is running around somewhere. We need to keep an eye. Yeah, we got to keep. All right, let me just explain real quick what fairy lady is before she comes back. She's in the green room. She's like a 40, what do you think she is, 40-something? 43. She is, you asked? No, but I, I sense it. 43 years old, and she's like, she's voluptuous, but she's, she's also old lady-ish. Yeah. But you know when she was young, she was probably smoking. From the neck down, she's like a seven and a half. From the neck up. I'm not sure. Would you would you hit it? Would you lose your virginity to her, Matt Albert? If I was on something. Don't lie. Don't lie. Her. Like in what position? Her. I have to look at. Hey. Her or Tommy? Who are you picking? I'm going to keep uh, So confused. <laughs> so confused. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> why are you even joking about that? What's wrong with you? You can tell that he's serious. I'm so confused. 
Um, so that was one thing that we had. So that, those are just previous. Those are guests that we found that I think are going to be good to the hideout in the next year. I, I was smoking outside earlier, mm -hmm. and she came out and she's like, "What do you have against old people?" <laughs> I'm like, "I got nothing against old yeah, people." Yeah, Dubs is real annoyed by her. Yeah, Dubs borderline hates this lady. He's like, because we wanted to switch positions in the studio, and he was like, "No, I don't want to sit next to her. I'll punch her." <laughs> so that's good radio. Um, Halloween goddess is here to dress up. Uh, sideshow is Sideshow Brittany. Halloween Goddess from Masters Costumes, Masters Tuxedo. You can get a dot .com on the end of both of those and check that out. Uh, she is located in Warrington, Virginia, 540-341-2700. Is that the correct phone number? It's all scribbled over here. And the reason we're dressing up Sideshow is Sideshow Brittany is because we are again welcoming back a favorite guest of the hideout, someone who was constantly talked about and referred to Believe it or not, they may not believe this, but Dubs, I'm going to allow you to introduce, actually, your last draft pick in the Hideout Fantasy Draft in the Backdoor Bunnies category. J-Dubs selected our guest on line 10, Bowley Spears. Bowley, welcome back into the Hideout. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> Congratulations on being selected in the second round by J-Dub's Treehouse. I'm so excited. I could just spit. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, Boley, we found you on a website. How did we come across Boley initially, Tommy? Uh, one of the mixed martial art websites I visit uh, has an underground forum, and they said, hey, check out this hot Britney chick. And then I was like, wow, she's pretty hot. And then you click, and then you see, you know, Bo Lee without any makeup on. And I'm like, i got to get hefty with this one. Yeah, this because you go, and you're like, wow, this chick is beautiful. BoleeSpears.com, B-O-L-E-E, Spears.com. Right there on the front page, you look, and there are the pictures of what you would think are Britney Spears herself. I mean, you're just gorgeous, Bo Lee. And then if you're, if you're on RichardLand.com... You go and you find out you're really a dude. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how how's business? What do you do for those uh, hideout listeners that are that are new to you? What what is your uh, what's your angle? Uh, normally, I do drag show functions where I will lift things to Britney and I'll dance. I'll do the whole shamil for that, like big club venues. Um, right now, I'm taking under a project where I'm going to actually play Britney as a cameo part in an independent film called Diva Las Vegas, which will be coming out soon. Wow, you're moving up in the ranks. Yeah, I know I'm really excited. You know what's and so... My, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt real quick. What's so funny is the last time we had Bo Lee on, you didn't have the southern accent. No. You now you're so much Britney Spears you that you're... kind of adapted to it. Because aren't you in, like, Pittsburgh or something? I'll be over county. Okay, and now and now all of a sudden you got... But I like that, though. That's, yeah. that's helping me get into the whole situation a little bit more. Um, so you're gonna play Britney in a in a in a movie? Yeah, just a little part. It's nothing. It's nothing huge, but you know, it's it's a start. Uh, how now, Britney? I guess the last time we talked to you, Britney had kind of fallen off the face of the earth, and now she's back hard. She's back with a bang. How has business been for you since the new album came out? Give us give us a little sum of that, Tommy. Give me some toxic. I'm into that. It's crazy. No, not give me toxic. I want to hear toxic. That's my favorite. Go ahead, Bowley. It's been it's been really crazy because especially with our new routines, like really like damned up in the you know sexual atmosphere. But it's cool because I can pick up a older audience, and it's not like little kid birthday parties anymore. It's like the clubs want me, and 
You, you were actually at little little kid birthday parties. <laughs> yeah. Really? Wow. How, how does it now? How do you make your money? I mean, do you do people say, "Hey, we got to get this Britney Spears impersonator," and they they go to BullySpears uh, dot com, or what happens? Actually, um, most of uh, the business that I've got has come through Richard, but every now and then I'll get like an email online and. You know, they'll be asking about me or who I am and where I'm from. Give me a number, and then we just go from there. I love, I like the new accent. Is it just me, or does it really seem like we're talking to Brittany, Doug? Oh, I'm, I'm totally enthralled. <laughs> Engorged. Turgid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we got the picture. Um, let, now, you have, tell us more about the site. What all are you going to have on BowleySpears.com? Well, once I get to the place where I want it to be, I want to have it where I'll have an update weekly or something, or just an email for me to the people who do follow. Um, right now, it only has a link to my journal, but my biography will be up tomorrow from what I hear from Richard, and after that, we're going to go from there. I'm going to have something where I can be more intimate with the people who come online, maybe put some videos up, something like that. Because we, uh, we're going to get our website finally up and rolling, RadioHideout.com. There's no doubt that you are going to have a link because you're constantly coming up in the hideout. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're all, referenced all the time. You're the benchmark, almost, of hotness, which is really, really weird. What does that say about the show that we're all enthralled with the Britney Spears drag queen? What kind of following do you have? Um, well, you know, like, it definitely ranges. Uh, there's little kids who do come to my site that don't know that I am a man, so... I'll get, like, 14-year-old boys telling me how hot I am through emails or an message. <laughs> and then you go into the men's room, and they're like, hey, wait a second, what's going on? You're scarring kids. <laughs> no, he's not. Generation. Um, now, what about, like, what about their dads? How do their dads react to you? I think the dads are more excited than little kids, and the kids think I'm a girl, and the dads know I'm a boy, but they're still really excited. I'm telling you, like, here's the thing. All right, let me let me say this. And for our friends here, I don't know if you've been to BowleySpears.com. We've mentioned it a ton, and I know a lot of the listeners have gone to check it out. We had a fight, actually. Dubs and I had a fight the first time we interviewed you as to who would get sloppy seconds, but let's move beyond that. The, the other fight that we had was about three months ago after Passion of the Christ came out, because I'm into this Monica Bellucci, and... I was I was defying Dubs to name a person who was hotter than Monica Bellucci, and Boli is the one that he said. And Definitely. In fact, Dubs basically sat out the entire segment and just stared at your website and just stared at Bolisfears dot com the whole time. You're hot. <laughs> what kind of a love life do you have right now? Um, I've actually been with somebody for nine months. Oh, no. so, well, breaking everywhere. Yeah. Matt Albert, would you lose your virginity to bowling? Only if it was tucked. <laughs> it would count. Yeah. Would it not count? Hold on. Well, I don't, I don't want to bring him in yet because we're going to bring him in a second. I want to debut. Uh, one of the things we've done is we've dressed up one of our uh, our show members as you. As in, uh, because we want to see you in person. In fact, the big thing was that we wanted to have you at our first live show. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, but whenever we, we become big wigs enough, uh, we want to fly you out so that you can be part of the live hideout broadcast. How old are you? 19. 
Oh, she used to weigh young. You're my age. Shut up, man. Yum, yum. <laughs> I think I feel a hookup coming on. Now, now, what about this though? Do you do you find that you got like this pressure to try to stay thin? I mean, are you working out a lot? Because I'm sure there's this amazing pressure on Brittany. Is this is there the same kind of pressure on a male impersonator? Yeah, even more so because you know, like. It's easy for her to have that small frame, but for me, I really got to push myself to stay on a diet and just drink water and no pop and no alcohol and none of this, none of that. What is really disturbing almost about this interview is she goes in and out from more of a guy voice to a girl voice back to a guy voice. Hey, can you talk like really butch for me just for a second? Hey, boys, what's up? <laughs> But you know what's so funny? That's as butch as it gets. If that, yeah. You're such a girl. I mean, you're not. I mean, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, do you ever feel like it was a mistake that you were born as a dude? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think I'm exactly going down that road. It's more or less, you know, it's cool to be able to play both sides of the field. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Now, how, how would it think of Brittany having sex in Bowley? That would that's a dream that's a dream video right there. Do you have those kind of fantasies, Bowling? I'd do Brittany. Would you? Yeah. Now who's who's the sexiest chick that's out there right now? Um, either Brittany or Angelina Jolie, one of the two. I got Angelina Jolie on my team. We're uh, drafting women. What about dudes? I got you, so what yeah. <laughs> Dubs has you on his team. What about dudes? What kind of dudes are you into? What do you what do you look for? Hmm, definitely not Justin Timberlake. He's like. Do you like manly guys or do you like more femme guys? Vin Diesel pot. Huh? Vin Diesel pot. Ah, uh, that's me. <laughs> now that I now that I've shaved my head, many people say you look a lot like Vin Diesel. A shorter George George Costanza looking Vin Diesel. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. What about a uh, six foot three, four hundred pound black nineteen year old virgins? You into that at all? I'll never come across. I'll never say never. Uh, yes! Look at you, Matt Albert. You got a chance, bro. <laughs> As Fairy Lady puts uh, uh, fairy dust all over him. All right, Bully, can you hang on the phone? I want to. Let's bring in Sideshow Brittany. I want to see uh, our our member who we made him talk his member. So so that we can make it feel like Sideshow is... In fact, you move. You move, Matt Albert. Everybody move. I want Sideshow Brittany standing right there. Do we there. have an ass contest between Fairy Lady and... Sideshow Brittany? Yeah. What else is going on, Bo Lee? You want anything you want to plug that, uh, in the upcoming future? Are we ever going to see you in the D.C. area unless we fly you out? Um, I'm sure I could stop by. Like, I always go down to uh, Virginia to visit Virginia Tech and in Roanoke. Oh. So, actually, you should, you should so swing by. You should so swing by. You gotta be dressed up though. You would make Dubs's. You would make Dubs's day. Now, oh, how I mean, about how about the female listener or female uh, fans? Are they into you as well? I mean, are they? Do they dig you just as much as the as the as the old men or what? There's there's you either get the very negative females who don't like it because you're prettier than them, or you get the females who love you just because they're going to Britney and. Like, I don't want to say I'm as close as they're going to get to Britney, but, like, some people, I think they, like, push Britney onto me because they want to know the real one so bad. Do you have a regular job, or is this how you're making all your income? I make most of it this way, but I, I also do paint the interior of houses and do, like, cleaning. Oh, okay. All right, all right let's bring in Sideshow Britney. Let me see Sideshow Britney. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right, this is beautiful. All right, turn down the music. We got Sideshow, who we just up uh, <laughs> earlier. Um, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sad thing. Sorry. Uh, we probably will have to wait for Brittany to come back, but we'll talk to... Um, wow, Sideshow. Who has, does that, who has a camera? Did anybody bring the camera? I take All right, good. Halloween Goddess is taking pictures. Uh, Sideshow Brittany is here. <laughs> He's got like this. Uh, describe the outfit, if you would, please, uh, Halloween goddess. Okay, we have a green lame pair of pants with a green fuzzy lame uh, and marabou feather trimmed halter top, the trademark Britney headset, and her sunglasses, flawed wig. <laughs> you know who you look like. You look like Twiggy Ramirez from, uh, from the uh, Mechanical Animals days. And the boobs are just uh, and so you, firm. And no, you know what he looks like? He looks like John 5. Yeah, or John 5, With too. the blonde hair. He's got the fake breasts that Fairfax Mike just cannot get enough of. Stop. Back off. <laughs> As Fairfax Mike makes his move, is Bowley back on? Okay. Now I got. All right, Bowley, you have no problem uh, competing with our Britney Spears impersonator. No problem at all. No, because you are so much hotter. Hey, now how, this actually brings up an interesting question. Uh, <laughs> Sideshow, I noticed you got like you got your happy trail going. Like you have, you need to shave a little. Yeah. The- a full body shave would do him good. He'd be a fine woman <laughs> around the belly button area. How, how, mu- how much? How much shaving do you have to do, Bully? I'm actually not that at all. I got lucky. <laughs> so you're not a very hairy kind of guy? No. Let me see your pits, uh, Sideshow Brittany. Nah. Did you shave? Do you shave your underarms? Absolutely not. What is... Oh, all right. I'm, I don't want to get wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, please. Just... Uh, did you have something, Matt? Yeah, with his boxer shorts, like, all hiked up over the pants. He looks like Marky Mark Britney Spears. <laughs> all right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, Bo Lee, yeah. I, I want our sideshow, Brittany, to perform for you. So he is going to sing us a song, and I want you to uh, to rate him, if you would. Is that okay? Sure. All right, give me crazy. All right? You don't have any lyrics? I don't care. I want you to go with it. I just want you to make it up as you go. Oh, boy. Turn it up. Put the, put the reverb on. Help him out a little bit. Oh, you don't even know. You, all right, you, you know how. Never mind. You feel it. Now, whenever you hear Britney, are you sick of Britney Spears' music, Bowley, or do you dig it? I dig it. You still like it even to this day? Yeah. Come on. Sing. Side you drive show. me crazy. Oh, wait a second. I can't hear the song. I'll give him those headphones. All right, hold on. Here we go. This is so disturbing. Those those fake boobs are huge. I don't know what's bigger. Those are fairy ladies. Alright. He got attacked by fairy ladies. Stop it. Sing. Baby, 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 one more time. All right. All right. 
No. Oh, my gosh. This is the most disturbing thing I've ever been a witness to. Oh, God, no more. <laughs> fair, fair, Fairfax Mike threw a dollar at him. <laughs> he gyrated like he knew how. <laughs> uh, Bo Lee, rate that if you would. One to five. Five uh, being horrible, one being great. Kind of sounds like Polly Shore on drugs. <laughs> it looks like it, too. Oddly, it looks enough, it. oddly enough, it's like it's son-in-law here at the JFK compound. <laughs> I, so I think it's more biodome, but that's me. <laughs> uh, Bo Lee, you have anything else you want to... Dubs, do you want to profess your love for Bo Lee now? I think I already have. Um, no, to, faith, uh, profess it to her. Bo Lee, I think you're beautiful. And I think I'm in love with the man now. I, you can isolate that all you want. Now, have you found the? Have you converted any men? Would you say, Bowling? Um, I don't One. think I did. I think they converted themselves. Oh, so you're saying this is something yeah, that was? Yeah, you're the straw that broke the camel's back, and a few of them, I guarantee it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, dude. <laughs> Seriously, dude, I guess. You're awesome, dude. We love BoLeeSpears.com. We want to keep checking in with you. Let it keep us up to date. I mean, twice a year isn't enough. And we definitely need to get you in uh, D.C. sometime uh, to see you perform and uh, check out everything like that. BoLeeSpears.com. B-O-L-E-E Spears.com. So, um, Bolee, thank you so much for joining us. In high hey, say, can you say one more thing, actually? Let's get her to cut a liner. Okay. Uh, that way we can give uh, free publicity to your website all the time. We play it in these little things that we go to and come back from commercial in. So say, hi, this is Bolee Spears. Just, uh, just repeat after me, okay? Go ahead. Okay. Hi, this is Bolee Spears. Hi, this is Bolee Spears. From BoleeSpears.com. From BoleeSpears.com. I'm a male Britney impersonator, however you, just however you describe yourself. I'm a female illusionist. All right, that's funny. I like that. Female illusionist. Nice. And you're listening to The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. And you're listening to The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. You rock, baby. We'll talk to you. All right, thanks. Thank you very much. Oh, man. <sighs> How's this bully's packing? It's an odd question. You know, did we ask that last time? I think yeah, we, could, we asked how uh, how difficult it was to uh, you know yeah. give the illusion. Yeah, because yeah. you ever watch TV? It seems like whoever's packing always wants to get rid of it. You ever noticed that? Yeah, something that's weird real. going on with that. And it's a lot easier. It, well, that's what I've been told. <laughs> it's a lot easier to to uh, do the illusion if, if you're bigger. If you're packing, that's actually, sure I that, Mike. By the way, actually, I think that's what Bowley told us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's where we got it. That's where we get all our info from. Um. All right, let's do the draft pick. I guess we're up to Bateman's bitches now. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFK. With the seventh pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, Bateman's bitches selects Shakira in backdoor sluts category. Backdoor bunnies. Backdoor bunnies. You'll recognize her from underneath your clothes. <laughs> That's a good pick. Shakira's kind of old. What? Shakira's, I mean, she's like, she's, you know, she's not relevant anymore. She just had a special on MTV. She looked pretty good there. Did she? Yeah. Matt Albert, the commissioner. We're doing the Hideout Fantasy Draft. It is the, the year anniversary of the Hideout tonight on 106.7 WJFK. I'm Al Heffer, that is J-Dubs. Just by the way, giving you an update. How about the Mavs? About to go 2-1 up on the uh, Sacramento Kings, 81-59 to right now at the end of the third quarter. Beautiful. This has been a great night. 
I mean, what what could top this? Oh, I know. How about gothicsluts.com, everybody? Yeah. What, what a bad segue that was. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I dig this. I'm for real. Oh, I know. I know you're. But you said that the setup was. Hasty white girls are hot. Yes. With black hair, especially Fawfix. Another <laughs> another black man that's into pasty white chicks. Dude, I like them all. Yeah. All. I do too. Well, what, if I had to say my favorite, what's my favorite? You know what I'm into now? Blonde strippers. That's pretty good. Yeah, nah, those are generic. Diamond does it, man. Not this I'm thinking one. more of like Middle Eastern. That's the next frontier. Oh, I like that. Something from something from the Middle East version. This Don't is, you want to go there? You want to see what's under the burqa? This is what's so funny, man. I'm not even playing. We are at another level right now, Fairfax Mike, because I too. Um, have been really into the Middle Eastern chick. No, I did that years ago. I was way in the Middle Eastern it's chick years skin. ago. Nobody knew you. You're irrelevant right now. The skin, the eyes are beautiful, and it's forbidden fruit, man. It's they forbidden fruit right now. They always have really good bodies, and oh. they never have to work out. Hey, remember at Bridges, when we were at Bridges over here in Fairfax, and we saw that hot, what was she, Iranian or Iraqi? Iranian. Just some hot shit. The, the one I talked to and you were afraid of? Yeah. That's the only way to advance peace in this world, is to mate with the... Natives. We just gotta get everybody, man. Everybody seems to have sex with each other. There won't be no bombs, no. Okay, war. there's only guys in the room right now. I know, right? Whatever. <laughs> get fairy lady in here. Get fairy lady, yeah. Sideshow, we yeah. need you to get your pick. We'll come back with your pick. He still has his makeup on. It's sideshow back in here in that outfit. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tried to get the second base with sideshow, Mike. Hey, you know, tried. He, I'm an opportunist. When you can, you can, right? I want to thank PJ. Say, man, well, get you that mic. Let's get him that mic. Do you need to go? Do you need to go? Oh, no, I just, um, my ears were hot. That's why I just took off my cans. Um, PJ, for real, I'm sorry things unfortunately got ruined for you here. But, um, apologize. But um, Whatever happens, happens. We're trying to look out for you. Give us where are you gonna be? Where do you do the karaoke thing? Go see this guy. He's a lot of fun. I'm sure it's a great karaoke show. My only show is at O'Mara's. Perfect. Um I got the address. I wrote it down this time. Uh eight five seven one Center Street in Manassas. Oh what yes. Omeris and Manassas. What's that? And when do you do it? I do it Tuesday nights, nine thirty to one thirty. And we still have to come out and pay off our bet. Yes, so we're do. gonna get out there at some point because okay. we want to get to O'Mara's anyway, support our buddy Mike. So uh, we'll get out there and sing some karaoke. Okay. But, uh, again, thank you, and good luck. You can be on DC 101 Monday, from uh, 11 to 2, guest DJing. Yeah, uh, 11 to 2, I think, is the time. And the skank hasn't canceled on you yet? <laughs> no. She actually emailed She's been really nice to me. No, I'm sure she's a nice lady. She's just a horrible jock. Yeah. But um, thank you, bro, seriously, so much. No problem, man. I'll... I just you know, got all the damn... Actually, well, you can't say that, but... <laughs> that was funny, though. Oh, I can't say that? No. no. There's oh. no telling what you can and can't do anymore. Damn, Sideshow, you're great. I was <laughs> looking at me and wanting to kiss. All right, let's do a break. Taking a break. Are, we, are you doing a song? Uh, if we want to do a song, I can do a song. Let's do your song. Uh, this is a Bateman highlight. Let's get an illegal ID and then introduce your song, Bateman. Infinity Broadcasting, WJFKFM, Manassas, Washington, D.C. All right. Everyone knows and loves this band, especially Hefe, because this person, the singer of this band introduced Hefe to his future ex-wife. Rev9. It's true. Welcoming Judas. Nice. Rev9 local band in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK.
the eighth pick in the second annual hideout fantasy draft, Sideshow Skank selects Paris Hilton in the mouth slots category. Wow. Nice. That's a good one. Recap what we've done so far, if you would, Commissioner Matt Albert. Uh, it's the first, actually, it's the one-year anniversary of the hideout. It's the second annual hideout fantasy draft where we draft women in various categories. Mouth sluts, um, backdoor bunnies, uh, missionary, up-and-comer, and oldie but goodie. We might give, have to cut a couple out. But... Give us one through eight. The first overall pick with the Hefe. And his pick was Monica Bellucci for Oldie But Goodie. And the second pick was Treehouse. And he picked Jillian Barbary, Oldie But Goodie. Third pick was Bateman's Bitches. And he picked Diane Lane for Oldie But Goodie. Fourth pick, Sasha Skank. He picked Scarlett Johansson, Missionary position. Missionary. <laughs> are you illiterate? No, I, I'm not sure what you can say. Okay, well, I, I, we give everything we gave you is okay to say. I, position isn't on here. Don't put position. Exactly, that's why I stopped. Ah, uh, what kind of commissioner are you? <laughs> Gee, you're late. We're running behind because of you, and we can barely even get a recap from you. If I was, if I was Hispanic, you wouldn't be saying all this. Yes, yes, you would. Racist. Give it to her up. All right. I, my other pick in the second round was Angelina Jolie, Mouth Sluts. My other pick for Backdoor Bunny was Bowley, the uh, Britney Spears male impersonator. Bateman's Bitches in the second round. Shakira, Backdoor Bunnies. And then Sideshow just picked Paris Hilton. All right. Now play the... Uh... All right. Enough clapping for yourself. Play CD3. And now, another moment heard in the hideout during the last year. <laughs> Again, we're talking to Amelia G. from BlueBloodsGothicSluts.com. Use your AOL for broadband to get there. I'm sure those are the kind of plugs that they want us to use. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Here's my gothic fantasy dubs. So I get two of the chicks that look like I was like I was talking about with the short black hair, the pasty skin. We're in this dark room. We got Manson on in the background or whatever. So we're sitting there, and everybody's, like, doing their thing and stuff. And I'm not going to have sex with both of them. I tell them this now. <laughs> I'm not having sex with both of you at the same time. I want you girls to have a cutting contest. I want you to slash your arms, each of you, like like a Russian roulette type thing. You, girl A, slash your arm. Girl B then slashes her arm. Whichever girl passes out first <laughs> wins. <laughs> but she's not really going to get to enjoy it if she's actually unconscious. Not worried about her enjoyment. <laughs> now, this is your fantasy, okay? Now my thing is, I would, I would have two of them as well. I'd have a big, tall staircase, and I'd have each of them pushing each other down. Oh. <laughs> what? You have them cut each other? I can't have them fall down a staircase? What the hell with you? The Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs. Wow, 6.7. That uh, was from what I think was one of the better interviews of the year, J-Dubs. Yeah. As we look back. Amelia G. from BlueBloodsGothicSluts.com, slated to join us at some point during this hour. So, uh, listen, is, uh, we're going to check back in with her again. Um, want to get caught up a little bit. My big thing, I have a question as to whether or not Gothic is out. Um, 
I, I wonder this. Halloween goddess, do you have a do you have a, a comment on this? I don't think it's out. I don't think it's quite as mainstream as it was a few years ago. I do have a few select uh, die-hard gothic customers that come into the store regularly and get their supplies and things like that. But uh, overall, I've I've seen a decline. Really? I think I, I I think I have too. I'm not as into it as I was before. Um, I don't know if I've, I've kind of grown out of it a little bit. And these are all, I don't want to get too much into it because those are some of the questions that I'm going to have for Amelia G whenever she does join us in the hideout. Um, if, in fact, she does end up joining us in the hideout, we, uh, we could use this time to get caught up on picks if we want. Also, definitely, also, definitely. But before we get caught up, I've already given over. I don't need the allotted time. I already have my next pick ready to go because she is not off the board. Uh, so we'll step up to Matt Albert and the commissioner's uh, chair in a second. I do want to give uh, a couple of thanks, though, Dubs, while we're here. Um, I do want to th- once again thank Alan, who was the first person to call us as we started the show at 6 o'clock, for his support in the hideout. Um, JV, who was the former assistant operations guy here, he's now the night guy over at Z104 in town. He called in and checked in, and we want to thank JV, both of them instrumental. Uh, the funny thing about JV, he's very instrumental in putting the show on, but I've never talked to him. Really? Never talked to him. Never even met him? I've said, what's up? That's as much as it's gone. Yeah. He's one of those dudes that he isn't really into like conversations, I don't think. And I'm not into him that much either, so... That's that's part of the reason. Which I think is actually kind of cool. And by the time I moved out here, got settled in working, he was already gone. So yeah. Um. So we want to thank him. We also want to thank um Cameron, of course. Of I mean, course. We, we can't go any further because even though JV was the original one who was on his way out and said, "I don't care, let's just try this," Cameron's the one who actually got behind it, pushed it to Alan, and has pushed it hardcore. Um, some people even say too much. Yeah. You know, why do you like these guys so much? Um, for some reason, he seems he sees a little glimmer of hope in this show. So we want to thank him for that. Uh, Cameron been very instrumental. Other people I also want to thank too. Um, Ron and Fez. Yeah, they've done a tremendous job of uh, doing the same thing, pushing us up, uh, making us a little bit larger than life. Yeah, I mean they've they've really given us some legitimacy. I know that we have a ton of people who came over from the Ron and Fez show. Specifically, to you know, because we were on that show, you were still on the show. Yep. I was on the show, and Ron and Fez have just been awesome, and not only in pushing us too, but also teaching us a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that maybe you know, we were young, we were dumb even a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we I mean, sat back and we learned from Ron, we learned from Fez on certain things, you know, to do. Uh, certain things not to do, and I honestly think we're better broadcasters thanks to those guys. Oh yeah, and I'm, I still learn something new from those guys every day. That's the only thing that I miss though, from not being down here, is yeah. being able to learn. I mean, I'm able to hear everything that's going on. I'm able to hear what not to do from Wonder Boy, but um, as far and even Wonder Boy too, he's been a nice cat as well. But especially thanking Ron and Fess for being so amazingly great to us. We got other thank yous that we want to get to at some point. However, let's get caught up on the draft. Moving into the third round now, uh, the commissioner stepping to the podium. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFA. With the eighth pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, Hefe's Hoochies select Kate Beckinsale in the missionary category. You'll recognize her from Underworld. 
Crowd's a little bit mixed. Yep. But when it comes to Kate Beckinsale, I loved her. Beckinsale. Whatever. Not interested in how you really say her name. Um, <laughs> call her whore. Whatever. Call her on her knees. My thing, though, is that I thought she was beautiful in serendipity. Serendipity, I've got this stars cable package, and so you got like those 15 channels where there's rarely a movie on. However, you do end up seeing a couple of good movies every once in a while, like The New Guy. Yeah. And like Serendipity. And I'm a big Cusack fan, too. I fell asleep last night to High Fidelity. You know, that's one of the guys that are like all in a lot of cool movies, but no one ever thinks of him as a cool guy. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think because he looks too much like his sister, it's a little disturbing. You look at the two of them. Yeah, he's it. it, it he he has like a, a lot of his uh, chick sister qualities. So, and they're actually both in the uh, the movie um, High Fidelity. But anyway, this this Kate chick, who all right. So first I saw her in Serendipity, and then I saw her in uh, Underworld. And I and the only reason I watched that stupid movie was so that I could look at her. She is gorgeous, and we were talking about this. This is perfect on the gothic thing. She's got, she's wearing like that tight black leather outfit, and she's got the pasty skin and the short black hair, which was at one point exactly what I dig to a T. Oh, look at Halloween Goddess now has the fangs in. Did you grow those or are those fake? Um, but I, how do you date? Beckinsale? Beckinsale. Beckinsale. She's English. And that, and that's the other thing too. She's got the accent. She was in Pearl Harbor too. Okay, yeah, that's right. She was in Pearl Harbor, and now she's in the new movie, um, the Van Helsing. Is that what it is? With uh, what's his name, Hugh Jackman. And again, this chick is just gorgeous. Yeah, I've seen her in the different roles. You see her in the Pearl Harbor, then the Serendipity, then she goes to the hardcore goth with the Underworld, and now she's in this movie, um, Van Helsing, where she looks kind of like. The Christina Aguilera from the Dirty. She's got like the the long, like you know, dirty brown hair. You know what I mean? She's got like the heavy makeup around the eyes, just real whorish and slutty. And I dig that. That's something that I'm really, really into. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine. Every time you start doing this stuff, it really surprised me that you call yourself a feminist. Why would you say that when you talk about I love it when a girl's a whore and a slut? Well, in fact, I think that's the ultimate in feminism, when women have control of their bodies and use their bodies for what they want. No? But there's a, there's a, something to be said about being in control as well, guy or girl. Well, yeah, you want them to be in control. I mean, but, uh, but when you call them a whore and a slut, well, yeah, it, it mean, kind of gives the uh, persona that they're out of control. I think that's what differentiates. Oh, get right on the mic, Fairfax. Mike. I think that's what makes the difference between a slut and a whore. Which, uh, which one's in control, the slut or out of control, the slut? Well, actually, the sluts and whores aren't in control. They're giving it up to fill some kind of hole. But yeah. uh, up and up progressive woman is doing it because that's what she wants to do. It's it's, a, it's even playing field now, man. Are you with me where you dig feminist chicks? Oh, I love it. I mean, I, there's nothing there. Personally, for me, there's nothing more sexy than a woman with self-confidence in her own power. There's nothing better than a woman that can do for her own. Damn right. Let me tell you this, too. This is why I dug being on the Metro earlier today. Because you got a lot of hot chicks who are into these causes. Power suit's sexy. Well, not only the power suit. That's true. That's during the week. But I'm talking specifically this weekend because of the IMF protesters and the stand-up-for-choice women who are going to the March for Women, Women's Lives tomorrow on the National Mall. And you see all these chicks, and they're dressed like... 
especially like the IMF girls or like the real kind of hippie-ish kind of chicks, mm-hmm. you know they're smart, you know they're into a cause. Exactly. And a lot, I know a lot of people hate those kind of people who are so diehard, but I give them credit for actually caring about something and willing to go to that kind of a level. You know what I mean? You, you know what it is is that, sadly enough, you can't just have sex with them all the time. Actually, there's times where you have to talk to them. And it's nice when they have something decent to say. I'm with you, man. (laughs) You know. I'll be honest, man. I'm way more into a chick that I can have a conversation with than something. Because eventually, here's the thing. This has always been my thing. You you got to date chicks who are going to be like your best friend because at some point looks are going to go. Mm-hmm. Power sexy both ways, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, women crave power. I think men we're finally coming around. We're starting to go after the ladies that are doing their own thing. It's it's very sexy. Because Dubs, you got chick man, and she's in control. I mean that yeah. she's the one in charge in that family. Yeah, there's no doubt she's wearing the pants. Basically, I'd call you a housewife. Except for I'm never home, but that that's the small and skinny of it. Yeah, she's the one that makes decisions. She's the one that, uh, you know, arranges what purchases we make and what purchases we don't make. So, yeah, she's, I she's had, wearing the pants. I had that. It's all gone now. It'll come back to you, brother. You think so? Yeah, yeah. It's a vicious cycle. It is. I don't know, though. I mean, because I, I dated the power sexy. I mean, that that's what I was married to. The, well, the power sexy woman... Inside the Beltway, law school kind of chick, it fell apart because the radio show. I'm thinking about going to strippers. But you were married to a sister, though, right? Yes, in fact. So, I mean, there's the the more melon you have in your skin, the more problems, brother. So, you were married to a sister, there's a certain amount of power just of her surviving and making it so, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was the career that did it all away. She didn't want to be associated with El Jefe. Nah. That, that's where it all started going downhill. Don't sweat that. Sometimes you got to shed the dead skin. You know, That's keep so, on moving on. That's so true. What do I move on to now? I did the smart sister thing. Do I do the dumb stripper white chick thing? No, man. Yes. Yeah. If you ever do that, I know a couple. <laughs> yeah, PJ's got the hookup. I got. What do you think, Dubs? What would be next? If you, God forbid, you ever leave your chick, I know it won't happen. I think you guys should go ahead and get married now. But if you did, what's next? What are you going to take a taste of next? I don't exactly know what. Probably whatever came up in the position, but I think you should probably go with the stripper. I know you've uh, you've been working some. I think you should just go with that. Why do I have fairy dust all over me? Come here, fairy lady. Can I spank you? I'd say stripper or amputee. Because, <laughs> you know, they both have that same sense of dependency to them. Yeah. So it, it makes you want to come home but, at night because you know they need. But what what, what would be amputated? You know, yeah. Oh, you know, nothing major. You know, I mean, you got two of everything. So as long as there's two of them, it's all good. But you don't want a, a girl with, you know, say some kind of concave belly button or something bizarre like that, because that you can't get over that. But a stump, yeah, a stump, stump. A stump. You know, I mean, it happens. <laughs> at the wrist or the elbow? Uh, at the wrist would be nice because then it, there's a normalcy about it. Because you really don't what? notice people with hands. You know, you don't really look at people's hands, but you'd notice someone without I mean, an arm. You can just throw, like, a, a stuffed glove on your Yeah, you can wear, like, a, like a golfing glove over the top of No one would be the wiser. Again, to reset this, it's the hideout. Um, One-year anniversary. That's Fairfax, Mike. you you got to stop in more, man. I hate that you had not been in yet. This has been great. You're... Dude, I'm a vampire. Don't invite me into your house. Well, hey. <laughs> I think you have your new sleazy. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't steal a laptop. No, no, no. I don't steal, Joe. Because, I mean, I'm already suspect number one. I'm not going to steal nothing. Exactly. That's what, that's what drove me crazy about the other person who allegedly got in trouble. 
Don't you know? What are you doing? You're Guilty guy. by association. I mean, God damn. All right, what do you want, Matt? What about a quadruple amputee? If you get mad at her, you, you can just roll her into a closet or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on a second, though. Real quick, Halloween goddess. I got to say, there was a chick that works out at my gym who is hot. And it's so funny because you would think even a chick who worked out at the gym, she's, she's cut off from the knee below. All right? But she's got, like, the fake leg that really... I can't believe she doesn't even wear sweats or something. She's so confident in herself that with that fake leg, she's working it on the elliptical, man. I mean, she's just g hardcore, you know, and even, like, doing, like, the squats and everything with this fake leg. And there's something that is really sexy about that. I just want to pull that fake leg off and sniff the inside and see what that's like. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you this much, true story. You know, if she has a small head, you can probably put it right on top. You know? <laughs> yeah, we can play like crazy uh, like, baby games and have the head stick out of her like, ear and stuff. <laughs> Come here, my little crack baby. And they, in, in Atlanta one time, I saw a girl that, I, I'm not joking, she was so stunningly beautiful. She had no arms. My buddy didn't even notice she had no arms. I'm talking sheared at the, at the, at the shoulder, no arms. And this girl was hot. Every once in a while, I think of her. She runs through my mind every once in a while. She can only run. Get out. Well, you know. She wanted like this. She wanted this. I just want to say, if you're, if you're listening, love you, boo. We'll, we'll see each other soon. Uh, I, I was going to say that I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but uh, somehow or another, throughout coursing on the uh, the Internet, uh, there are sites devoted to oh, LGBT yeah. porn girls. Oh, definitely. Why have and we not gotten to this? Why have we been... Let us stray. It's very interesting seeing a double amputee in a compromising position. position. Exactly. Oh. Try legless.com. Legless.com? I think that's one of them. <laughs> Look at PJ coming through. <laughs> oh, well, I was man. bad for knowing it. I didn't know the address. Exactly. Well, remember crackhors.com that we Crack, went to? Crackhorconfessions.com. Crackhor I think we actually have one of those on the instant replay. I don't know if we can play them. Maybe... How about we do this? Let's do a draft pick. Uh, Dubs is ready for his draft pick. Let's go again. Uh, it's the Hideout Fantasy Draft. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFA. With the 10th pick in the second annual Hideout, Hideout Fantasy Draft, <laughs> Dubs Treehouse selects Jessica Simpson in the mouth sluts category. Oh, that's a good one. recognize her from New York. And that, and that forehead to finish? Yeah, that's a hell of a target she got going on. <laughs> I don't, that's either a really good pick or a really bad pick because she claims she's never had sex until she got married. So it's either she's really good at it or she's done nothing. There's something about them Texas girls, though. They just they know what to do with that. They just, they just know. Hey, is your stripper friend from Texas? Shut up. No mention of that. Hey, didn't you go out on uh, Monday? Yeah, we're, we're actually we're talking about it in the 10 o'clock hour. We do need to talk about So Gothic Slut's not checking in with us? He never called, so. All right. Well, we'll still, uh, we'll still do, um, I still want to bring this up a little bit. I want to talk about the Gothic thing because it is something <laughs> that actually came up. Oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on a second. It's so hot. Step away. What What is the name of the website? Um, it's, uh... HarryLimeTV.com backslash amputee underscore porn dot htm. Ah, wow. Now this one looks like it's gold. Oh, there's no way that's even real. Wow. What happened? Dubs, I'd have no guilt. No guilt whatsoever. I'd take her home and treat her nice. 
Um, that looks like that photo's been doctored. I don't think so. She's doing a handstand. <laughs> These have been doctored. Look, there's one person who has three. Okay, tell me this one's been doctored. Oh, no chance. That's, all right, first of all, I guarantee that her her head has been transposed. That is Why? not that lady's head. Why? I guarantee it doesn't look right. It doesn't look like it matches. How doesn't it look like it matches? Look at her head compared her head to the rest is a little of her bit body. Lighter than her body. I'm telling you, it doesn't look like it. But does it matter? Because that's the other thing. Uh, speaking of uh, Brittany, it, it doesn't matter if it, if her head. Everyone in the fantasy right now. Speaking of Brittany, there is this great photo of Brittany. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, let's take a break. So we'll come back. Maybe we'll discuss this a little bit more. We'll do uh, a goth discussion, and let's see if we can get none. There's the one in the closet. That's not real. There's no way that chick who's a quadruple amputee is that hot looking. Funny <laughs> thing is, how does she how stay she, without exactly. arms? How does she do her hair with no arms and no legs? How does she roll her around? What do you just sit her on the pillow? Oh man. Yes, man. Yes, very devoted man. All right, let's do this. Mandatory We will no longer be oppressed. L F A By the police state mentality. One oh six point seven. We'll come back with another pick um, from Bateman. Bateman's bitches are on the clock right now. We'll get that when we come back. <laughs> Um, in the meantime, it's Mandatory Manson, a song that we have not done, but we got the radio edit. I think we got the radio edit. Stay by the dumb button. <laughs> it's uh, Manson, Reflecting God, from Antichrist Superstar, 106.7 WJFK. The world is an ashtray. We burn it cold like a
a job and whatnot. El Jefe and J-Dubs. I am a gay man. I sleep with men. I have no desire to sleep with women. Not now. Not in homoerotic food tonight. Build your version of the perfect burrito at Chipotle.com. It's great food, prepared fresh. Find the Chipotle Mexican Grill at Chipotle.com and in fact... And the best commercials on the radio. Yeah, those burrito commercials are awesome. Great. And the burrito lady, too. Uh, they brought us the Chipotle. There was no burrito lady. I wanted to see the burrito lady. Um, in fact, we're going to have uh, some of these uh, Chipotle burritos for two, including the gourmet burrito, the fresh chips, the guacamole, and the uh, drink for you and a guest. Again, find the Chipotle Mexican Grill at chipotle.com. We are going to be doing that here in a little bit. We'll give out, uh, we'll give away. Uh, we got like three of these to give away here in the hideout, so we will, um, we will do that here as well. Uh, again, it is the one-year anniversary of the hideout. El Jefe and J Dubs. We've been on since six. Uh, live programming for you, original entertaining programming uh, since noon. Since we had the uh, the draft, we were out at FedEx Field earlier, uh, having a blast with that. And because it is the one-year anniversary, very, very few people were there the very first night that we went on the air at midnight, Dubs. You, me, Spoon, Pim Juice, who's joining us in studio, and Sleazy E, uh, went on at midnight that yep. night, and uh, we held our own fantasy draft. Uh, a fantasy draft of women in various categories, which we are doing right now. Mouth sluts, backdoor bunnies, missionary, up-and-comers, and, -comers, and uh, also the oldie but goodie. And what this is, is because everybody talks about women. Everybody loves women. But um, you, you're kind of incorporating the whole draft here where we have people that have fantasy drafts, uh, they have their own fantasy teams. Now everybody's into this in football and baseball. Even in basketball now you see this kind of stuff going on. And if you could build your perfect female sexual lineup made up of the categories that we have of people that use their mouths, derrieres, beautiful people that you would love to look at, and the, the older women as well because we cannot forget them, and then, of course, the up-and-comers, the ones in for future reference that you would use. So, we have that going on. Right now, we are in the third round, and Bateman's bitches are on the clock as Commissioner Matt Albert steps to the podium. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFK. With the 10th pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, Bateman's Bitches selects Christina Aguilera in the mouth slut category. Oh, You'll my. recognize her from anything skanky. <laughs> you know what? That's a perfect pick since she put on the weight. Like the, the area. You know what? I didn't even think about that. That is a good place. Yeah, because she's a little heavy you know, now. It's like it's like a uh uh like a linebacker who puts on a little bit too much weight, has to move to the line or something, you know? Or actually a safety. Yeah, a safety. Maybe thing. a safety who has to move up to the line. Yeah. Um, because they put on that extra weight. You know who else I was actually considering was, even though she's not hot, Selma Blair, the chick from uh, Cruel Intentions. Okay. The, the kind of irritating one, but you, she looks like she'd be good at it. <laughs> so there's your pick, Christina Aguilera in the mouth sluts category. Now, can I do this? I already chose my mouth slut, but 
Could you choose Bo Lee in the, in, if it's in a different category? No, no. All right, because you chose Bo Lee Spears, the uh, female illusionist, in yours for the backdoor bunny, who we had on earlier. And I guess we're not going to check in with the gothic sluts.com. Why not? Uh, they never called. Yeah, she never Because they're sluts. All right. Yeah, I think, I think there was some sort of miscommunication there. Maybe we can get her on uh, at another time. Um, whatever the case, though, uh, I want to say dubs. Uh, Bateman's bitches just picked. We're actually lucky to have Bateman here. And the reason is, actually, we don't have anybody here to answer phones, do we? Victor's here. Actually, I think he may have left. No, he's here. Okay. Um, I wanted to say this. Um, we're lucky to have Bateman here. Um, it was a horrible week for Bateman. He got into a car accident. I guess, what was it, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday around 6.20. Right, right in front of your house. Literally, like, if I, if, if I hadn't been hit, 10 seconds later, I would have been right at my front door. And was it your fault? Uh, that's what the cops said. <laughs> Damn, dude. And um, I saw the pictures of your car. Yeah. Your car's totaled, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. And this was on the driver's side, right? Yep. Wow. And, and it's like seriously like yeah, he, crunched he, in. He showed me pictures. I don't know how you're not dead, brother. I don't or, know. Or I'm at not, least shaken. I'm not even like injured. There's no like bumps or bruises or anything on me. You can't be faded, bro. The way you whooped up on Spoon, <laughs> the way you did this... You seriously, man, you're and he thinks that he has like the worst luck in the world. But I'm like, dude, you're so lucky because you and you had something with you. Can we yeah. say it? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, he had his dog with him. He loves that dog. And uh, mm -hmm. the dog came out. And the dog it wasn't like it was even in a seatbelt. How that dog didn't get hurt. She was in the back seat too, and that's like the part that like there's like no door on the back. So. How you didn't die, bro, man. What would we have done if Tommy had died? I had a party. You think so? No, not no party. It would we? It, have it would have been a totally different show tonight. Would we have done the show? I don't. It depends. Yeah, and you just sort of played that stupid drop all day long. <laughs> I don't know what drop you're talking about. Yeah. Sideshow Bank Nine Twenty One. <laughs> I don't know what drop you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. That was good. Bank Tommy's Nine. Bad. Tommy's a virgin. So anyway, that Thanks happened. Luck, buddy. And uh, I'm glad you're okay, though. Seriously. Yeah. You know, I was really worried about you. Sure you were. And beyond that, though, you also had wisdom teeth pulled. Yep. That was uh, real fun. They're still bothering me tonight, so anytime I eat or drink anything, I'm in pain again. And so, all right, let's recap. Car totaled. Yeah. Nothing to get around in, but you survived. Yeah. Wisdom teeth yanked out of your face. Yeah. Just completely. There's no insurance. Nothing? No insurance, no. Do you have car insurance? Yeah, car insurance. I don't have dental insurance, though. Now, you don't even have a full-time job, do you? Not really. Not yet, hopefully. Yeah. So, so this all this going on with Bateman. What are you, do, what are you doing over it's the there? The story of the scenario. That's what I was thinking of. You know, we we listened to your tape earlier, and we told you to use sound effects. Don't, because you used them totally wrong in your own show. Don't worry about sound effects so much. Um, maybe music beds. Yeah. Sideshow, who's here engineering the show? And by the way, I I don't know if you know this. There was another reason why this was a really crappy week. You can't tell? Why are we going down this road? See, here's the thing. All right. Well, let me get people caught up on what's going on. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know what's coming. St. Pat's back. Oh, my God. He steals Sideshow's chick. All right? <gasps> Didn't steal anything. He banged her. <laughs> Sideshow, had, oh, Sideshow had been laying the foundation with this, with this chick from New York for four months... 
Right. She comes down to the St. Pat's bat. Bateman meets her, knows who she is, knows that Sideshow's been working her. And rocks her. For five, five hours. Five hours. Why, all right. Five hours. Why are we going down this road? He and I are finally getting along now. And she even, he even called during the whole action. Yeah. Damn you, doves. So that happened, okay? So then, as a payback... And they were laughing at him. As a I payback, Sideshow decided that he was going to try to hook up with someone who Bateman's been laying the foundation with for 13 years. Ever since high school, he's been trying to get with this chick. So anyway, you know, Bateman actually has something officially going on with this girl. They finally start getting to a point. But then the other night, <sighs> Sideshow takes out the chick Bateman's been messing around with. And Sideshow kissed her. Yeah. Sideshow stabbed me in the back. Sideshow kissed the woman that Bateman is considering to be, would you consider you guys to be mutual, like mutually together? I mean, is it like you're as exclusive? No. Well, I don't know. We never really talked. But I assume that we were going to kind of be friends with benefits and not really bang other people. What's going on over here? Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. <laughs> yeah, you just keep playing it. So, all right, but you guys weren't officially, like, separate. We never really talked, but we were kind of together. All right. We're going out to dinner, hanging out. Sideshow, did you know this, that they were kind of together, that they had sort of taken the next step in the relationship realm, if you would, I mean, from, from going to friends to maybe a little bit more? third base more he uh flips the script on a story every freaking 10 minutes okay i ask him one thing yeah man go out with her no problem next minute no i don't know man that's just something might be going now, on between us this is universal because this is bros before hoes this is some broke it this is something that everybody can relate to whether it's you got a wife that your buddies think or hunt whether you got a chick a girlfriend and when is it okay is it if it's the wife no you don't touch it. If it's a girlfriend or a fiancé, no. Or if it's just something like Bateman where you're kind of working it, but there's some yes, there's no, no, you know? But let me say, he's revising the script because I said, yeah, go for it because I thought I didn't have a chance. Then we kind of got together. And then, then all of a sudden he's all hanging around and, and calling and emailing and making jokes. What's your side of the story, Sideshow? He's a stack stabber. So you're, you're when, when people contact me, I respond back. Let's Whatever. put it that way. Because I'm a nice guy. That's she contacted you? Yes, of course. All right, so she's doing stuff with you, Bateman, and then she contacts him? Whatever. So uh, who what? knows what he was telling her? So what I am uh, gathering is, you know, Tommy thinks Sideshow is some kind of vulture just kind of flying around. He's a backstabber. I didn't get any call before he hooked up with her. Like, he was a, you guys should have called me beforehand. And uh, Sideshow has a totally different story and says that he wasn't even the one who did the uh, groundwork. Whatever. She did the groundwork to him. Whatever. I'm the middleman in this situation, fellas. All I'm trying to do is be the good cat. He's the one who went behind my back. So, I mean, every little freaking story that goes on between me and her or her and him, I have to find out about. He has to find out about. It's like a three-way freaking circle that goes around behind each other's back. What, what are you trying to get another two-on-one action going? I know how you like that, you freak. Okay. And it's so funny. Sideshow's yelling all this while he's still in his Britney Spears makeup from earlier. You're cute, bro. Yeah. I think you're even better brunette, you know? Let me tell you this. You kind of look butch with the, uh, with the flannel on. 
Whose side would you take in this, Dove? Mine. I'm taking my side shows. He's damn right he is. And that's why Dubs is always the right man. That's why Ron and Fez love him. That's why you love him. And that's why he gets all the promotion. But I was on uh, Tommy's side for the other one, though. I got to say this. I think Sideshow's a dick. Uh, me too. And the reason is <laughs> what? is because Sideshow knew that Bateman is a loser. What? No, no, no. Bateman rarely gets any sort of action. And for him to get with this chick, maybe... Maybe after 13 years of laying the groundwork, you knew what was going on. You yeah. said he was working it. He did. I told him. Because even before she can't, she asked to come over one night, she said, hey, can I come over at 2.30 in the morning? So I, I instant messaged him because I said, him, I said hey, bro, she, she's, she wants to know if she can come over. Is it all right? No, and here's what happened. Dude, uh, he, she's coming over. What should I do, man? No. How should I handle it? Who initiated the kiss? This, this will solve everything. Who leaned in first for the kiss when you and this chick were out on a date side show? She was staring at my sexy lips, and uh, I, I figured, you know, that's what she wanted, so I what? gave her a little uh, sideshow action. So you leaned in and kissed her? Lies. It was a mutual lean, but yeah, I might have leaned a little further. He probably further. forced himself on knowing him. Right, right. Uh, well, that, I, that, I, that's I your thing. Rapist? Wait a second. No. <laughs> I thought that was your thing. <laughs> How dare you? All right, I got to get a poll from the guys in the room. PJ, he's a backstabber. That's all I can say. Matt Tommy's Albert, yeah, Tommy's a virgin. Yeah, that's real funny. What do you think, PJ? Uh, Who's is is side showing the wrong for leaning yep. in and kissing the chick that yep. Bateman, or is it simply Bateman? You had this coming to you the whole week. The car accident, the wisdom teeth, and the kiss is all because you banged the fat girl from New York. <laughs> that's exactly what I think it is. I'm on sideshow side. Get out. Are you really? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's. What, Tommy? Tommy. Yeah, he's the one who banged his girl first, so it's just payback. It's even Matt Albert? It's payback. With all the bragging he did to me, <laughs> five hours. <laughs> Wait a second. All the bragging he did. Matt Albert. Stamina. It's just ridiculous. You guys, Someone... you guys are like boyfriend, boyfriend. How dare you? What, do you guys, what does he say to you about this chick and how... He's like, I'm ready to commit suicide. I can't believe this. First of all, the Stacy thing was true. The threesome, Stacy, that was true. That was true. He actually. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know that was. I didn't know that was hush hush. So, what else is true? What else has Bateman been lying about? Get, get away from. He doesn't really know anything. The stamina thing. He brought that up. It was. It was just. Ridiculous how the lies just kept spilling out of his little mouth. So over and over again, it has been Bateman lying, Bateman being in trouble. Bateman's the root of all of this this terrible cause, this yep. this this horrid mess. Yep. And it all has now finally come back to you. The yin and the yang, the karma, it's all there. It's you and Sideshow. Full circle. And now, all of a sudden, you're in trouble now. You're the one with the, the chick who got banged. You're the one who now is in the car accident. You're the one with the wisdom teeth. That's all you. I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I agree. I agree that you're the one at fault. Whatever. I, I did nothing wrong. I was nice guy. Fairfa Shut up. Fairfax Mike, come here. What do you think? Legendary hoes before bros debate. Bateman set this vicious cycle all in motion by even, I mean, he, with knowledge and forethought, he crept on his boy, his own boy's girl with knowledge and forethought. So, I mean, whatever comes to him, I and mean, he got it back tenfold. That's what it sounds like to me. You're, you know what? 
You should have died in that car accident. Oh, I, I wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> that would have or maybe become one of the amputee porn guys. <laughs> that would have made everything right in the universe. For well, what I have you, uncanny stamina. For what you did to Sideshow. Sideshow? Yeah. What is what I did? He did worse than me. He knows. What did I do to you? This that's not like the girl from New York is gonna be around. Now I gotta hear like, hey, I, I met your friend Sideshow. He was hanging out with me and every the girl minute, last night. He knows night. every minute of my life. What I am I doing know. wrong hold to on, him? Hold on a second. How far did you get with her? Just a kiss? Or did yeah, you, you grow up? Yeah, no, nah, loser. Did you tongue? Was there tongue? Oh, there was some tongue. <laughs> was it really? Oh, yeah. How long was the kiss? How'd I taste? Oh! You haven't gotten that far with her. <laughs> you know you're lying. Because Matt Albert would know. Matt would know. Freaking wimp. I love the commissioner. Wow. So, where do you think this is going to lead for you, Sideshow? I think he should leave the show, personally. Where do you think you should... Where, where does this leave you? I'm getting tired with all his little crappy, you know, pussified uh, animosity going towards Hey, man, you should have called me before you, you were with that chick. And then, I, then I don't even get the same courtesy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I get a minute here, please? Just one minute. Don't you yell. Call, no yelling. I'm not going to yell. That's, that's what Tommy does here. Okay. You called me up, right? And you said, you kissed her. You kissed her. Why didn't you tell me? I'm like, it's not huge news. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Go to the AP and call him up and say, hey, uh, this is for Tommy Baton in the news. You know, I kissed this girl. I mean, it was just a kiss. It was a friendly effing kiss. Yeah, it was a sensual tongue yeah. kiss. It was friendly, right though. Throat. It was How is that friendly? Oh, I don't know about friendly. Oh, it was very He's a liar. How am I lying? It was very friendly. I want you to... Uh, You've I never kissed a girl and not it's not been friendly? Hell no, man. If I'm kissing a girl, I'm thinking I'm going to do some stuff. I don't kiss friends. I don't do that. Well, I don't think about man. sex all the time. I'll listen to you like you're a renaissance man. <laughs> Shut up. This is the guy with lipstick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Eyeliner. Yeah, Mo, by the way, we got thanks to Halloween Goddess. I just tore up the phone number. Damn it. <laughs> oh, no. Here it is. 540-341-2700. Is that correct? Masters costume, Masters tuxedo, Warrington, Virginia, dressed up sideshow, sideshow Brittany earlier Look, when we were chatting with Bo Lee. I'm disgusted by him, and I don't want to look at him for the rest of the night. Here's what we're going to do. He should leave. I'm going to tell you this. You were in the right. You know what? It's almost 1030. You're going to storm out of here anyway, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, when well, you going to leave crying like a little girl. Here's what, here's what I'm going to do. That's so funny. Here's what we're going to do. Sideshow. Who's in the right? Me. I think you're in the right, okay, and for that, I'm giving you the rest of the night off. I want you to go get an early night. I want you to go out. I want you to go have fun. In fact, I want you to go call her. I hope that you can use the next two hours. Are you seeing applause on here? So yes, to get more. <laughs> so who's gonna run Stacy's show then? I don't know. We'll figure it out. As a punishment, you. That is a punishment. <laughs> hey, that was Matt Albert. And what? I meant it as a punishment for you having to stay late, not that you have to sit. I got plans tonight, you bastard. With who? Yourself? Don't worry about it. That girl? Right. Hey, then why is she IMing me wanting to hang out today? You tell me why. Uh, her eye show's busy. Yeah, because side shows work. <laughs> Shut up, you fat bastard. Jesus, go eat some Chipotle or something. Before we go, we need to get the rest of your picks, all right? And we're going to have to pay off the bet next week okay. for the picks because we're just running way too behind. Uh, in fact, do you have your pick ready to go now for Matt Albert? Yes. Do you have a pick ready? Hold on. We're going to spend plenty of time with you fairy girls. Stop. Oh. Stop with the fairy don't, dust. Don't Stop with the fairy, the fairy dust. dust. Somebody take that away from her. <laughs> Christ almighty. I'm 
Uh, all right. You ready? Yeah, no let's, control. Let's it's do this. The Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFK. It's the end of the third round. Fantasy Draft. Commissioner Matt Albert stepping up to the stage. Sideshow will be getting the rest of the night off. Thank Again, you. making Tommy's night and week better. Commissioner, go ahead. With the 12th pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, the Sideshow Skanks select Denise Richards in the missionary category. You'll recognize her from Wild Things. Ooh. Yeah. If that was a missionary, not only is he a horrible person, he's a horrible Horrible choice. She's ugly. She's oh, got. She ugly. She's got like a freaking robot. And she's got these. Thanks. She's got Thanks. these damn uh, eyebrows. Just these really nasty eyebrows. Cause you wouldn't bang her, right? No. Not interested in throwing it. Not interested. Not interested. Yeah. Not going there. Not interested. Not interested in working your shift. Make sure we get the rest of your picks before you leave. Okay. We're yeah. so behind. Yeah. So much still to get to. Please get out of here. You make me sick. Enjoy your night off. And I hope that you... Will you give us an update when you finally do end up getting where Tommy's been dreaming? Whatever. <laughs> He's getting nothing. You'll get the update. Shut up. Bring give, up. give her a pump for me. <laughs> I will. I will do that. Bring in the condom. Just prove it. Uh, <laughs> I won't make Tommy wear it as a necklace. <laughs> you really want to say that to someone who's unbreakable? <laughs> Didn't I already punch you in the chest last week? One big Did he? That is true. Did you hit me? Yeah, I did. When? Last week, after the show, after you uh, tried yeah, to yeah. call the girl in question. Oh, that's right. Hey, let's call her again. Will you leave a phone number? Yeah, let's call her. You want to? I've been wanting to uh, since last week. I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> Can I get some? Why? She doesn't have any food. Uh, <laughs> it seems like... Kyle, <laughs> right, you ready for a break? Yeah. All right, let's take Before a I get break. myself in trouble. Let's take a commercial break. Yeah, who on the show hasn't she been with? <laughs> you? That's, that's what I was about to say, but I didn't want to piss anybody off. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one that she hasn't been. Um, what about your stripper friend? Mm, yummy. All right, let's take a break. Coming back, Sideshow, enjoy your night off. Thank you. One yeah. more hour left in the hideout. We'll see how much energy we have left since we've been going since 5. Usually at this time we're going home. Coming back, though, hideout, 106.7, year anniversary show, WJFK. <laughs> With LFA and J Dubs is now a year old. What do you enjoy about the show so much? The fact that the hideout's infested with losers? Thanks for your support, DC. I think it's unanimous. Both of these guys are completely lame. Look for even bigger, 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 bigger and better things from the hideout. The hideouts with LFA and J Dubs in the next year. <laughs> Hefe. That's J-Dubs over there. 
Sideshow has left the building. It is his night off for the rest of the night. He is going to be banging. Uh, hopefully, uh, the chick, the chick that uh, Tommy's been working. Yeah. Uh, That's what he plans on doing. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Also. Um, new AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. I can't believe I've waited this long to mention it. Um, JFK Hideout. Oh, yeah. It, JFK Hideout at AOL.com. That's the email, and JFK Hideout is the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. If you ever want to get a hold of us, hit us up on that IM. JFK Hideout. A lot easier to spell than Ojefe, and uh, it pretty much solidifies now on this year anniversary that it is, in fact, the hideout. There's no more singling out El Jefe or J-Dubs. It is just simply the hideout. It is now time for our fat commissioners to step back up to the podium. Uh, it's the hideout fantasy draft. Um, did we make sure that Sideshow left his picks? Let's make sure that Sideshow leaves us his picks, and we'll have to do the man-doll manipulation uh, next week <laughs> uh, for the loser. So, And honestly, let's try to rig it so that Sideshow has to do it. I, I'm all for that. It may actually be funnier if Bateman does it. All right, before let's do the let's do the draft, and then we'll talk to uh, Fairy Lady. There's radio gold that has come in. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFA. All right, Commissioner steps up to the podium. Um, announce, please, sir. With the 13th pick in the second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, Hefe's Hoochie select Vivica A. Fox in the Mouse Sluts category. You'll recognize her from Kill Bill. Kill Bill, Volume 1. Uh, that's a mixed one. I don't think that's a, the strongest one, but... You know... Wait, did I... No, wait. Oh, that's wrong. I'm sorry. She was supposed to be in the Backdoor Bunnies. Because I already got... Way to go. I got Angelina Jolie in the Mouse Sluts. Correction... Vivica A. Fox in the Backdoor Bunnies category. Thank you. And actually, I think it's a much better pick right now because if you, I, the reason I chose her, thank you for jogging my memory, is because of Kill Bill Volume 1. The fight with her and Uma Thurman and her ass. Uh, let's get on mic five so we can have uh, uh, Fairfax Mike in. What'd you say? It, it was very taut, very taut. Yeah, I mean, she had her jeans on. She, um, she, you know, she was, you know, just, just, she should have been on rearview2.com. Do you think uh, she's dating 50 Cent, right? Is, are they is, still is that together? The, is that the thing? I mean, do you think he's taking care of business or what? I don't think he is. <laughs> uh, no, man, ain't no nah. way 50 Cent can He's too worried about that. his blings and his guns, man. I mean, you got to be a simple man and break it down. Brass tacks. I like their best in booty call. That was that was her top notch performance. You think? Oh, so? certainly, certainly. In the bubble wrap with Jamie Foxx. Oh, that like was good. Or no love, no love. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> um, so there it is, Vivica Fox in the uh, in the category of backdoor bunny. In fact, let's recap what my team is. My team in oldie but goodie, Monica Bellucci, in the mouth slot, Angelina Jolie. In um, what was my third over? Kate Beckinsale. Bicken, Beckinsale? Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Moron. And Missionary. <laughs> and now I got. You should, Underworld. We were talking about the pasty skin, the black hair, yeah. the British accent. But She's just hot. She's one of those you want to look at, no? I, but I, I think for no. Missionary, you, you want to go with more of like a. 
Like a Rebecca Rom well, Romaine. She's no longer Stamos, is that right? Or true. Rebecca Romaine. I mean, that. Come on. She's no longer got the dirty Stamos on her. In the short stroke, I mean, what face would you rather look at? <laughs> really? I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I think I get it, Kate. I think I'm going with Kate. The problem with Kate Beckinsale is that they actually had to get a body double for the bikini scenes in Pearl Harbor. Really? Her. Yes. Well, maybe she was just too classy. Maybe she didn't want to do it. Maybe she's she... been naked and stuff before. There's no class about her. Is she English or is she uh, Americana? Was... No, she's English. Uh, so she's got two strikes against her. So Overrated. <laughs> she's got to work harder. Overrated. I think me and Dubs are going to take this thing. No, I think so. God damn. All right, well, let's go ahead and get the Dubs' pick then. Let's just blow through these. We got we got nothing else to do. Let's finish up with this draft. It's the Hideout Fantasy Draft on 106.7 WJFK. With the 14th pick in the se second annual Hideout Fantasy Draft, Dubs' Treehouse selects Dakota Fanning in the up-and-comer category. You'll recognize her from anything that has to do with, you know, little girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, is that her? That is her. Age of eight, the youngest person nominated. Um, what has she been in? She's in Man on Fire. Which oh, she's out. the little kid on yeah. Man on, oh, man on man. Fire? Oh, my God. Dakota the hat. <laughs> oh man, that's a. I don't know. What do you think of that one overall? We don't want to get too into the. Uh... I, I, I think she's gonna be hot when she grows up. No, she isn't. Is it legal to even talk about this? All right, let's move on. Well, I'm just saying because you're you're basically what we're doing is projecting as to whether or not they will grow up to be hot. My know. my saying is no. It rarely happens. Although we do I don't talk know. about Soleil Moon Fry. Soleil Moon Fry. Uh, we got Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore yeah. is a pig. She I, had her hot time, though, too. When? If she put her smile on the Home fries. face, she'd be all right. Home fries. <laughs> shut up. Firestarter. 866-277-4969. Alyssa Milano. Yeah. She's a kid star. Fantastic. Yeah, that is a good one. You're right. Ava Save-A-Lot. That brings up a good point. What happened to those commercials? What happened to Ava Save-A-Lot? What happened to Matt Albert getting laid? She's out with uh, Sideshow, I guess. You know what's so funny? Look, you, you look at this. Look at Matt Albert. He's got a business suit on. He's got the glasses, and he's writing short sleeves. <laughs> short sleeves. <laughs> Why do you? Uh, Vivica was for the uh, backdoor bunny category. All right. Um, why is it that you don't have a job, Matt Albert? Because uh, the man's holding me down. I don't know. Because you're lazy. You, yeah. well, you're sitting here and your gravity's right. holding you down way too hard. <laughs> gravity doesn't have to. You'd still be held down. On the moon, you'd yeah. still weigh 400 pounds. Fat son of a bitch. I just look at you. I'm sad for you. The, you, big, the biggest reason we're sad for him, he's a virgin. And that doesn't make any sense. I mean, big, small, skinny, fat. I mean, there's there's no skinny excuse fat. for being a, that's dope. There's no <laughs> excuse for being a virgin in 2004. And None. that's true. That is None. true. Fairfax Mike brings up a great point. You can't find anyone to spread. No, neither can Rob. Oh. He, oh. He's he's got the terrorist beard going, and he can't. <laughs> he really does. That's the guy because Matt Albert doesn't have a job, doesn't, doesn't have, have a car, doesn't, doesn't have, have a, a woman. He has to have his buddy Rob. So it's two black virgins and Frederick driving to no. Fairfax once a month to hang out in the hideout. You should still be able to work it. What about going to a bar? I can't get in. Just, There's not uh, atheists that nice. Buy a hook. And those clubs are terrible. The dance floors are like two by two. What? You know what? You should get a job as a bouncer. Seriously, bouncers—they get it. Yeah, they yeah. really do. I would never card you, man. Can you fight? No, look at yes. it. Yes. 
Yeah, this, yeah. yeah. I can fight you, Tommy. You can't fight anybody. Uh, you gotta go through Rob first. <laughs> you have to fight him. You don't want to do that. Me either. Tommy would, want, Tommy <laughs> would kick my ass. <laughs> He'd do that Kill Bill 2 thing where it's like the five to heart punch thing and you die in an instant. In fact, you could die of a heart attack in a couple of seconds. Just walking back and forth from the podium. The fake podium as you sit and you're still holding your chest, sitting in the chair. Elizabeth, it's a big one. <laughs> the turd. Hey, I know you love me. Uh huh. I got come here. My, my baby, my baby fairy lady. Not you, <laughs> fairy lady. That's what I thought you were going for. Now, um, Kathleen, or Halloween goddess or whatever. Okay, you can't sit on. I don't want you to sit on my lap. I want you to do me a favor because I think you're too sexy for me. <laughs> I don't, there's not much room on his lap because of his gut. <laughs> But I want you to sit on Matt Albert's lap. Will you sit on Matt's lap? Hold on, don't don't disrobe yet. Sit on Matt's I'm lap. Matt, Matt. <laughs> she falls over. Now it felt like cushion, Matt. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. He's as big as a sofa. I think it works. Yeah. That poor, At least a love seat. That poor chair. Now here's Look at his face. Jesus, what are you waiting for, brother? <laughs> now here's the thing. Now here's the thing. Halloween Goddess came in to dress up Sideshow Britney, which we will have the video of on Radio Hideout very, very soon. But she brought in a, a friend of hers, I guess, that she found Where somewhere. Where did you find her? Uh, in the neighborhood. Yeah, she, she's in the neighborhood. She's in the neighborhood. And, okay. and the thing about this fairy lady, and we'll tell you what we call her a fairy lady. She should be in the station. <laughs> she, yeah, she, I mean, she came in talking about she sees fairies. She brought us cream because it attracts the fairies. She wants us to help subsidize a dollhouse down by the river where the fairy. And this is for real. I mean, this actually happened earlier. And now she is here. Um, I, I, I would say that she has taken off some clothing and she's wearing a robe now. And here's the thing How old are you, Miss Fairy? Do you mind telling? Go ahead and start talking to the mic. The truth? Yes, tell us the truth. The divine truth? Yes. Tell us about the fairies. Tell us about the fairies real quick. I want to hear about the fairies. Where did you meet the fairies? How did you find the fairies? The fairies are real. With Kramer. Yeah. They're there. And How did you like, first discover the fairies? Through a movie. Which movie is that? It's called The Fairy Tale. It's a blockbuster video. Is it? Is it a documentary? Yes, it is. And it's very true. And they had a dollhouse. Look that up on IMDb. These two girls... Talk into the mic, baby. Went into the woods. They were sheltered from home, and they discovered this brand new, brilliant, unimaginable, unrealistic, beautiful thing that they made a dollhouse for these fairies. And they took the house down to the river, and they put cream out, and the fairies came. And now you want to do this because it's a documentary, right? This is true. And I also Which river would you want to do it at? The Potomac? You want to go down to Texas and do it at the Red River? Shenandoah. Can you do it at any river? Well, I'm going riding with someone soon, so I have to discover the rivers. But I think I probably would go to my hometown river and do that. Now, what kind of a dollhouse do we need to make? Will a regular Barbie dollhouse work, or do we... No, I think we need to build one that is... You know, I was just oh. like her after I saw Labyrinth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or are they mystical dollhouse? Something that I can get everybody to donate for, and I would uh, like how about to this? sponsor that dollhouse. All right, how about this? And leave cream. 866-277-4969. If you have questions about the fairies, because I have questions about the fairies, maybe our listeners will pick up on something. 
that we don't know about. You got a good question about the fairies. We will give you Chipotle, um, a couple of burritos to Chipotle, and fresh trips, uh, sh- uh, trips, sh- chips, chips, and guacamole and a drink. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. If what? If you have a, uh, uh, make sure he doesn't have on DD one. Oh, I. That's my bad. Hold on. If you uh, if you have some questions for the fairies, now yeah. what 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 drew you to fairies? Because you've been in here with cream trying to attract fairies. I haven't seen any That's yet. The half and half because I didn't have pure cream. That's for the bisexual fairies. The half hmm. and half is for the bisexual. And then we have the dominatrix fairies. What are the dominatrix fairies like? Well, those are the ones I'm learning. Are they all se- are all the fairies sexual? It's teaching me. I look through uh, magazines and things and learning about them. They're like leather, and if you're naughty, they're very mischievous. And then they put things around you that are leather and studs, and they will torture you. Now, did you ever tell us how old you are? I'm going to let you guess that between if you can play Funky Cole Medina, I will allow it to just roll. Oh, man. You know, is that the uh, official theme of the fairies? Yeah. Is that the threat or what is it? Okay. Oh, no, it's not a threat. Wow. Or sing or something. It has to be music to this. Okay, well, I think we may have some. I think we have some. What'd you say, Matt Albert? How we do it? This is how we do it. We'll come up with something. But let's now, really you, let me ask you something. A lot of people do not understand the theory and the mystical evolution of the theor- of the fairies because they're real. It's okay. I do. You, what now? Have you seen a fairy? Have you actually seen a fairy? You haven't seen one yet. I've seen the presents that were given to me from the fairies because I like the tooth fairy. Is the tooth fairy real? Santa Claus is actually a fairy. Yes, there's dust and there's gifts that are given in different ways. That if you really look hard, they're given to you. And I've now this isn't friends. Do you have friends? Yes, I have friends that do the same thing. Now, now she is sitting in nothing but a robe right now on Matt Albert's lap. Matt, how does that feel knowing that you are? Seriously, inches away from what could be your greatest uh, accomplishment. It feels great. Was very. She's very hot. She's very affectionate too. Um, did they, he grab anything on you? Is there any way that Matt could maybe touch something on you? Because he's a 19 or me. virgin. Screw Matt. Who Fairfax? I have something very, very special to me that's on my leg, on my ankle. What is that? Are you married? Happy. No, I'm not married. Why not? Married to the fairies. That's How is it that a, a prize like you hasn't been snatched up? And I mean snatched. <laughs> we figured that out already. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, let's go to Sharon. Sharon in Alexandria. Welcome oh, into the. Uh, what's uh, welcome into the hideout, baby? Thank you. Okay, my question to the fairy woman. Can you hear this? Make sure get her some. Hold on, get her those headphones, man. Out because I mean she is the fairy princess. I don't know. What's okay. Going. Hold on, hold on. Put the. <laughs> All right, hold on. Cover up. Oh man. <laughs> Cover up. We we don't want to. See, you don't want. We don't want you to show us all your naughty parts yet. Sharon, what's your question for the fairy lady? Okay. Yeah. My question is. Um. I do know people that believe in fairies, and none of them believe in God. So I was just wondering, what exactly is the connection? What is the connection? I mean, do you believe in God, or do you only believe in fairies? What is that? Go ahead. Talk into the mic. Answer her question. I believe it. There are, there is a God, but there's also a goddess, and everything around us, people are so busy in this world that they don't 
see everything that is so intricate in front of them. You look at the flowers and the inside of them and the seeds they grow and the things that they develop. People are so busy. They were go down by the river. Alright, here's the thing. This is what's so funny. You were actually I hope those the things that, that are given to us freely. Sharon, congratulations. Jeez, they grow. You win Chipotle burritos for two, including a gourmet burrito, fresh chips, guacamole, and a drink for you and a guest. Chipotle Mexican Grill, Chipotle.com. Uh, pass that back. Send that back to um, our boy PJ so we can get the information from Sharon. As anyone who calls up and has a question for the fairy lady who we have to thank Halloween guys for, let me ask you this. Give it a mental picture for the guys. Who do you think she looks like that's famous? Any anybody anybody got something like a guess? Because you're a little bit older, but you were you were you were not to say you're not hot now, but in your day, you were probably just wow, just banging, just great body, beautiful. What's what size are those mammary glands? I'd have to say at least a D. Big. Yeah, D. Farrah Fawcett. That's a good one. Farrah Fawcett, but with body. William, my boy William's here. We'll get to you in a second, bro. He brought some pizza. Outstanding. Yeah. Um, pizza for plugs. What are we going to say, Halloween got it? A young, pre-plastic surgery, Farrah Fawcett. But with, like, a body. You know what I mean? With sister girl figure. All right, let's go to Steve. <laughs> Steve. Oh, actually, I went to Sam. All right, Sam, welcome into the hideout. You got a question for the, uh, for the fairy lady? Yes, I do. How you guys doing? What's up, brother? All right, uh, my question is, is Mad Albert a fairy since he can't get laid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes and yes. You're a dick. <laughs> Thank you. Man, you got to see what he's got here, man. Yeah. Okay, Jesus. I'm a fairy. You should see what's happening right now. And you now. know what's so funny is the two brothers in the room, Mad Albert and uh, Fairfax Mike, I think are, are going to come to blows We're at odds. and fight over you. Do you realize you have two men in this room that are willing to be with you in a sexual way? Does that excite no, you? No, no, it doesn't because of the fact that <laughs> the mystical thing about... Because he's real fat? Matt may be willing, but no. I'm able, brother. <laughs> the fairies make a, a hand cream, too. What? what? Have to leave a whole cream out, put it on your navel, in a I, cream bottle, not half and half, because that will bring the bisexual. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go... Let's, let's, another question for the uh, for the fairy lady for Chipotle tickets or food. Steve, Steve, welcome into the hideout. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Not What's bad. Up, good, good. All right, fairy lady. What's up with the cream? What 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 kind of cream is? It? Is there anything in it or what? What happens to the cream and how does it affect the fairies and attract them? Yeah. Go Why ahead. is it cream? Her boobs are huge. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you know that, Steve. The the cream. Okay. Look. There's a very natural, very natural, and don't don't get upset about this. But you can have cream, and you need to build a house for them and go somewhere that's very natural and beautiful, like a dollhouse, something natural. Build something for them to go into, and it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. Just something that's of your own body. Right, right. But yes, your own creation and bring them down. Because they love the thickness of the cream. (laughs) I'm sure they do. I'll tell you what, you can get fairies and all the cream you need down at DuPont Circle. All right. Hey, come on. Well, see, no, don't make fun of the fairies. You go down and you build something very nice and you go down you discover that. 
you go to a person who knows how to record. He was just trying to get a joke out. in. And you want you win, Steve. You also get the uh, Chipotle burritos for two. Chipotle.com. Hold on. Let's get that back to PJ as well. Rob, if you could be our runner. Um, all right, let's go to... The phone lines are blowing up. Everybody wants to talk to the fairy lady. Let's talk to Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I was wondering, I was listening to uh, the fairy lady talk. I was just wondering if she's ever had a stroke. <laughs> I've had many strokes, very, very many of them, and they've been left on my hand from the fairy queen. I have no idea what you just said, sweetheart. <laughs> but that was a classic question. It was a stroke because I had so much cream that they... All right, all right, all right. All right, we'll take a few minutes before we get Tinkerbell, congratulations. Chipotle burritos for two, including a gourmet burrito, fresh chips, guacamole, and a drink for you and a guest. Chipotle Mexican Grill, Chipotle... Dot com. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. All right. She there is something that is, I'm not even going to say oddly hot. I think you're sexy. Fairfax Mike, what do you think? <laughs> is it because she's crazy? And uh, Dubs, you don't like her. I, I, I think there's... I got a simmering resentment for that album right now. I really do. Because she is, she's, she's basically grinding Matt right now. I know, but, you know, outfit. that's the glass ceiling for this guy. I mean, come on. I love this glass. Come on. This, glass ceiling, is, this glass ceiling is great for me right Don't now. hoard, man. Hand it to a gamer, man. Don't, don't hoard exactly. the ball. Why are you going to waste all this? This the rock off. Come on. Come on, I'm a man. ball hog, as you should feel. <laughs> no doubt. That's man. like Jared Jeffries not passing to Stackhouse or Gilbert Arenas. Believe me, I'm taking it to the hope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, let's all calm down one at a time. Hey, what about me, since I apparently have no women now? <laughs> Is that okay? Can he touch you there? Oh, my goodness. All right, shh. Just... There's been that like oh. <laughs> All right, shh. How about you don't talk anymore? <laughs> How about hey, that, that stroke must have been tough on you. You can't talk all the time. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Yeah, in fact, why don't you yell my arm, my arm? Just say, yell that into the mic real quick. Just say my arm, my arm. Come on. Just say it. Talk. You're allowed to talk again if you say my arm, my arm. Mm -mm. Say, I see you, honey. I see the light. I see you, honey. I see the light. My arm, my arm. My arm. My arm. This is so much fun. Prince. All right, let's be careful now. No, she's talking about her arm having a little All right, wait a second. Turn her mic off. You can't talk until we get more delay. <laughs> I, want, I want her to like say stuff in Poltergeist. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder if this is translating to the air, because if you were in... Shh, just let Matt touch you inappropriately. <laughs> I wonder if this translates to the air, because if you were in studio, you would be having a blast. Whoa, we're seeing a little bit of everything now, aren't I'm we? not saying anything, as usual. Let's, uh, Jay. Let's go to Jay, who's been on hold for so long. Sorry about that. Jay, welcome into the hideout, brother. How you doing, FH? Jay the cop, Matt yes. Albert's cousin. Oh, Matt Albert's cousin on the phone. What's That's up? Good. What's up? What's up, brother? Hey, congratulations on a year. Thank, Thank you, bro. You hey, man, you would be proud of your cousin, because right now, <laughs> he is sitting down, and he has this hot-ass... Older white lady oh, man. grinding. 
I mean, she, oh, is, oh, oh. she is grinding him, mm. and she is naked. Whoa, wait a second. We're going. I got to leave. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it anymore. No, you like everyone leave. You, you were more than able to come down, bro. You definitely oh. should have been here. Yeah, I know. He did call. It's my last weekend off, and I go back to working weekends and everything. So. What's wrong with you now, Matt Albert? Is this kind of like a plantation fantasy? or oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, with, the, with the older white lady? Massa, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, Massa. Yes, all right, that's the fairy lady. One question. What do you got for the fairy lady? Hey, uh, how, how many times has she used heroin? Yeah, you got any heroin? You do any heroin? Any coke? Why are you like that? You like the party? I know. No? You've been tested no. lately? You, you, you got any uh, disease? No. I don't know. I hey, saw you, a couple of lumps. Get that Matt Albert check her arms because that, that, that's not for sugar diabetes. They're they're needle marks. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, no, it's no. Matt Albert that has the diabetes. <laughs> 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 All right, thank you, Jay. All right, fellas, see you. Bye, bro. Uh, want to talk to Sharon? Man, is it the same? Let's talk to Sharon. Sh Sharon, hey. hideout. Wait, welcome into the hideout. Hey, how's it going? What's up, baby? Hey, if the fairies need cream, do they get it from the fairy dairy? <laughs> yeah. Does it come from the fairy dairy or? That's the uh, first joke of the night. It was still funny though. Yeah. We got a crazy lady in here. I mean. Seriously, there are different creams. All right, enough with you and your creams. Yeah. Here's what I'm asking. Is there any way that Matt Albert can help you um, attract the fairies? Basically what I'm saying, you talk, you say the cream has to attract... a house. I'm going Matt to the river. Lay it back. Buy me a dollhouse. And that's all it takes to have sex with you? Down. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Are you, how about, when was the last time you had sex? What's your definition of sex? Well, just any. When was the last time you were with a man in any way? Like you know, you know what I mean. Last night. Really? Mm -hmm. How much money? Oh. No money. Really? It's a lot he of cream. Bought a dress. He bought you a dress. Did he buy you this? No. No, a, a dress from Peebles. Right. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> a very nice dress. A very. You should die for a dress. Really. She's hot, man. There's something about her that's really sexy. She has too many clothes on for my taste. Can you show us? She's, what she's, she's hot in a Harper Valley PTA type hotness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's just spreading, man. Let me. Can't you play like can I, a drum roll or something? Yeah. Then I will shake the fairy dust off yeah, on shake your no, face. Sh shake it off on Matt. Because I got out of candy. I don't want to. Why does he keep like going up and down, up and down? <laughs> um, this guy's moving like he's had like. <sighs> Jesus. All right, you can't talk anymore. You're banned from talking. All you can do is. Uh... <laughs> Those are pennies, by the way. <laughs> Rolled dimes. <laughs> All right. All right. What, what, do we have a final song? Do we have an old school jam? Yes. Has it been cleared? Yes. It's been. Hey, why don't you? Will you just show me? Just show me one. Hey, show me some stuff. All right, we're gonna play the music now. Will you show it during the music? The cream is already. The fairies came and left. The fairies running the ball. It was while you were changing. It was while you were changing. All right, let me let me see. All right, let's play the song. What song did we get? Did we did we get um, Fairfax Mike is? Eric Bean, Rackham, Rack, Microphone Bean. And it's all good, clean? Oh, Ready clean. to go? Oh, yeah. Let's do this then. Old School Jam of the Week brought to us by Fairfax Mike. And we're going to see, uh, we're going to get a little dance. 
The Hideout, WJFK. Cause I grab the mic and try to say yes, y'all. They try to take it. They say that I'm too small. Cool. cool. Cause I don't get upset. I kick a hole in the speaker, pull a plug, then I jet. Then I back to the lab without a mic to grab. So then I add all the rhymes I had. One after the other one. Then I make another one. To just the opposite, then ask if the brother's done. I get a craving like I fiend for nicotine. But I don't need a cigarette. Know what I mean? Know what I'm I mean? raging. What I mean? Creeping up the stage and don't sound amazing. Cause every rhyme is made in Dota, cause it's sort of an addiction Magnetized by the mixing Vocals, vocabulary, your verses just ducking The mic is a drain, no volcanoes erupting Rhymes overflowing, gradually growing Everything is written in the code so we can coincide My thoughts are God 48 tracks to slide, the invincible microphone beam, rock camp, spread the word, cause I'm in E-F-F-E-C-T, a smooth operator operating correctly, but back to the problem, I gotta have it, you can't solve it, silly rabbit, the prescription is a hypertone, that's throwing, I feed for a microphone, like heroin, soon as the bass kicks, I need a fix, give me a stage and a mic and a mix, and I'll put you in the mood, or is it a state of Unawareness, beware, it's the reanimator I'm making you a microphone, no lethal weapon or assassinator If the people ain't stepping, you'll see a part of me that you never seen When I'm feeding for a microphone, I'm the microphone fiend After 12, I'm worse than the Kremlin Feed me, hop, and I start trembling The thrill of suspense is intense, you're horrified But this ain't the cinemas of tales from the dark side By any means necessary, this is what has to be done Make way, cause here I come My DJ cuts material it's a must that I bust any mic you hand to me. It's inherited, it runs in the family. I wrote the bomb that broke the rules pack. If that don't slow them up, I carry a full pack. Now I don't wanna have to let off. You should have kept off. You didn't keep the stage warm. Step off, ladies and gentlemen. You're about to see a pastime hobby about to be taken to the maximum. I can't relax. See, your life is a hypochondriac. Cause the rap be one hell of a antidote. Something you can't smoke more. The dope you try to move away, but you can't. You broke more than cracked up. You should have backed up. For those that act up, need to be more than smacked up. Any entertainer, I got a torture chamber one on one, and I'm the remainder. Remain to close your eyes and hold your breath. And I'ma hit you with the blow of death. Before you go, you remember your scene. The fiend of a microphone. I'm the microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The mic of 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 the mic The mic of 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 the mic of
thing was Matt Albert giggling, just <laughs> giggling, giddy. He still is. Look at him. Hey, does it? Hey, let me talk to Fairfax Mike William, who is here. No. Let me ask you this: Does it pay to be a hideout pass holder? <laughs> you can't even begin to verbalize, right? Oh my God, she. All right, let me tell this story. I would have sold my soul for this month ago if I knew this is exactly how it went down. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is a congratulations to Matt Albert, who has by far been the listener of the year in the hideout. And this is the second time he's had this happen to him. I deserve it, then. It also happened. Hey, what's going on next week? Is this official? Can we talk about it? Yes. Next week, we're having good Charlotte. Two o'clock. At this time. Oh, no, sorry. Next week at this time, um, actually... Some of our buddies want to come back. Um, we're going to have Todd from Rev9 and his stripper friends in studio. I'm coming back. I'd like to RSVP right now. I'm coming back, right? Fairfax Mike. Um, well, next week will be my last time because that night I'm leaving for Florida right yeah, after the show. Yeah, we're, we're losing our but buddy that'll, William. That'll be great for me. <laughs> we're losing our buddy William who uh, brings us pizza, pizza for plugs, just does great stuff, hanging out in the hideout, laughing at our jokes. You're finally moving to Florida, huh, next Saturday. What's your situation? Where are you going, bro? I'm going to Orlando. Nah, good for you. You got this all the time in Orlando. <laughs> I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, you know? I mean, you're still beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Oh. But, I mean, you Oh, know. my God. But in Florida, man, you're going to have a great time. Why Florida? Why are you moving to Florida? Uh, tired of D.C. traffic, tired of the snow, and how people can't drive. But what about the hideout? Wouldn't you just stay for a show that's on one night a week? That that's the one thing that I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna be calling in every Saturday night at Please seven. Do. You know what? In fact, I just sit there on hold listening. You know what? Maybe we can do this. We remind us to hook you up with some friends of ours. Okay, 
All right, that works. We got some friends of ours that uh, hopefully can keep you in touch with the hideout, man, and we're going to miss oh. you. Matt, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Now let me talk to you, bro. Are his glasses steamed up? How many times are we? How many times are we going to do this for you? Why do we? This guy down. Why do I like him so much? By the way, we're just going to have to. We're going to have to finish the draft at another point. Yeah, Holy commissioner shit. is totally out of it. That's <laughs> hilarious, isn't it? Wow. Well, yeah, we'll have to fix that next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing: the draft, unfortunately. <clears throat> has been called off, at least the rest of it. We're going to have to finish next week. We'll finish very quickly. Um, we'll, do, we'll have the commissioner do the picks over the phone because I want to get into Matt Albert's head for a second. Now, we, I guess what, on my birthday, it was my birthday show, where those girls came in from yep. Good Guys, yep. goodguysclub.com. Oh. They came in studio, and we had Olivia, we had Brooke, and Nikki. you, you, Nikki, Brought in fried chicken, you did. <laughs> and Brooke, who I gotta say, man, is maybe one of the hottest chicks I've ever met. Great ass. Great, just great body, just banging. Gave you a lap dance while you ate fried chicken and fed fried chicken <laughs> to you. Did what a fairy lady did to you during that song? It was un unchristian. <laughs> <laughs> was it better or was it lacking food? <laughs> I think it was better because there was more contact. There was a ton of content. A ton of content. I mean a ton because you're fat. Thank you. And I'm saying each one of those easily. I could say something, but I can't. I can't you owe me, man. I, yeah, I do. Hey, here's uh, the thing. Where'd she go? She going to get dressed? Why aren't you going to make some moves? Yeah, go on. Go, 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 go see what happens. Just go see like, hey. Put the move on. Hurry up and do it before I do it since Don't I have no sure. woman now, apparently. Yeah, do, hurry before do Bateman it. steals her. Do it. Go, hurry. I want to see how it goes. Was it just me or did she sound like a bass head? Yeah, she sounds like she had a stroke. But she, I'm serious. I, I thought she was going to ask me for some change or something. <laughs> she, um, she was a sexy chick. I mean, she really, she's, she's got something going on there. I think it's, she's a little heavy because she's like old lady heavy, you know what I mean? But she, like, she's got a good body for an old lady. She's got a great face. And she was working Matt Albert. I mean, ways that strippers shouldn't even work. And it's so funny to see how, how Fairfax Mike was so, like, envious. So was Rob. Hey, <laughs> nah, she doesn't want it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we want to try to get some backstory. Maybe we'll get some more backstory from Fairy Lady next time. Yeah. But she's automatically earned her hideout pass. You touch Matt Albert, and you're a woman. You get a hideout <laughs> pass. It's that simple. God. What happened? Come here. What, what's going on back there? She's putting on a show out? Private show. Oh, really? <laughs> That's beautiful. Son of a bitch. Dubs, you want to treehouse it out while I go check out the show? <laughs> you want to go see the show? No, I don't want okay. to. Yeah, I got some info about Hefe from last Saturday. What do you got? This, uh, how we... Oh, uh, come on. I, I, he tries to... Cut me down every chance he gets. Even he tries to ruin my chances with hot. Yeah, shit. go ahead and say this because I'm sure I'll look like a loser. Yeah. So he was talking to to Brooke, the hot stripper, and he goes, "The only way Tommy can do it is with slap happy." Yeah, we're sitting there. <laughs> we're we're at a firehouse in Fairfax last weekend. Ton, our boyfriend, that, that's, that com. That's not totally untrue either, is it? And I'm sitting there, and you know, whenever you're around hot chicks and and you're with your buddies. You know, you try to put down your buddy so you're automatically the coolest one there. And I was like, hey, Brooke, what do you think of a dude that can only uh, complete to slap happy? 
Because she's like studying something or other. And Slash Happy's basically getting beat up porn. Yeah, exactly. The kind of stuff that Tommy sends us. He doesn't even know us. He's like, hey, I think you'll like this. But I laugh my ass off. Nobody likes that. It's disturbing. That was the wrong foot for you to go off on. Everyone loves it. That's why I'm working here, right? Wow. Exactly. What a bad way to get it. Because I'm a good person and I look good. No, you're not. You're a scumbag. Yeah. Hey, so Monday night he goes to good guys. He's like, I'm just going to be here for a few minutes to to make an appearance. He ends up staying at like 2 a.m. Yeah, so here's the thing. Tom wanted me to to uh, go um, hang out with him at good guys to go see, uh, I guess, Brooke dance. <laughs> and um, and so I was like, yeah, I guess I'll go. So I go out there to check this chick out. Good guys, I guess it's on one of like Wisconsin or something. And um, I'm telling you, this chick's hot. Yeah, she was like all over Hefe at, at the Firehouse Grill. I think she wants it. <clears throat> Sadly, I, I'm actually kind of gonna agree with you. As, you think? As irritating as that is to me, I think I have to agree with you. But here's the thing: you date a stripper or no? What do you Eight, do? Or just get to know? Go out with? Because here's my problem. Well, I have plenty of money. I actually get to like, I actually like like chicks. I have to like chicks before I bang them. You know what I mean? And so I, I can't just do the have a seat, have a seat for effects. My join us in this conversation. Well, there is a problem with dating her. Is that I, I believe she dated someone on the show. Before. I don't know if we want to mention that. Yeah. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. What? Son of a bitch. But my thing is. Watch out! This is a different animal here now. Are <laughs> uh, you go? Oh, you go go do it in another room if you're going to do that. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> but, my, but my thing is, do you date a stripper? I say I don't know, man. I say yes. No. No, why not? Strippers aren't for dating. What are they for? Strippers aren't for dating, cheerleaders aren't for dating, and MILFs aren't for dating. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because it's it's not fair for a man to occupy or to hoard absolute hotness. Mm-hmm. If you're a MILF or if you're hot enough to be a stripper, <laughs> it's not fair for another guy to hoard that. It's not right. All right, so you're saying that as men, we should go out there and maybe we could have sex with them. But don't keep them tied down because you want other guys in the uh, in the male uh, species to yeah. be able to hit that. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, it's like the reverse of that uh, Bridget Jones diary where she comes <laughs> in and she teaches the guys. You you're supposed to do it, you know, blah blah blah, and then pass it on. Each one teach one. That's how we get better as a gender. Hit, hit, give exactly. <laughs> puff puff pass. Yeah. Hit hit give. Don't don't occupy the hotness. Do not. Really? Ford and squat. Squat. Nobody likes a squatter. That's true. It's absolutely true. So no dating. I see. I don't think I could be the guy because I'm the jealous dude, you know. And I don't want to be the guy that's going to the the strip club and sitting in the corner milking one beer, watching the chick make all the money. Well, I'll, I'll tell you from personal experience. I have dated a girl that wasn't actually a stripper because it's the paces and the g-string, and I don't consider that stripping because it's not nudity. Yeah. And you set yourself up for the situation of jealous guy when you even go into where she works. Yeah, you don't go, man. I just stay away. You can't cross that. Even if it's a conventional relationship, you can't cross that line. Like, if you dated a lady that worked at a law office, you wouldn't go hang out at her job. I don't know, though. I would. Now, would you really? No, oh, that's because I don't trust women, but... Oh, well, see, that's you know, the thing. Could you ever date a stripper? Obviously. You know, I've been thinking about this last no week. No way. Remember that, that hot girl that we Crystal met? Crystal City? That, yeah, she works at the Crystal City restaurant. I was like, you know, I don't think I'd ever want to go see her strip, though. 
But the best thing about it, though, is, like I said, Pacey's in G-string. She's not even naked. And see, the thing of good guys is that they don't, they're not allowed to touch. So basically, yeah. they're just dancing. Exactly. There's the fourth wall, so I don't think it's actually stripping. I don't know. What'd you say? Oh, get out early and clean up? Oh, we should get out just a couple minutes. Yeah. Because this place is a wreck. 866-277-4969. And here's the thing. I'm jumping the gun. I mean, she probably doesn't even like me. I don't know. She seemed pretty excited. She was with you every time. I, every time I was like, hey, where's Hefe? But you know what, man? She said she was going to show up tonight. Yeah, because well, I went to go see your strip on Monday, and she didn't even show up. But the thing is, because Todd is out of town today, so he can't come. So he he talked to his girlfriend, Olivia, and she said, Brooke, you know, don't even bother going because we're not going to She did there. say that? I believe she did, because he, he's like, yeah, we're going to bring, like, four girls, and Brooke is going to be one of the girls t- next week. Really? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I keep telling him to bring my girl, but I don't know if he will. Yeah. I'm not interested in you hooking up. not interested in you. Steam ahead, F.A. What do you think? Though? How about this? Do I hit it, Fairfax Mike? Of course, man. Of course. That's it, regardless of the occupation. How many times? How about this? How many times? You you hit it until it. All right. So, the, all right. I, I think I know where you're yeah, going. Yeah, exactly. Till it's finished, man. For real. <laughs> till it's finished. You got to approach every female as though it was going to be your last time on earth. That's true. That's the way be. every man should live his life because it very well could be. It's so close to a heart attack. I am. You know, I mean, you could you could not go that route, walk out and get hit by a, a car. And then what kind of guy are you? <laughs> no, that's true. Then no. I'll be kicking myself. Exactly. Here's my thing. This is what I prefer to say. I say you always will have regret. You live. Regret is infinite. You know what I mean? You're always going to have that regret. That's very true. But but you always be but like of not doing it. You know what I mean? But like guilt and all that stuff that goes away. Oh, Guilt is temporary. That's just guilt is something that's placed on you by society. Yeah. You know, if it's if if it's in yourself, it's just consensual, and it's oh, it'll be. If it's all good, <laughs> there should be no guilt. There should be no regrets. All right. Here's the next question. Where in the? Because she's coming in next Saturday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In which room do I have sex with her here in the station? Wait. That's your right. Alan's office. Alan's office or in Prod Three? Ugh. Right here, Matt Albert's chair. A Matt Albert's chair? Call screen? Do, do we yeah, go they, stay out of my office? Do we go into the Buzz Cave? Ugh. Where do we? Go? Why would you disrespect Buzz like that? I don't know, but not with this chick. Can you rock and roll while on the air? Say don't. No, that okay. would be that would be radio. Yeah, that, that would be a bit of uh, people. I would be working hard that. for uh, But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Um, I can't wait till next Saturday's show. Because, <laughs> oh, because now I'm thinking about it, and if she doesn't show up. Jesus Christ. What happened? Uh, that after she first came in, she called someone and said, Hefe is so funny. What do you think, Dubs? What do I do? She's so funny. Aren't I funny? Apparently not. Just go with whatever. You know, if it just work it, see if it pans out. If it doesn't, you know, no big deal. You gave your best shot. How many guys have this problem? Should I or should I not? Oh, that's what I was going to say to you. You guys see this chick, Fairfax Mike. She's banging. She must she's, be. She like kind of looks like a Jenny McCarthy, but like <laughs> with like sister girl body, but like the flat stomach. She and the big country. Mm, that's the big why country, I mm, don't understand why she was with you all night. If she's making money off of her natural gifts, she has to be hot. Oh, she is beautiful. You're beautiful. So she beautiful. <laughs> I guess it's settled. Next Saturday night, I will bang her. 
It could be your last time, Hefe. Just think of it in that aspect. It could be. It could very well be your last time. Tommy, this is what I need you to do. Yes. I need you. Wait, wait. After this tonight show, you you talk about me striking out with a girl and sideshow stealing her like the bastard he is. Well, you make fun of me saying I should have died in a car wreck, and you expect me to do something. Because here's the thing, man. I'm I'm also I can't have rejection. So, I don't want to be rejected if she doesn't want to have sex with me. Tommy, I need you to find out this week whether or not she wants to have sex with me in the station. Like I'm going to tell you the truth after tonight. <laughs> Ex yes or no? Just I just want a yes or no. Do I have a chance? That's all I want to know. Yeah, Do I have a you shot? got a shot. Go for it. Otherwise, I'm not interested. Otherwise, she doesn't have to show up. Ask about me too. You're not even welcome back. <laughs> Actually, Matt Why Albert, not? you're not Why welcome not? back, dude. You. I do you... so much for this show. Look, I, I, what are you talking about? You get I lap dance. I'm, I'm going to be the leaner version of Matt Fairfax. <laughs> That's true. I'm ready for Fairfax yeah. to take over. Yeah. Only one black person in the hideout at a time. That's the best. That's a smart move, brother. Believe me. Believe. Are you got, now? Let me. Is there some like brother animosity here? No, no. There's no brother animosity. I mean, you know, there was just a little bit of envy on my part. I mean, you had cream fairy. Matt has animosity towards everyone. So, but there's definitely no animosity on my part. I love my black men. I love all men. You love your black men. I love. <laughs> Don't isolate that. Don't try to play me like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like it. It's like I love my black I man. Love all, I love all humanity. How about that? All right, let's hit the out music. Track two. All right, well, there it is, guys. The year anniversary of the hideout. You know what I've learned about the hideout? Is that we're much more lax than we used to be. Yeah. I would have said we have to finish. We have to finish. So does Everything. Matt. Everything. But instead, we just we we stopped the draft in like the fourth round, and we'll pick it up next week. Probably because I was winning. Probably because I got all the picks I wanted. Monica Bellucci, Kate Beckinsale, Beckinsale, whatever. Not interested. Uh, Angelina Jolie and Vivica Fox. Not interested. Come on, that's the winning lineup. <laughs> Not interested. That's taking you all the way. I'd like to say thanks for uh, to uh, Jub, Dubs and uh, El Jefe. For allowing me to come in and hang out on the hideout tonight. You bet, Fairfax Mike. You got a hideout pass. For everybody else, if you're not listening, start listening. I mean, you're missing a revolution here. The revolution starts with the hideout. Uh, William, thank you, bro. I, hopefully, we're going to chat with you next week. Are you gone? Uh, at the end of the show next week, I'm out. I'm Make gone. sure you stop by then. Yeah, right? give us a little. Right. Right. If you can't stay for long, just drop in. Sorry, yeah, I'll, br I'll bring you some pizza next thank, week. Thank you to the Halloween Goddess, uh, Master's Costume, 540-341-2700. Also, I want to say a very special thank you to Boley Spears, who stopped into the hideout. BoleySpears.com, B-O-L-E-E Spears.com. Mike from Rearview2.com. Um, the nu numeral two is what you need for that. And then the book, go pick it up. Sounds great. Uh, Pledged the Secret Life of Sororities, Alexandra Robbins. AlexandraRobbins.com. I believe you can get that at any of your local bookstores. Thank you to Sideshow, who ended up taking the rest of the night off. This is a good bastard. Why are you thanking him for anything? Thank you to Bateman. Thank you to Matt Albert, the commissner. Thank you to William. Thank you to, again to Halloween Goddess. Thank you to PJ, who stopped by. Thank you to Cheeseface, who stopped by. Oh, no. Dummy the fact. Dummy's a virgin. How dare you. Um, and with all that, there it is. A year in the hideout. Thank you so much.
5,000? 5,000. Stacy showed next. Down. Oh, Stacy brought us some wine. Oh, wow. Thank you, Thank sweetie. You Wherever you are. Thank you, sweetie. Fingers for me because she loves me so much, right? Yeah. Great. So I got to run her show now. You got to run her show. Thanks, Sideshow, you bastard. Hey, by the way, if uh, my special lady's listening, go ahead and call the request line. I'm the, coming over. So disgusting. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's the hideout. <laughs> we out, bitch. 5,000. See ya. person in the world. How good does he look? I'm on the gay side. J-Dubs is the worst person in the world. Hi, this is Troy Aikman, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout.